Hello and welcome back to the D&D campaign set in Yalzar. This is your DM, Kenny. I have four players with me tonight. One of them is new and hopefully a new addition. Why don't you go first? Hi, I'm Michelle. I'm new. What are you playing, Michelle? I am playing a paladin half-orc named right. Bork. Do you know what god you're a paladin of? Yes, actually. Hold on one second. I am the... My god is Kira Jolith. Kira Jolith? For for the listeners and also the other players at the table, could you give us like a one or two sentence description of what your character looks like? I'm male. I'm orc, half orc. I'm gonna say I have dark hair. What color skin? Racist. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, it's a distinguishing characteristic. Bluish gray. Bluish gray. All right. Got a goatee. What are you wearing? Don't you have um, a girlfriend what she's wearing? <laughs> I'm not asking Scantily your, clad I'm not arm. Asking your girlfriend. I'm asking her imaginary personification um, of an orc. Well, I've got chain mail. Great. Hey, so do I. And, hey, and, uh, I just created this character today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you, you sit on that, and then uh, when we I'll have some properly art introduce later. your character to the rest of the party, have something. Oh, God. And, okay. Uh, and no pressure, but all the pressure. Not that hard. So returning with us, we have... So, my name's Hayden. I'm playing Ogden, the cleric dwarf. Uh, he is slightly fleshy-colored with uh, with uh, brown hair. And what are you motioning towards? Oh, you want my phone. Here, have my phone. Uh, where was I? Oh, yeah. And he favors a Warhammer, but he now has this new sword that he actually is starting to really enjoy. So and, that's and again, again, still joining us? Uh, this is Lauren. I'm playing Vin, the halfling warlock. Uh, very tiny, very bookish, with a with a mean kick. Yeah. Of, of a force blast. <laughs> Pension for Eldritch Blast. <laughs> yeah. And and our last uh, recurring character. Uh, this is Frodo. I'm playing as Tenchi, the m- human monk, who is pretty unworldly. And is still getting used to his surroundings. Uh, and so far, I'm the only one who's almost died. So, <laughs> yay for yeah, first you, steps. If you, if you are new, uh, new to Humans. the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> Says the woman with a D4 hit pool. Ooh. Oh. Shit, talking out of character. Uh, so, um, to catch up listeners that are just joining us or maybe forgot uh, after last week's session, we had our adventurers... Traveling from Middleheart to the Elven Village that's in need of assistance from some sort of corrupted water spirit. And uh, they have encountered a band of nomadic traders that they assisted and were, were rewarded for. And after that, they ventured down the road and found what happened to the orcs and that they were held up by highwaymen or bandits, brigands even. And, uh, you know, did that thing where adventurers go, nah. And just, <laughs> just took them all out, uh, pretty ruthlessly from some perspectives. And to be mercy. fair, we didn't kill the woman. Listen, you can, you guys can continue to tell me that. So the guy who <laughs> threw her to be cleaved in half. I didn't intend for him yeah, to take a dolphin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no one, no one expected for a man wearing a mule's head on his on his own head was going to cleave your projectile in half. So what you're saying <laughs> is he you did, did a really throw an unconscious move? woman at a man brandishing a great axe. So there's some blame. Okay, so I facilitated a death. I had a hand in it. You built the guillotine, you didn't pull the lever. Fair. 
<laughs> Anywho, so uh, we fast forward a few days' travel um, from the bandits' horde that uh, was at the in the end of it all guarded by a vampire by the name of Maximilian, who gave the party quite a stirring. And uh, and here they are on the road, fully rested, reco- spells recovered, abilities recuperated, and hit points regained. And uh, the two elves that are from the village that they are traveling to have informed them that uh, it's the morning and that maybe in just a couple of hours they will be upon their village where this the uh, corrupted spirit is de- demanding immense amounts of ale and alcohol to save its undeniable thirst. So anyone want to do anything in particular on that morning before you set off? Ogden, kind of reflecting on the day coming up, uh, says, You know, I've come to the realization that we've been traveling together for a week, and I don't even know your names. Who are you referring to? Right now, uh, he's talking to the female elf, the one that okay. actually does speak common. She, she tells you that, she acknowledges that, and tells you a bit of a short and uh, anecdotal tale of um, her cousin that she hunted with for two weeks to bring down a pack of a pride of lions that were threatening uh, farmers on the outskirts of their village. And even though she was related and hunted with that person for two weeks, they did not mention each other's names to them, not an area once until they had returned home. Hey, cousin, so, it's your cousin. Yeah. So think, think, think no offense of not knowing our names. But she introduces herself as Rafa and her brother Marquis. Go ahead. Yeah, um, we I probably don't want that coming up on the uh, audio. So, a uh, small aside note to the listeners, um, we are actually in person this weekend. Uh, today is, um, I don't give a shit about Damien's video. It's the 9th. Yeah, it's the 9th of October, so tomorrow is a holiday for four-fifths of us. Uh, hey, sorry, buddy. That's just a rough deal. And... <laughs> But uh, so we decided uh, we all live relatively within the same state reach of each other, so why not get together and have a good old uh, in-person session? So if the audio is different, I apologize. I hope it's for the better. And that's why things sound probably quite different. But uh, as we work. So yeah, they introduced the, she introduces herself and her brother mm-hmm. as Rafa and Marquis. And that uh, if, is there anything else that you would need to know, almost not insulted by your question, but just like, this is out of nowhere. Well, it's more a matter of, we are going up against a spirit we have no idea what it's capable of. This may be the last chance for uh, pleasantries. So, Perhaps I then so. introduce Perhaps myself so. as uh, Ogden Hearthborn. <laughs> Anyone's taking up on this line of pleasantries before you all set today? And everyone's got pizza in their mouth, so I take that as a no. <laughs> hey, it's hard to be upset at a good D&D table with ciders, uh, real-world drinks, and pizza. and pizza. It doesn't get any more high school Other than, than some Mountain Dew cans kicking around on the floor and, and uh, cheese. We've got monsters. We've got monsters. Know, that's not the <laughs> For same. days. Um, Tenchi's not really partaking in the pleasantries. He's doing his reflections on the days that have been passed. Um, I'll join in and introduce myself. They're appreciated. Hey, uh, does anyone remember Nej or Nej or Major, whatever his name was? Midge. Midge. The orc. Yeah, the orc. Whatever happened to him? <laughs> he never, he never, he didn't join you guys on this. Oh, okay. Eh, he, he didn't was, think the money was worth it. He's like, he, nope. was, he was content to go back to that chapel where it was half training grounds, half church. Ah, and go see. back and just practice on his muscle spirit. Oh, okay. You know? He doesn't, he doesn't seek, uh, 
uh, physical wealth, he speaks spiritual wealth. Right. Or seeks. Whatever. Such as a uh, spiritually deep half-orc like him. I approve. The muscle speak. He's a simple mind, mm. not a simple spirit. Mm. Approved. <laughs> so, alright, with, no, with nothing else holding you guys back to this campsite for the morning, um, you guys hop into your carriage and respective horses, horse, and... <laughs> Singular. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and make your way onwards, because by this point you guys have left the road that would lead you to the Lake of Verde, mm-hmm. uh, the, ba- the big great lake, as it were, of this land. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you guys are heading more of a northeastern rather than hard east towards the lake. Uh, so a couple, handful of hours pass. You guys can clearly see the coast. It's like right there. It's beautiful. Um, nothing exactly seems amiss. There's no krakens in the water. Nothing feels like end times. But, you know, clearly you know you're going to somewhere where your, your metal is going to be tested today. And you can feel it. And it definitely resonates in each of you a little bit. And, uh... Not, not much time passes, in fact, maybe you can see that the hooves of the horses are no longer wet from the morning dew tromping through the grass, that you can see before you the beginnings of agricultural lands, probably the outskirts of the Elven village. Uh, you see no crops in the fields. And not, no blossoming crops, I mean, you see crops where, or, or, or fields that should be verdant this time of year, with tall stalks of corn or grain or fruit and just barren, dead trees. Not blighted, necessarily, but just nothing. Almost like winter had fallen, and the trees never came back. In the middle of the summer, yeah. Right, okay. So, this could be like one of two things. Maybe the uh, spirit's like polluting things, and that's why they're suddenly kicking in action. Oh god, we gotta satiate this thing. Or, the crops could have been all cut down and used for Uh, fermentation. I I would definitely say it looks more like the latter to you guys. It's Mm -hmm. it's, it's not like blighted, like I said. It's not dead. It's mm-hmm. just empty. Mm-hmm. And during this time of year, like, corn would g- just be, like, just now starting to produce cobs. Like, it would, it would still be quite alive-looking. Mm-hmm. Uh, but either the, the crops were culled early for some reason, or harvested, rather. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just, it just, that sticks with you, as, like, that's not right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not, not long uh, until a single um, elf sort of walks out of one of the farmer barns towards the group of you. And the two elves, Rafa and Marquis, that you have driving along with, um, you know, jump out of the carriage, bring it to a stop, and, and hug the, the elf that approaches you all. And, you know, they're speaking in Elvish very, very quickly. So even though some of the party understands English and, oh, sorry, Elvish, and you're getting that it's obviously like, oh, it's so glad to see we were dead, you know, all these worries and woes and nicenesses. But it's just, it's rapid fire. So unless you are an elf or half-elf, you're probably not catching it. Um... But a moment later, the other kind of, like, wipe a, a tear of sadness away and turn back to you and introduce this sort of much older, not whimsy or anything, but older elf. Uh, introduce him as Ralpho, and he is, you know, Rafa's uncle, and, you know, blah, blah, And they start to, like, diatribe into family connections, and you're like, oh, that's interesting, but I don't give a shit. We're here to deal with a bigger problem. And they kind of catch themselves and calm down, calm down, and, and, uh, and they sort of look to the older elf and say... What can you tell us? What has happened? We've been gone for a couple of weeks now. What's, what's going on? And he tells that the spirit is been satiated last night. There was a great weekly festival uh, where we took pretty much all of our reserves that we had left that the other parties had brought back to us and just gorged it. So it's sleeping in the middle of town. 
uh, could not be ignored. It has grown in size and probably power since it showed up. Uh, and it le he leans in as if it was listening. Uh, you guys can't see it. It's like in town, which is ways away. But he leans in and goes, We had a visitor last night from the lake town of the day. Some sort of holy person. Maybe you can help them or something. I kind of just look at Ogden and cock my head. And my ears perk up at this. I can't be in two places at once, young man. <laughs> uh, so maybe you should talk to that person. Sounds like we might have an extra sword. Certainly. <laughs> so um, he sort of points to the resident that that being is staying at, uh, and the you know the brother and sister thank him and say, well. Do you all want to go to the middle of town? Do you want to check out this new person? What do you guys want to do? If the thing's asleep, it might be prudent to know what, what it is we're up against before we enlist further aid. So Ogden votes to go at least take a look at the slumbering beast and maybe kind of discern what it is. Because right now it sounds like we don't even know. Um, that's fair. Maybe the two knowledgeable people should go. I don't. I don't have any idea what it would be. This is. Y'all look the same to me. Well, well, be that as it may, it might not be uh, in our best interest to split up. Because what if something goes down and not everyone's around to help themselves or help others, rather? Hmm. Eh. Okay. Besides, <clears throat> we got. We need your brawn. Yeah. Yeah. You Besides, need to we got a, uh, a uh, cart. And I'm, I'm, I'm deliberately doing air quotes uh, and stressing this information. A cart of ale for this beast. But it's... Yes. Uh, ale for this beast. Oh. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> and sort of the, the subtlety of this conversation washes over to like... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right. The ale. <laughs> um, I just imagine one of those like silly like expression changes that Donnie Depp has when like the ether hits. <laughs> yeah, fear and loathing, like where he's just like <laughs> eyes wide, and gets it. Anyway, <laughs> so you guys are gonna make your way to this other Correct. holy individual. Correct. Okay. So, um, Michelle, you've been up for a while now. Sharpening your weapon, you know, making ready. You think that thing, shit could go down at any time, given what you know. Mm -hmm. You've already sent a letter, and one of the rangers of the tribe has already gotten into a dinghy and is paddling his way to um, the lake town of Verde. Okay. And so you know that your word is on the way, but you're n you've never been one to be underprepared for a fight. So you're sharpening your sword, polishing your armor, make sure you are ready as you can be. Praying to my god. Right. And hoping that maybe you can stave this, stake this out for a couple of days for more help to arrive. Mm -hmm. But but at the same time, I am if, ready. Yeah, if this thing wants to come to blows, you never want to be underprepared. And I am listening for it to wake up too. Right. I'm, I imagine I'm not too terribly close, but yeah. The snoring's audible. This is a big thing. And uh, so you all are checking the beast first, or going mm -hmm. to help? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's easy. It's not a stealth job. Uh, That's good. It's, you guys You guys <laughs> walk towards the center of town. There's residences clearly as a place of commerce. Uh, it has a nice, very apt pier. 
on the, the, the water's edge, and, you know, there's businesses that are closed, there's residences that are boarded up, there's, this place looks like a town dying, which has its own sadness too. But laying in the middle of the town's square, on dirt road, and with a crumbled, decayed bonfire in the middle of just embers, and maybe like a mostly still uh, charred, but somewhat not burned log to showcase where its location, is this girth of a beast, just laying on its side, resting its head, and just like snoring away with just water or drools of it dripping out of its mouth. It looks akin to this. Oh, that's uh, despicable. Yeah, it basically has a fish for a head, uh, so much so that you can even see like a, like a tail fin sticking out of the back of its head. Like mm -hmm. it's just it's literally just a fish on top of a body, with you know. But unlike the image that I'm showing the party, this thing has a a just a huge torso. You imagine that it's probably ten feet tall in its torso alone, and laying mm -hmm. on its side doesn't make it small. And it has this huge, really wide V-neck of a, of a tunic it's wearing, almost like a wide-open robe. And its torso is, <laughs> is, is smooth and mostly translucent and has the color of, like, aquamarine or blue, like a deep ocean water. Kind of beautiful in that own regard, in a natural sort of way. But then you look at the rest of the you know, yeah. They say clothes make the man, but I'm willing to make an exception in this case. Um, and so you, but one thing that sticks out to you as you're aware of it is that the the tinge up near its neck and its man and like its mantle is is that deep oceany blue. But as it goes down towards its belly, nice and pronounced, it's almost amber in color. So there's like a, this this really pretty grade of color where it gets almost brown in the mid, in its midsection, and. Uh, it has these, you know, anatomically huge enough arms for its size that come down to, like, spindly, almost human-sized hands that are wicked and clawed. Uh, and while you can see that it is apparently wearing something that would be pants, uh, it, you do not see legs or anything like that. You see gut. <laughs> you just see this huge torso of a being with a fish for a head, to sum it up in one sentence. Uh, and he checks and he get the fuck out of here. Doesn't Mom. Go ahead. I'm gonna do like a. Um, maybe a knowledge arcana. Sure. And a knowledge local. Just see if I know what this yeah, creature no, is or if it has any weaknesses mm -hmm. or strengths. Is local still a skill? Nope. No, no it's not. Mm -hmm. uh, so for knowledge arcana, 22. Okay, that's, that's good. So here's some things that you would know about this creature looking at it and thinking about this area. As all of you know, the crystal, the, the, the four crystals of the elements that bind the magic to this world uh, are very, very powerful sources of power. Powerful sources of power. Nailed it. Um, <laughs> but in the bottom of the Lake of Verde is the crystal of water. So if this is a spirit of water from this lake, it's supercharged with the power of that crystal. So other water spirits that were probably akin to this, or from other planes even, are powerful beings, sure, but this guy is going to be even more powerful considering its proximity to that crystal. Uh, and that's definitely going to stick with you. 
But thinking a bit more obscurely, maybe thinking about something that isn't just, is this a pure, like, elemental? No, it doesn't look like an elemental. It's different. It has features. It has a face. Uh, elementals are just, like, literally a body of that element. So this would just be, like, a pool of water almost with a humanoid form if it was a water element. You've seen those before. This is a djinn of some sort. This is, this is an elemental embodiment of cunning and water. And digging real deep into your studies or just things that your, your, your archfey would have taught you when it taught you the ways of the world and the elements is a word that pops into your head, almost as if the archfey plants it for you when it feels you digging for it. Merid. This thing is a merid. The merids, and just like a tidal wave, almost iconic enough, of knowledge pours into the fore of your mind when you think about what a merid is. The merids from the plane of water are gins of that plane. They're traitors, they're cunning, they gamble their money, and they steal it if they could. But they're generally not physically powerful enough, like the other djinns. They rely on their spells and cunning to get through. And so, you know that it probably doesn't speak uh, any common languages, maybe only the language of its own world, and obviously Elvish if it's amongst these people. And you know that you would never be able to best a Merid with acid or cold damage. Okay. You'd want to resort to other means. And that's what you can recall about Merits. Okay. So, I'm going to go, guys, I think we I know what to keep our voices in. down and maybe discuss this out of earshot. There. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I whispered to the group, the, uh, the elf said that there was somebody else here, another holy warrior. Maybe we should go look into them now, since we have an idea of what we're up against. And it's terrifying. <laughs> And Tenchi's just still looking at this thing because it's big, and he's never quite seen anything bigger than him before. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Yeah. So I do kind of like the imagery of it. It's basically wearing an ocean-colored vest that goes from the cerulean blue, blue of an ocean to the to ground. Like d- yeah. to decay. That's pretty... Well, I was thinking just the dirt. Is it the me. rope, or is it actually his skin? It's its body, is that. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. it's that great. Oh, I, I. So it's I, actually not wearing any clothing. Oh, no, it it's, it's, it's wearing a vest. It's, wear, it's wearing like it's wearing like a big flowy robe. <clears throat> it looks yeah, like it it's said wearing it's something very similar. To <laughs> okay, okay. He said really it'd be pretty form. if it wasn't so ugly. Right. <laughs> yeah, wasn't <laughs> the fact that it's a creepy uh, fish but thing. It, but its skin is <laughs> like the fish is almost like sus- that makes up its head is like suspended in water. Okay. Like a thin veil of water holding it there, and then oh. its main body is this sort of deep ocean up here near its chest and as it grades down to its stomach it's this amber like autumn colors. Interesting. Very much like your hat actually. Oh, hey, look at that. <laughs> Another advantage of being in person. We can not make fun of everybody's uh, choices of clothing. <laughs> yeah, like my sweats and a podcast that doesn't exist t-shirt. Yeah, the, fact that I've been, <laughs> the fact that I've been in garb since I woke up this morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, um, so, okay, I guess you guys just bug off from the middle of town. Yeah, go back to the uh, elves and say, so, so you well, said there was somebody else here? Yeah, the, the, the one ranger that had given you that information has not left your side. Okay, and they're with you, and they lead you to this residence. Uh, a simple, very nice wooden home. Mm-hmm. Not, like, dilapidated or anything. It's a nice place. Mm-hmm. And you hear footsteps outside. I immediately grab, I probably already have my axe ready, mm-hmm. but I, like, yeah. you know... I'm facing the door now, sure. just in Good case there's something. Hmm. No, no, that was no, a that car. Was a car. Oh. Oh, that would have been perfect. <laughs> um, 
Uh, listeners, there's a dog on the premises. <laughs> uh, so you guys op- are, you know, the elf ranger opens the door and are welcomed inside. And yet, when you look in, there is a being ready to murder <laughs> and on the defense. And you see a... Half work. Hold on, I've got a picture thing. Uh, it's not a full body picture thing, but it's a picture thing. Close enough. Yep. Okay. So, kind of the one Allow that. Allow me to describe yeah. which one. The the one on the. the yeah. yeah. So they the the party witnesses clearly a half orc from the ears and nose structure stands out right away, with a sort of darker, almost green gray, skin tone. And uh, not, not clearly, clearly more of a, a not orc than orcish on the halves, uh, with a pair of fangs that that protrude from his lips, but are, are stubby, um, which definitely shows where the lineage is, is more strong, with short hair and chin strap, uh, goatee, mustache combo. We call it the Tony. And Star. the rest of this person looks like buff. Okay. <laughs> I am Buffman, the buff. buff. Wearing your armor of. Of chainmail. And clothes, maybe? I guess, yeah, I guess. Uh, you uh, probably get a sense of, uh, set of adventurers or priest robe. Yeah. Right. I mean, I've got mean. commoner's clothes from being a soldier. Okay, there you go. So, so. Yeah, just obviously just wearing regular attire. Okay. And brandishing a what? Uh, <clears throat> battle. A great axe. Yeah. Big difference. You have a great axe. Yeah. Yeah. You have Big no weapon. Yeah. Huh? You have no shield? No, I took the, the two weapons. So, damager. Damager. Weapon. damager. Damager. Meta. Dick! Meta. <laughs> meta, 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 meta. Yeah. So, yeah. you see this person willing to chop you all down like damn trees as you I, walk I in. am going to hide because... <laughs> I hail the lumberjack. <laughs> hide behind the tallest person. I have the uh, naturally stealthy. You can hide behind creatures one size larger than you. You want to give a stealth check then? Yeah. Yeah, You're gonna be I'm behind you. This is gonna be this cute. Is true. I am medium sized. I'm just I wide. 19, oh yeah, so. this is gonna yeah. work. Yeah. So <laughs> you you see three people walk into the room. Uh, an what? elf ranger that you recognize, uh, a dwarf um, who ha- is probably favoring his warhammer upon his shoulder, mm-hmm. uh, and this unbelievably tall human. I have to duck to get into the house. What, yeah. Wearing very very modest clothing and brandishes no weapon, so you can tell. All right. Well, I because I see the elf, I'm imagining these are people kind of like me coming for reinforcements. So I put down my axe, lean on, and was like, "These are reinforcements I asked for." Uh, the, no. This is the holy man we asked for. <laughs> and the elf like, <laughs> almost comedically like crosses his arms to answer the questions, pointing at you, Michelle, with a. Well, we sent that message out today, and don't imagine that these are those yeah, people. Yeah, I didn't think your people were that fast. But. And points at uh, Ogden and be like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is the person we told you about. All right. Tenshi right. just is looking at what he can only assume to be an orc, and he goes, wait, were you one of the ones left behind from the previous group we came across? I have never met you in my entire life. Why so have you seen the, like the other orcs? Uh, let me explain. This one is a half-orc, or some variation thereof, and, uh, you know, not the full-blooded orcs. All right, can we, we get yesterday. back to the situation at hand? Um, there's a beast outside. Have you guys seen it? Uh, yeah, it's kind of grotesque. All right, do you guys have any idea right. about it? I'm going to pop my head 
from behind. So from behind, <laughs> from behind the knee that almost is two, two and a half feet off the ground pops up, I actually have some insight. <laughs> you, front and center. All right. Um, wow. Wow. <laughs> Pushy. Objective oriented. <laughs> yeah, right. So I'm going to explain the fact that it's a married. A married. Um, they Ooh, are. Most of that thing. <laughs> Keep your quibbles to yourself. It's a marriage. It's a marriage. Uh, it comes from the lake and probably is going to be extra powerful because of that. Um, I wouldn't suggest using any kind of water or acid cold attacks against it. Okay. It's going to be a tough one. You guys have any ideas on how we could get rid of it non-violently, since these elves are apparently not willing to give us reinforcements or anything like that? Non-violent? Well, I have an idea, but I kind of stand against it on a moral level. I would like to just smash it in the face and be done with it. But um, we happen to have, and at this point, uh, Ogden looks over his shoulder to make sure that the door's closed so that what he's saying is not going to get outside the room. It is. The rangers close the door and stand by it. We have five barrels of Ale, I, Ogden does the air quotes again, that we could spike with something a little bit more potent and, I don't know, maybe bring it down a peg or two and just either overpower it or tell it to go away. Well, if it's just water, couldn't we boil it? But do, do you have the uh, ability to uh, yeah, really. it, liquefy and boil a creature? Year. <laughs> well, I mean, it already looks like it's water. Not entirely. I mean, it's got the fish head and the fat gut and all that stuff. We just need a big enough pot. <laughs> I like the idea of poisoning it, but it is going to have resistance again. It's poison isn't going to be very effective. Oh, really? Okay, so there that there's that problem. The ranger said, that sort of chimes in and mentions that um, this uh, one. Bork. Huh? Bork. 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 Bork had mentioned the idea of poisoning it last night, mm-hmm. which would have been a great opportunity during the festival. Mm-hmm. It, this being does not care about its whatever digestive system. Okay. It's not poisonable as far as we know. Wow, if it weren't horrible, I'd probably want to take a drink with it. <laughs> wait, wait. It's not even getting drunk, wait. according to them. Wait. Tenchi. Yes. Like, yes, it's like, wait, wait. I have an idea. No, wait, no idea. Wait, yes, an idea. Idea. idea! What if somebody got swallowed? Are you volunteering? Eh. I might be a bit big. And uh, what would no, being swallowed uh, accomplish other than taking us down a party member? If he well, survives, he could take member. it out from the inside out. That Speaking one. of which, has anyone seen Harm and Carm? Where did that half elf go? <laughs> Suddenly, arrows were the wrong way. What? <laughs> Uh, for the listeners, Paris isn't with us this weekend. He's in Philadelphia. <laughs> He's in Philadelphia because he is a musician and he is performing his music there. Oh, I didn't know that. He didn't tell yeah. us. Yeah. Yeah. He's a chiptune artist. Yep. Sorry, I just had to make a clip about that. Hashtag fuck you, Paris. How about a free plug? You can look up at Durgon88, like everywhere. <laughs> uh, Alright then. So, yeah, um, swallowing a person. One, if they survive. Big if they survive. 
it's probably going to be pretty dark in there, so they're not going to be able to see, and so what they're swinging around trying to attack. I don't think, one, if this thing could ingest somebody, it would probably chew, which would be bad for whoever yeah. uh, volunteers. How big is this thing, man? Big enough to swallow me? Like Cheshire Cat, man. Uh, this thing's got them all. Yeah. He's Well, we don't have to kill it today. What if we feed it something and see how it eats? Here's my thought. Right now, it's groggy. It, yeah. it has not... I've never seen it eat anything. All so of, all it does all is ingest liquid. Yeah, and specifically alcohol. Which is, in and of itself, technically a poison. So, it, so yeah. And we're running I out. I think uh, Vin has a good point there that yeah. poisoning it might not be the best. I think what we definitely want to take advantage. What if, though, instead of poison, we kind of flipped it on its head and laced the ale with dehydrants, like, say, salt, and just shrivel this thing up. Either that or it's just going to get salty. Is the lake a saltwater lake or a freshwater lake? It is a freshwater lake. Okay. That? We could, that but wouldn't it notice and once it took the first couple sips? I, I, at this point, I turn to the elf and I say, so how quickly does it usually down a barrel of ale? Well, we went, we ran through 12 barrels last night. So, the thing hardly takes a breath. It's a thought. It's a thought. But wouldn't he notice that our ale is ale mm -hmm. on the first sip? Depends on problem. if he's even tasting it. He'd yeah. smell it. My, thing, my, my thought is he might be drinking it too fast to even care. That, or he might realize immediately that this is an arrow. At which point, eh, take out the weapons and just start stabbing. I do like stabbing things. <laughs> like, surprise attack is going to be our... Yeah, like, our give him the ale, get in position around him. While he's distracted, pow, and just lay into him. Do any of us have potions? Like, a sleep potion or something? Well... Here's what we could do. If I could have ten minutes to sit down and uh, perform a little bit of a ritual, I could find out if this is a good idea or not. You mean before it or here? Uh, before we, you know, face it. So here. Then. Yeah, here, yeah. yeah. So I got augury as, as a ritual. Last, That's what I'm last week after the mm -hmm. weekly festival, it slept until the middle of the day. So we have plenty of time is what you're saying. I think so. Okay. Hmm. Why not we take this to two levels? We get it with a surprise attack, but also try and hit it with salt. We don't have to get it to drink it. Yeah. Where do you get salt? We don't have salt. Oh, well, that there's a wrinkle. <laughs> so, in that case, we might just... I'd be afraid of collateral damage. Uh, attacking this thing in the middle of town will probably cause it to lash out and attack things around it. However, there's not going to be much of a way of us to drag it out of town and face it on... Unless we drag it back into the water. Uh, into its own element. That's the only direction it can go, and I'm not saying we do it. Can we do a discreet evacuation of town? We can try. If you all are dead set, I'm sure the elders would approve getting everyone out if you all are going to fight this thing. How, how much time do we have left until midday? Well, it supposedly would wake hours, up. a couple hours. We assume... time, I mean, maybe not to get food and supplies out of town, but certainly to get the people. That way we would uh, minimize any sort of uh, uh, living collateral damage. Why don't you get started on that and we'll continue to think about yeah. 
what we're going to do. The elf simply nods and just on the way out the door says, I will personally return him in. Okay. So that's that. That's why it has no meat shields to use against us. And it has no leverage. Yeah. All it can do is throw a tantrum and destroy buildings, which those can be replaced. Lives, a little bit harder to do. I mean, months and gold and materials for buildings, but yeah, 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 good point. A lot more easy to come by than, say, a... A uh, 300-year-old elf. Exactly, yeah. A lot less work involved. (laughs) Exactly. So... And it never is bad to get good karma with a town. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, if we're putting them first and foremost before this big problem, that, uh, that will probably shine favorably in their eyes. But yeah, so unless anyone else wants to do anything, I'm going to go ahead and uh, take my ten minutes to cast Augury to figure out wheel or woe for attacking this thing head on. Go for it. Yeah. So this I, town I'll really has no salt. Break. That's cool. So this town really has no salt? Well, probably not, not, not really have much of a need They probably for it. have, it's, I think it's fair to assume that it's a town of people. It's got salt. But, like, salt for their pork. And they're red meat. And right, they're so enough to cook and cure with. Right. Probably I'm not, not asking pounds and pounds. Of I'm not pounds asking pounds. for pounds and pounds, but I'm asking for like satchels. Okay, so Throw you're talking them. about like salt grenades. Almost, yeah. In a very thinly veiled uh, bag or something, like just small sheet of vellum. It can just be paper out, too. In, yeah. You could also um, you wet your weapons and dip the weapons or sprinkle the salt on the weapons. Well, we're also making the huge assumption that salt's going to do anything to this thing. Yeah. Or so worst does it happen? It doesn't work. Yeah, exactly. At which point, eh. well, if nothing we else, salt steal, uh, stings. Yeah, probably. Mm, I don't know about you, actually, but I've true. gotten salt in the eye before. And that's not fun. <laughs> so I couldn't fish for three days. If it's feasible, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> What you just said just hit me. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, if it's feasible, it's worth a shot. If not, we haven't really lost anything other than time. So, which, I don't speaking have of which, time is kind of of the essence. And though, yeah, by the way, this ritual. That's racist. I don't know to who. But <laughs> My goal is to make you say that at least once per session. Thank you. <laughs> Got it. Um, all right, so what's your question to the Ethros? Um, basically, Wheel of Woe, attacking this thing head-on while it's still asleep. Okay. Um, I forget if I didn't do a roll or anything. I receive an omen from an otherworldly entity about the results of a specific course of action that I plan to take within the next 30 minutes. The spell doesn't take into account any possible circumstances that might be the Augury? Augury, yeah. I think I just tell you. I think it's just a yes or no, yeah. It's just an omen, so kind of open to interpretation as well. Right, no, that's that's the big part of That's the why, reason why I love this spell. It is fun. Divination spells are kind of neat. Look into my crystal ball and see your future. Uh, you receive a wheel and blow. Okay, so... Response. Could work, could be deadly. We have a we have a chance. Well, remember that wheel and low is not neutral answer. Mm-hmm. It's good and bad. Yes. Which, if you want a mathematic, yes, is is neutral, but that means that there's positives and negatives. So we could defeat it, but destroy most of the buildings. 
Or we could, you know, not defeat it and the town stays destroyed, non-destroyed. Yeah. And we die. And we lose. I think the takeaway is that it could go at, if you attack it head on, that means it could go as well as a perfect ambush, no harm to anyone, no one, no lives lost, to no damage caused, to you all die, the, the village gets leveled, and every elf here perishes. Which is why we're evacuating them. Yeah. Which is, yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> so we'll try and buy as much time and wait as long as we can for the evacuation. And at this point, is making like little salt pouches. Sure. To throw. <laughs> sure. Hey, um, it's not the worst idea we've ever had. So after, after you see the augury, a moment later there's mm-hmm. a uh, gentle knock at the door. Mm-hmm. It do, to you, it does not sound like the first knock. That has actually been knocked, or yeah. Oh, I wasn't paying attention. When the when the no, ranger first knocked on the door, she could gauge the difference between this knock and the oh. knock when you all arrive. Okay. Gotcha. All right. Mm-hmm. So different knock. I'm already a little bit on edge, so I'll grab my great sword and whoever's closest to the door and motion them to open it up. Mm-hmm. Yep. And let's say that's Tenchi. Huh? You're the closest to the door. And Bork. Bork? Points her great axe at you and points at the door. Me? Oh, okay. He just reaches over and opens the door. Alright, and in walks in a rather leathery skinned old elf. You immediately recognize him as one of the elves. Yeah. Uh, Put down my great axe. Yeah, great, great axe. And so she, she walks in and is being, you know, uh, escorted by the ranger that said that they would come back. Mm-hmm. And the elf, uh, the elder speaks to the elf in, de- it's elvish, right? Like mm-hmm. it's, most of you guys speak elvish, right? I think you're the only one that doesn't. Yeah, I just kind of give him a blank stare. Do you speak elvish, Bork? Okay, so you two speak yeah. Elvish. So you, you get it's Elvish. It sounds like Elvish. It's just... But you don't understand a fucking word. It's it's like... <laughs> Different dialect. Old Elvish. Right. Okay. Uh, Yay, old Elvish. Yeah, it's like if you wanted to read, like, old Gaelic. Oh, God. It's like... I get it. I, I think I understand. But the, the, the ranger sort of translates uh, in, in common and says that our elder wishes to bless you all and thank you for, for doing this for our town. The commoners and the rangers have been evacuated and are safe. So, should should things happen... Well, they're on the way. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> so, should things happen to our town, we will rebuild, we will restore. But, and we thank you for that. And so, and the ranger like, brings out a box and opens it, and inside is two pairs of shoes. Says, Two separate pairs. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And says these are bo- these are boots that are enchanted with the old ways, the ways of the wood. Hmm. Should you wear them, you will always find your footfalls to be silent, and you will never be caught unawares. Hmm. And she sort of closes the box and hands it to you all, as sort Ooh. of a, a present to thank you for helping us. Yeah. You might die. Here, have these. Right. <laughs> so it's okay. They'll get them back. <laughs> if we wanted to be sneaky, I can. Uh, I, I can be invisible, mm. and I could have tiny little soft. Foot. 
I'm pretty sure you and, and get uh, a bonus you probably get a bonus already. Because you're already small. The, yes, I do that, have a, a stealth bonus already. Yeah. And the elf, the, the elf elder before they leave sort of like makes a gesture. And you guys are familiar with spells. Most of you guys can cast spells. So you know what a, what a, a <laughs> gesture of magic looks like. Mm-hmm. And are familiar that when you make a gesture of magic, that raw magical energy does not appear and follow the fingers and make a glyph. Mm-hmm. That's old magic. That's mm. strong shit. And so this, that's what happens now is that those yeah, symbols she, appear. She in the draws air. this symbol with her hands very whimsically and like draws a circle around it and sort of like blossoms it towards you and so this energy like flows into the room and each of you can feel it like hit you somewhere on your body and there's this like almost like magic like badge. You are all treated as if you've been blessed by the blessed spell for the entire day. Ooh. Okay, what does that do? That blesses that on you skills, get, um, or? A bless d4. Yeah, you get to add a d4 to mm-hmm. all attack rolls and saving throws for the day. Wow. So, like, if I were to roll attack, it would be 1d20 plus a d4? Yeah, yes. so don't roll a d20, roll a d20 and a d4 to your roll. Hell yeah. Well. <laughs> and the other almost... Like sort of very gently nods her head as if to bow if her body would let it. I, I bow I back. Do the same, yes. Yeah. And the ranger escorts the elder out and says, "Do what you can." We will. We'll give them a few evil. minutes to uh, to finish evacuating. We don't want to start anything as they're on the way out. Yeah. Okay. So um, let's talk about these shoes. Uh, I'm sorry. Hold on a second. It was plus one d four on all rolls. On, no, on um, attack and saving throws. Okay. Otherwise, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Usually, doesn't that spell only affect the next one? No. Uh, bless is three targets up to an... Oh, you fucker. Sorry, I just got a text. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ignore that. Yeah. <laughs> and there's our R rating for this episode. <laughs> I mean, it was bound to happen sooner or later. Yeah, if it wasn't him, it was me. I'll talk about this text on the break. It's okay. really specific and kind of stupid. Yeah. Oh, um, God. So, yeah, no, Bless, as a spell in the book, prints that it works for up to a minute, I want to say, maybe maybe ten minutes, I can't remember. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, up to three targets. Oh, and maybe. if you burn extra spell slots, it can target more people. Mm-hmm. But this is old shit. But this is fucking old magic, and so it's it lasts a day, and she doesn't have to be here. Man, this is like uh, D&D 3.5 with extended duration. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> it's old stuff. And by that I mean it's old magic. <laughs> get your 3.5 out of here. It. So, you guys have been blessed by an elvish elder. You guys have been gifted a pair of boots of elven. Feeling time. good. Yeah. Who gets those is the question. Probably the least sneaky should actually have them. Um... That I mean, I don't have bonuses to hide, but my dexterity is high enough to probably make up for some of that. So, we're going to be sneaking up on this thing. And uh, how does coup de gras work in uh, fifth? Or is that even a thing anymore? It is. And uh-huh. when you coup de gras, it's very similar rules to 5 mm-hmm. in which case you perform an attack uh, on something that is mm-hmm. unconscious and unaware and unable to defend itself. And But again, where normally you would deal critical damage, mm-hmm. you do maximum damage. Hmm. So. I think that should be our opener. We just plow into this thing. Uh, get everyone in position around it. The melee is right up on it. 
coup de gras yeah. all at the same time, trying to get as much damage on it as quickly as possible. Are there rooftops and then just start blasting that into it? Certain range people would be able to cast from. Uh, I stand to imagine so, but this thing is in the middle of town, so getting you can't coup de gras with spells. Oh, okay. So if she went back from it anyway, it should no. be range support. Um, and I don't think your melee attack is high enough to. You do. She lot. would not want to be within arm's reach of that thing nah. anyway. So her. Unless I pick her up and toss her onto a building. <laughs> you're assuming you're going to be close enough to a building to toss her. Right. No. Unless you, I you, pick you, her up and jump on top of a no, building. You guys went to the middle of town. Like, yeah, this, this thing is like. It's in the center of town where a festival happened. Like, it's a pretty big open space. Okay. Okay. Could she Eldritch Blast from a building top? Sure. Yeah. Could could she stand? Could you stand next to it, uh, mm-hmm. and then get to a mount, a rooftop in one round of movement? Probably not. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, for me, it might be a little bit more possible. Yeah. For my tiny little legs. I would exactly. carry you. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, so yeah, that. Ooh, I like the coup de gras. I've never yeah. done that one. We did this it's last well. night. Yeah, I know we did. <laughs> that ended so poorly. Well, you're a wizard trying to coup de gras. This yeah. is a different campaign for the other listeners. Yeah, we're running like three different campaigns right now. It's getting well, a little. Guys, we like D and D around here. Yeah, right. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> anyway, so that's my vote. Um, not to sound greedy, but those boots would be best for the, any two of the three meleeists who aren't particularly stealthy. And I'm going to personally say that my dexterity is shit. So and dexterity is is shit. It is yeah. the definition of shit. Yeah. So you would probably be a lot more naturally stealthy than I would. Yes, and, and the I'm, paladin, who's also clinking around heavy armor. Yeah, I've actually got a disadvantage to, to stealth. Now, yeah. let me ask you this: um, Is your god lawfully opposed to, say, sneaking up and doing damage to a uh, helpless enemy? No, because it is destroying this town. Uh, good enough then. <laughs> yeah, wiggle room religion, religion, folks. Yes. It would be very, very reasonable for you to be like, as long as it's about getting rid of bad shit, yeah. no boundaries. Yeah. yeah also, this thing has use... caused plenty of harm, and it needs to be taken care of. Well, are we going to be using this? Yeah, we're probably going to be using this. Yay! Yeah. Uh, for the listeners, we have a battle mat that uh, we're probably going to be using. And of course, the mouse of destruction. Yeah, exactly. I mean... Why not? I'll use it to signify the creature. If it's, nah, that's too big. That's, like, gargantuan size. Alright, so you guys are uh, making your way to the center now? Or um, let's go ahead and don those We're making our way downtown. First. So who you. is, you're getting one of the pairs of boots, he's I'm getting the other. Probably you. you. Me? Oh. So that, okay. purely for the fact that we can use it, hopefully, if they're uh, actually boots of kind, to sneak up on this thing, get within melee range, and then all yeah. on a okay. hand signal of three, coup de gras at the same time. Alright. <laughs> real so, real hero shit. <laughs> you know, attack it when it's asleep. <laughs> Quick, kick it while it's down! Hey! What bonus do I get? It's hmm? a bonus to dex, but what kind of a bonus? Um, that would have to be from the actual item itself. So, uh, what, what exactly do the boots do? And I assume the elf has told us what they do. The boots of Elmkind, I know they make you a little bit more sneaky. They turn you into elves. <laughs> oh, this Maybe. is awfully weird. Where'd my beard go? Boots <laughs> of Elvenkind. While you wear these boots, your steps make no sound, regardless of what you're walking on or across. You also have advantage on dexterity stealth checks that rely upon moving silently. So that just cancels out my disadvantage to stealth. Pretty much. 
You have a disadvantage to stealth? I have a disadvantage to stealth because oh. of my chainmail. Wait, no. what? Chainmail gives you disadvantage? Yeah, it's heavy armor. No, chainmail is medium, I thought. Yeah. Or, I mean, it still goes clink, clink, clink. Well, I'm wearing chainmail. Shit, that probably means I have disadvantage on stealth as well. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, not anymore. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, just on footsteps. Just on what you're walking so, on. Right. So, so It'll still hear your shink, 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 shink. Well... Let's not get super complicated here. Yeah. Unless you wrap yourself in cloth. Oh, hey, we do have a plus so, 1d4. All I'm going to say oh, is that you guys have, on stealth checks, mm-hmm. where sound is the most important part, mm-hmm. like sneaking up on a sleeping person, or a similar situation, you guys don't have disadvantage for your heavy armor. Okay. All right. If you are stealth checking to walk past something mm-hmm. without being seen, mm-hmm. nothing. doesn't help you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so... But where sound is dominant, we yeah. get an advantage. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Alright. And Kuda a full attack? So, like, you could... The attack action. Oh, so then you could still use a bonus. <laughs> or three. Yeah, right. <laughs> yes, please Thank eat you. them. Oh, these things are too good. <laughs> Alright. Are we ready to do this? This might be the last opportunity to say pleasure fighting with you all. Especially you, new person. That's just good Actually, I wouldn't... I've only got the one D4, so I'm going to have to borrow somebody else's. I mean, we all need an extra D4 for this. Oh, yeah. So, Kenny, we typically use D4s to represent our characters on the uh, die. Do you want us to use, like, a D12 or something else instead? Oh, yeah. Another D4. Is this glow in the dark? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's some shit. <laughs> Screw you, I'm still 12. <clears throat> old right. magic. I have a couple of. <laughs> it's old magic. I have a couple more D4s if anyone needs them for bless, so just go One, ahead and two, go. three. Yeah, that drink is unfortunately strong. Oh boy. Hey man, you made it. Our DM's getting drunk. Yeah, DM's drink of choice. Uh, cucumber vodka. Um, Earlier, it was Captain cucumber Morgan's. monster and monster. Cucumber, uh, cucumber vodka, Captain Morgan's uh, cannonball rum, and. Good old I'm really liking the uh, Stone Dry Angry Orchard. It's good. The Hop and Mad's pretty good too. I'm just sticking with good old fashioned beer because I have to wake up in the morning. Wah, wah, wah. Sorry. It's okay. I go to a job where they gave me a raise in the first two months. Hey man, hard to hit that. <laughs> yeah, but how many uh, classes for Monday and Tuesday are canceled? Yeah. Uh, Alright. So, um, let's go ahead and take a quick and uh, quick fiber, okay. and then we'll get into this boss battle. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll be right back. All right. Welcome back. We are resuming. The party is about to engage the Merid in the middle of town. So, I've already made that joke. Damn it. Anyway. <laughs> Can't make the same joke twice. House rule. Yeah, right. Please. Okay. So, all right. Uh, Take a few moments to don the boots of Elvenkind for uh, the two um, louder, not-so-sneaky people and attempt to get up to it and uh, I guess I'm this one. kill take, it to death. Take a few seconds oh, when I get up to it and mm-hmm. place a D4 for Can we do like a different one? Yeah, yeah, sure. Alright, let me yeah. get that back then. Is it really Where's... just a one square or is that just a representation? Who's who? Because yeah. somebody's missing. Good luck yeah, finding that D4 missing. later. Yeah. We'll turn out the lights. It's oh, here. Dark. We got a D4 right there. 
that you can take. Ah! Oh, that's a little oh. bit better. That's a 30 sider, right? No. Yeah, I think 30 is a Damn. I'm pretty sure that, uh, you're going to be way off yeah, to the side. Yeah, no, I'm yeah. going to be, I like, feel like you're going to want to not be on a direct path here. You might want to be over on that side. Before we even engage it, I want, and as soon as I get, I'm guessing we're getting pretty damn close to this thing. So as soon as I get within 10 feet of it, I am going to do my vow of anonymity. Anonymity? That's the water line, by the way. Okay. Oh, it is right there on the water. Oh, boy. Okay, so knowing that, uh, I'm going to elect to put myself on the far side of it so it doesn't have a direct That's access me. to the water. I'm sorry. The direct access to the water. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that way, if it's running into the water, it's taking me with it, whether it likes to or not. I think it'll be fine with that. Yeah, option. I'm pretty sure it will. But at the same time. How long can you hold your breath? Not long. I got oh, a constitution of two, so probably about eh, six rounds, maybe. It's four plus con mod, right? Or you get swallowed, turn it into a submarine, and you're good to go. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So. so Tenshi's got a bunch of like a little pouches on his belt that lo- almost looks like just a string of grenades, but they're just salt pouches. All right. Um, looks like you're more ready to go fight like spirits or something. Yeah. Can right? we leave supernatural out of this, please? That's not a supernatural thing. Fuck that show. Using pre-purified salt. I'm not talking shit about demons, demons. I'm talking shit about (laughs) using purified salts to combat spirits is a classic Classic thing. It's not specifically to them. It kind of likes having a vampire in the heart with a stake. It's just what you do. You draw a fucking circle of salt to keep yourself safety. Safe. Safe. I know what I said. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway. All right, so I've got my my anonymity cast. Your CMMN? Yeah. Um, my Does it have to be aware of you for you to do that? I don't think so. Yeah, well, it it has to be within sli- I have to be within sight of it. I have oh, to be well, able it's to a see slate, it. So yeah, I just I don't know if it has to be aware, aware of, of me. I don't know if that's psyching it out. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, I get that you're mm-hmm. pulling like the Han and Karn like eyes on you. Yeah. I don't know if like. Him being scared so. of you as a part of that. Like, I know it's yeah. not necessarily frightened as a status effect, but I don't okay. know if it's or not. Well, if it is, then I'm going to do something else before it wakes up. Bow of... Oh, enmity, not anonymity. Yeah, no, it's just a really silly word. Bow of anonymity. It is. You know how hard it is for me to speak, so just... As a bonus action, you can utter a vow of enmity. 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 Pissing people off <laughs> against a creature you can see within ten feet of you, using your channel divinity, you gain advantage on attack rolls against the creature for one minute or until it drops to zero hit points and falls unconscious. So yeah, it, mm. it it's just a near line assignment. Uh, yeah, so it, it actually would do nothing for you right now because it, it is currently unconscious. unconscious. Okay, well then. Yeah. Well, yeah, but it still lasts for that amount of time. True, true. Um, to capitalize on that amount of time, you should probably cast it as soon as it wakes up. Okay. Well then. So. Also, uh, I assume we're being kind of quiet, but we're Yeah. <laughs> oh, roll stealth. Yay. You and probably I... not so much, because you're going to be... Yeah, she's going to be a ways away. And um, plus is saving throws, not uh, skill checks. Correct. Right? Bummer. What do we got? Oh, okay. <sighs> oh, shit, my dex is a minus one. I got a ten. Okay. Four. Four? Nine. <laughs> Wow, how am I the stealthiest? So you, your guys' footfalls are 
silent and quiet. Um, but you are walking in water. Okay. Oh, this shit. thing is, is surrounded Sheesh. in a pool of water. Oh, okay. Great. It just sort of like seems to seep mm-hmm. water. Okay. Interesting. And so water is coming from it. And move all of your characters a few feet away from it. Like a square away. Up a square. Yeah. When you get the first of you to step into that water, wakes it up. Attack, attack! <laughs> so, well, it just kind of like sits up and wipes its face and goes, ah, more tithings. Hello. Is it actually looking at any one of us specifically? Or is uh, it just like staring upward? It's It puts its back towards me on, on the map, uh-huh, so uh-huh. it can see all three of you. Oh, okay. And, and I it has, has this fish eye thing going on, yeah, yeah right? Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> Look at me. God, I wish I had something smart to say that I'm for this. But, um... What's a tithing? <laughs> nope. I'm so taking I'm, it. I can't help you guys, right? Um, you can help. You can... But I'm like... You're within spell range, I bet. Yeah, for sure. Right, but not within... Earshot. Earshot. Yeah, you Absolutely. 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 Okay. No. Yeah. Let me just ballpark and say you're 30 or so feet away. Did we yeah. walk up with our weapons drawn because we were attempting to coup de gras? So it probably sees that we've got we're we're geared out. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and say I not know. exactly, and then I I'm just gonna, gonna attack it. You on this? <laughs> <laughs> All right, initiatives. Yeah. Oh wait, I need an extra d20. Hold on. Nat twenty. Nice. I need an extra d20. This one's very unlucky, but if you want it, you can have it. It's okay. I take the higher of the two. Okay. <laughs> this one's fairly lucky if you want. That. Doesn't wow. make me any happier at all. Here, so fuck take it. the luckier one. Right. Uh, slightly luckier than that one. <laughs> I mean, the higher one was eight, so... Sixteen. All right, first, Ogden. Yeah, got a 20, but actually 19, but net 20. <laughs> fuck off. Sixteen. Tenchi. Uh, twelve. Vin. Sorry, no, eleven. Eleven. Yet again, Ogden's the first one to go. This doesn't make any sense. No, it's not. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, shit. Damn. Yeah. So I would go before Vim. Yes, because my dexterity score is higher. <laughs> Sorry. What's your next? Is it 16 and 16? Well, I'm a monk. Huh? What's yours? No, mine is, um, his is higher. Yeah. Because okay. I'm a monk. I have to have my dex around blocked. You pretty much. Because you don't wear armor. <laughs> I monk choose armor. not to wear armor. But can monks wear armor? Imagine light, if anything. I think they, they can, can wear to wear light. But if they do, they lose their unarmored defense. Which is... That's kind of paramount to the class. So, yeah, they don't wear armor. It's sca- <laughs> And considering it scales with my uh, yeah, the dexterity. Only, the only way wisdom. you would get more AC by wearing armor, by not wearing armor as a monk, is if you were playing now. At which point you're kind of... You take an armor penalty. Or is that still a thing in, in fifth? Not numbers, but you get disadvantage on stone rolls and stuff. Oh, so yeah, fuck every bit of that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So he goes, Ah, a fight you want it is. Well, then a fight you will have. Let's see how you swim. And he will float about 30 feet up in the air and raise his uh, wimpy hands, and the tide rolls in. About 20 feet. You guys are all up to your chest. Or Wait, higher. In their the... chests? Don't be a... You know what the fuck I mean. Alright? 
No, because up to my chest, he's underwater. I understand that, but... See, okay. I'm also the closest to no, the water, no, no, so no, up no, to no, my no, chest. No, 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 You get to pick your height within a reasonable range, okay. but you're still a medium creature. Okay. So I'm using the language because it's easy to say up to your chest, but my, what I'm trying to tell you as, as a player is that all of you are equally handicapped by the rising water. Okay. Um, yes. Except me? You're no. not in the water. You, no, no. you are still in the water. Oh. But you're. But what I'm saying is, due to the gradient of the land, twenty feet of rise to tide is going to be up to here on you, just as much as it's going to be up to here on them, because you're much farther away from the coast. Okay. So everyone's quite submerged. Uh, Do I'm going to move the pencil lines up for the shoreline? No, leave it there because this is okay. this is not a permanent thing. Okay. And so, just so you guys have a reference. Um. So yeah, everyone is in is 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 in some amount of water, and then uh, he, after raising the water, uh, he will create a whirlpool about five feet deeper from the original coastline. Can you put that dime right around where I'm pointing, closer to you? Yeah, and. That's the center of the whirlpool, and right. it's, mm-hmm. it's going to pull, it's going to cycle even the water you're standing in. It's, it's a big deal. And uh, all of you are going to be pulled 10 feet closer to it, depending upon the strength save. Yay! <laughs> Keep in mind, this is a save. We have a plus four because of the bless. So, yes. goody. No, we get a plus one d4. Oh my god. Not good. Way. Very bad, in oh, fact. Okay. <laughs> Net 20. Hey, hey, you're fine. I'm going to drink 11 <laughs> plus... Uh, 4, <laughs> 15, 18? All right, I'm going to go around. That's not what even do you got? <laughs> So, what do you got? Five. Okay, more. Enough. Over 20. 24 plus, plus, strength. plus 3. So, 27. <laughs> got him. Uh, meanwhile, the dwarf blah 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 blah. Uh, attention, uh, 18. 18? Mm-hmm. Okay, and eight. Ben? Eight. Alright, so the two of you are going to get pulled 10 feet closer to the epicenter. Which puts me in the epicenter. Right, and you're 10 feet closer, so you're probably like not touching the ground anymore. Um, oh, diagonal. Oh, uh, towards it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and all of you are going to. Um, Actually, if it's a world take, wouldn't I move diagonal as well? Or do I just move straight center? center. Okay. All right. It's this way. I'm right. not, this way. you know, I complicated the battle. Just, just, come sick on, come on. Fuck. Yeah. We're not physicists. This time. Everyone in the water takes two damage, Oof. and you take Boy. an extra two damage. All right. So everyone getting pulled and torn at by this rampaging whirlpool that just appeared out of nowhere, because uh, fucking water, uh, is getting tossed about, and you're getting the brunt of it. And that is going to be his turn. <laughs> yeah. And I think I just like, swallowed a fish. And it's now your turn. <laughs> <more> of a <laughs> fish. <laughs> it is now my turn. Crap. Uh, so... 
Is this going to impose a penalty on my concentrations to cast spells? Because I'm not going to be able to reach this thing otherwise. <laughs> um, not to do it. Okay, so in this case, I think I will go ahead and cast Spiritual Weapon as a bonus action and concentrate on it for the next minute to create a Spiritual Warhammer that clubs him. So, and I, does that confer the uh, bless bonus, or is it just... No. Okay. So in that case... Oh, bummer, that's not going to hit. Um, that's a grand total of my wisdom bonus... Ten. That's not gonna hit. Yeah. All right. So, hammer of force comes down, misses. Because let's face it, I am kind of just swirling around. It's like oh, there and no. Kind of gnashed. All right. So that's a bonus action. Can I use my movement action to try and swim out of it? Absolutely. All right. Is this gonna be another strength or? No, it's just difficult terrain. Oh, so does that move half speed? And I got twenty-five. Half a twenty-five. We have to round down to ten. All right. Twelve. So. I'm out! <clears throat> and hey, actually, does that put me within range of it? No, it's 30 feet in the air. Oh, yeah, right, about that. Um, can I uh, use a dash action to go another bit of the way? Uh, didn't. Was the bonus, action. bonus action. Bonus yeah, action. Yeah, you can dash. Hey, Hayden, so let's the, uh, get myself extra... a little bit further away from the whirlpool. In case where's I the extra player's back. handbook? Um, I got it right down here. Okay. I'm gonna look up jumps. Okay. I would try. <laughs> Actually, this is probably very good for you. <laughs> Considering what I All right, can do. So, yeah. I can do very much nothing. So, that's my turn. And we are at Bork. It's 30 feet in the air. From the ground. From so, the ground. maybe more like 10, 15 feet from the water. Oh, okay. So, well, am I... I'm not floating, though, so it it's still... I'm asking, like, what the distance would be if I moved up. Because I've got a ranged up, weapon. If you would be 30 feet underneath it and 10 feet underwater. Okay. Meanwhile, there's this little dwarven hedge cap bobbing away from the whirlpool. All right, well, I definitely want to concentrate, try to concentrate, and uh, put Bane on it. Okay. So that it has to it do the... Work. Yeah. It's got... Passes. So, I don't think it does anything then. Nope. Alright. Um, I can't hit it, because it's too far away. I've what got now? a ranged weapon, but it can only go 15 feet. That would be a really good time to have a ranger. Where did that coward go? Alright. <laughs> you guys had a ranger? Which one? The one we let evacuate, or the one that didn't show up today? Hey. Uh, which one's which depends on your political affiliation. Oh! Got him. <laughs> All right. Um, God. I guess um, I'm going to. What is the action called? We talked about it today. Oh, in terms of mechanics, in order to help somebody, do you have to be right next to them? Yeah. Okay. Great. I'm gonna ready my action because I can't really do. All right. What are you going to prepare yourself? What are you working? Oh, I have to actually classify it. Um, if he. Gets within range. I need to be within at least 15 feet of him to be able to throw a javelin. So, really? Yeah, it's only 15. No. 15 feet. On that though, you've already used a, an attack action oh. or a standard. So I can't even ready. Right. Okay. You could ready a move action. That's all you have left, right? No, you can't ready. 
Okay, because I've already done something. Ready is is an action. Oh. All right. Never mind then. Yeah. So you could move. But if I move any closer to him, yeah, out of the water. Yeah, I guess. Because the water gave us damage. How far away is the edge of the water, though? Like, if I moved, would I even be able to get out yes. of the water? Yes, yeah, you you would. You'd be able to... At the same time, I'd be farther away from him and... That burns at you, I'm sure. So... Come down here, you fool! This guy isn't actually in the water, though. No, right? he's above it. Yeah. I am above the water! I mean, the law! You coward! I spit at I am him. above you, mortals. I have a lightning. So yeah. I want to electrocute all of my, my party. Oh, right. Paladin is after Monk. I can help him. Yeah, I can't really do much, so... Are you going to move it up? No, because I don't... I, I want him to get closer. Okay. So you're so, just going to stand there waiting for your chance. I, yeah, I'm just going to stand there yelling profanity at him. Okay. <laughs> Tension, you're Sounds up. like fun. Okay, uh, I'm going to spend a key point. Boing! He's got to Super Mario this shit. Yep. And I have to move ten feet and then make my jump action, and it doubles my jump distance for a turn. Now, you said jump action. Right. Is that taking the place of your action? Can you attack after you make that jump? I think jumping is actually part of the move action. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, I think that, that it is. Yes. Right. Uh, so I can technically still attack, but yeah. I have to get up there. Right. Yeah, smack his ass so down. It's yeah. Bring him to my blade! I imagine my falling all like... Right? Yes. You know, so you uh, wait, to... let me double check that for you. Uh, it, you spend one key point to take the disengage or dash actions as a bonus action or in turn and yeah. jump your distance, so... So, yeah. Yeah, that's my bonus action. So you that's won't fair. be able to punch three times, but you can... Doesn't jump. matter, I can still try and you grab You can do on. a nice little two-hit combo in the air. Yep. Pop, pop. <laughs> okay, so... Fighting games, man. It's so good. Uh, three plus my strength modifier if you move at least ten feet on foot, so... Strength modifier of... You didn't two. move that on foot. No, you didn't. He moved up. He's... You uh -huh. said I'm up to my chest. Yeah, and if you're going underneath him, you're going deeper. How deep is it from here to here? Well, it's about that feetage. Five feet. So it drops an additional ten feet? Almost. I'm going to let you do the jump, but I'm going to say that you're you're not going to get like any charge bonuses or anything. Like, you can make the jump. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's all yeah I'm not going to get charge bonuses, but it's move at least ten feet. Yeah. No, no, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. Because it doesn't does it does it say on foot? Uh, on foot immediately before the jump. That's yeah, fine. Okay. You're a dolphin. Go for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so three plus four. five. Yeah. I see you just like running and then just like spring from uh, the fucking bottom of this. Are you gonna make me? Let, are you gonna let me make and a uh, nice, athletics like, check to get? Yeah. Like, so are you gonna let me add my athletics to it or no? To what? For, for the check to see if I can actually get up there. Uh, uh, Dan might allow you to make a strength athletics check to jump higher than you normally can. Do you need to be able to more than double your jump height to get there? I mean, I'm trying to get up as high as I possibly can. So What's, any, what's double your jump height here? Double my jump height here is... Because that's what you're... Four times two because of Fleet on the Wind. So eight is my current. Okay. So oh, you 16. only can jump your strength mod? Strength plus... Oh, sorry, three, so ten total. Yeah, so if you're 20. jumping ten feet out of the water... Ten, twenty, actually. Yeah, then you absolutely can reach him. Clobber. 
Okay. Bring him to my blade. Hulk smash. So I'm actually going to, as my attack action, attempt to grapple him. Okay. Because it's about the only thing I'm going to be able to do. <laughs> Go for it. Get him in a full Nelson. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Uh, 20 total. Got him. Yeah! Fucking Suck on that. Fucking doom. <laughs> yeah. For those of you listening, our uh, DM just rolled a two. Yeah, because anti grapple. <laughs> I don't roll anything to hurt people. Apparently not. Except, unless, you know, last time. Unless hurting my own characters. <laughs> like, I always critical my own characters with NPCs. I fucking hate it. So, so, yeah. You have him grappled. Do you want to try and bring him to the ground somehow? Uh, I don't know how I would do that. I've used my bonus action. I've used my attack action. I've technically moved. Um, yeah, but, like, like if you're holding on to him and your action is to grab him, mm-hmm. you can move him a little. Like, if you want to, like, try and drag him down. Sure. I mean, uh, as, you know, height of the jump passes, um, am I ta- have I jumped high enough to grab onto his neck? Yeah, yeah, like you're like on his chest. Okay, I'm actually going to try fish. and like just epic suplex powerbomb yeah, him back yeah. to the ground. Yeah, you, you do that and pull him ten feet down out of the air. He's barely above the water. So the way I imagine this going is there's a water spout with his ass fir- planted firmly in the center of it and he's just like levitating no, above no, the ground. No, 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 he's no, just levitating. Uh-huh. And you just see this oh, really so tall not human. Of water no, he's not attached to the water at all. Oh, well, shit. Yeah, he's just floating up there and you just see Tenchi... Fly out of the water like some sort of mad dolphin man. <laughs> Grab him dolphin. by the neck, and it looks like he's about to power bomb. Oh, him. by the way, now that you're this close to him, it, he reeks of alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> Consequently, you are covered in alcohol. Wouldn't be a first. Oh my god, he's gonna have to make four two saves if he gets a contact. Uh, drunk. Only if I'm drinking it. <laughs> no, no. Keep your mouth closed. Yeah. <laughs> Don't right. inhale. Um, then you're up. On a completely right. separate note, is there such things as a were dolphin? Because that would be amazing. No. That's <laughs> <laughs> the dumbest. Well. Yes, it is. Better than a were I know. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with Eldritch Blast. Same good. Because I have two attack spells. So. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to do... Hey, you rolled maximum on the d4. I'm going to do lucky, and I get to re-roll... Um, the d20. Hey, yeah, and attack ability yep. or saving throw. Do I have to re-roll this one too? No. Okay. You specifically don't. Nice. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, listeners, we got a we got a two and re-rolled it and upgraded it to a three. Yeah, that is fifty percent better. Could have been worse. Could have been a one. <laughs> uh, no, so I've got a seven. Right. No. Yeah. Uh, wait. Plus. Um. Your charisma, right? To hit? My plus eight, I believe. Eight or nine. Jesus what? Christ! How? Because it's my... It's your proficiency plus your charisma. What's my proficiency plus Should be a two, two yeah. and my charisma is... Oh, it's plus five. Yeah. So, still okay. to hit, right? Twelve. Yeah. No, I'm afraid not. No. Oh, really close. So. Still. Do it again better. better. <laughs> Don't worry, you'll do better next time. You'll roll a, tw- you'll roll a 25 You've already next done time. more than I have. I just went... Spirit weapon! Fuck! No, I'm calling the Or just get mad at him. I am angry. Come down here and let me hit you. So I'm actually kind of like... So... Oh, and I'm going to no. use my action to uh, move away. Yeah, sure. Um, it's rough terrain. I think I do like you have to move five. Five, yeah. so. 
What's it do? Uh, it is going to go, no, no, no! Like, like pull away from the water and reach over its shoulder that you're, like, pushing it down and, like, throw a spell and cast Destroy Water and destroy a ten cubic feet of water there. And that disrupts the whirlpool and the whirlpool ceases. Remove that token. Yeah, I thought the ball cap would be slightly yeah. more appropriate. And so obviously the water <laughs> is going to take a res- huge recession from that sudden chunk of water being disappeared. What? It doesn't want to be submerged? <gasps> and throw its <gasps> No, I thought of something amazing. It's going to throw its so other bad. hand onto your chest and produce a jet of water. Do I get a resistance? Oh, yeah. Uh, safe to this? Uh, make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, fuck. This yeah, is a saving throw. You get a plus 1d4. Uh, Add your d4. No, but my proficiency is actually going to be pretty good. Two, that's so that's seven plus... Well, <laughs> so 12? Not fan. God damn. Alright, so, so I'm actually above him at this point. Yeah, you're gonna take 66. What the what? shit? Did it, just, did it just use hydro pump on him? I think it actually just turned into a water cutter. I'm, I'm fucking dead. Mom, get the camera. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm fucking dead. I did it. I rolled damage. This Holy shit! Yeah! Take 26 damage, asshole! I am very dead! <laughs> As our mom just go Unconscious. No, I'm pretty sure there's a hole in my chest. <laughs> and you're blasted 20 feet into the air. Oi! <laughs> Why? Why have you forsaken me? Look, look what I did! I did it! I rolled damage! <laughs> Congratulations! <laughs> Oh, this is this is years of pent up ones and threes on damage rolls, man. This is this is fifteen fireballs that I did seven damage with. Like, oh, I'm sorry that this has happened to you, but I feel so good. I'm glad someone feels good about this. <laughs> oh. Okay. For the record, this is now the second time in two sessions that I've I'm gonna die. Hey, guess what? You have two people that can heal. Yeah. So yeah. you guys see him trying to pull him down into the water almost, and he gets shot up into the air and flops Oops. into the water. Where does he flop? Face up. Yay! All right, but blah, where? Blah, blah, blah. Uh, go ahead and take him 10 feet that direction and take a death failure from the contact damage from the ground. Because it is ground. I landed right there. <laughs> sure, show him five feet down. All right. And that's all. That's all dry ground ground now. Oh, okay. So and the merit is only ten feet above the ground. Are we still hampered movement though? Yeah. Okay. Great. Okay. So as far as healing goes for these two, are they able to revive me with a spell? If you receive magical healing, you are put to whatever they heal you. But you are still unconscious. Okay, and they just have to wake me up. But you don't have to make death saves anymore. Yes. They just have to wake me up. Tenchi, Tenchi, wake up, wake up, wake up. Wake you up inside. Snake me up. Can't wake up. Save me. That uh, animal video. It's so cute. <laughs> All right, so that's that's his movement. He's going to float the rest of the way down to the driver. Okay. Yeah, sure. Ogden. Well, um, one of my party members is down, and uh, so he he's within melee range of me, right? Yeah, you could you could go up and melee him now. I'm gonna allow my uh, spirit weapon to do that. With a grand total of a 13, it's probably not gonna hit. Wait, it's plus my. Uh, do I get to add my proficiency bonus to that attack? It's a spell, right? I don't know. Check the spell. 
By the way, for those of you listening, and if you're going to play D&D 5, those spell cards are totally worth the investment. Yeah, you can Just buy spell, spell decks online where every single card is a separate spell. tells you the components to cast the spell, uh, the timing to cast the spell, and a thorough description of what the spell is pretty much ripped straight from the player's handbook. If you're going to play a spellcaster, or if you're a DM, and you want to be like the best person ever to your group, uh, buy the cards. They're really great. Uh, so does yeah. that make a melee spell attack? Then yes, you definitely... Oh, okay, well in that case, that makes that a 15. Yeah, you hit it. Oh, right, great. And it does a d8 plus my spellcasting uh, modifier. Mess him up. Fuck him up, babe! Yeah, it's seven damage. Okay. Yeah! You I hope. Finally. Thunk. So, and I am going to explicitly run past him oh, to sorry. run over to, uh, to our downed monk mm-hmm. and smack him with a healing surge. Okay. Or and by that I mean cure wounds. Sure. <laughs> I just imagine you like just like yeah. I see. I see your hand and be like, get him. <laughs> Heal. Pretty much. That that landed crooked. Let's try that again. The dragon figurine caught it. He's healed for five damage. I am completely okay with that. You're at five and unconscious. It's better than being unconscious yeah, and dead. Yeah, it's better than a failed death save and more on the way. Oh, yeah, so, you can erase that death save now because yeah. it's... Uh, I'm alive. Well, it stays until a long rest. Oh, oh it does? Well. Yeah. Okay. It's still there. And so you can't just get up and drop and get up and drop. Yeah, yeah makes sense. It makes that scary. What are you doing? <laughs> Make, turn him into a yo-yo. Up and down, and up and down, and up and down. Let's and be walk fair. That's what I've been doing. Yeah, pretty much. But hey, you've been real scary. And that's why they keep using their big attacks on you. Congratulations, your monk is the biggest threat. Congratulations. Well, he's certainly the tallest. Literally the biggest threat. <laughs> Y'all need some height. Yeah. Alright, it is Bork's turn. Alright, well... Bork him up! I am going to do my vow of an eminent Right. <laughs> I'm an eminent Hey, you got to write this down. I think I did. Yeah. Yeah. Are you serious? She rolled two sixes on two d20s. Did you add the d4? I still don't think it's going to... It's going to make a world of difference. One. All right, right, so six, that's ten, and that's fifteen. That's a hit. So... Clutched it out. (laughs) All right. Nice. So Fucking hashtag blessed. Literally. Pretty much. Actually. Actually yeah. blessed. Where it matters. It, the spell is called blessed. <laughs> <sighs> and that is 11 damage. Oof. Nice. Get him. <laughs> so nice. our half worker's now so. foaming at the mouth from anger <laughs> trying to hit this thing. It's like, <laughs> yeah, bitch. That's a pretty, pretty, pretty big blow. And so when you cut through his gelatiny, watery body, a slit opens. Which is, if it was you know filled with blood and gore, it'd be pretty macabre. But there's something that just you see, and I want you to make a perception check. I am not using you. Where is my actual Literally right in front of you. Yeah, the other one. Okay, there we go. The other, other one. The other one. Perception, you said? Yes. So what do I add to that? Or no? Your uh, charisma. Charisma. Wait, no, that's performance. I'm sorry. Perception is wisdom. Okay, so plus one. One. Uh, 18. So this is something that just you see. You see for a glimpse a face in his midsection. Probably a body attached to it, but you just see, like, the face and head. Do it's I notice if wide. it... <laughs> it, seems, it seems to have its eyes closed like it's sleeping. Okay. So maybe being swallowed wasn't a bad idea. Just saying. Okay. And it is not elven. It's not... It's not it's elven. It's not human or elven. 
I mean, there's still plenty of times that you'd like to volunteer. I'm as blue skin. Okay. I'll throw you in. So you see that. All right. Don't throw me, please. For just a moment. Yeah. And then the flap kind of closes a little bit. Right, and it's just that amber. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to dig him out. <laughs> Not now. <laughs> Not now. <laughs> uh, Tenchi, make a constitution saving throw. Fucking no what? <laughs> no mods. Just it's 19. Okay, you wake up. Boing! <laughs> wakey, wakey! <laughs> Welcome back uh, to the land of living. Now go kill things. Not today, death. Not again. Okay. Oh, yeah. For the record, that's twice. <laughs> but who's counting? You're, I am. You're going to get like a belt and just knock it, notch it every time you almost die. <laughs> Some brain damage right there. Nah. Uh, to be fair, I think I came with that. <laughs> so what's your turn then? And the brain damage. Okay, so uh, I'm going to use the... Uh, and the brain damage. I'm going to use... I guess I have to sacrifice my movement speed to stand up. Thought you used 10 feet of movement speed. 10 speed to move up. So uh, Ooh, That's a nice mechanic. Yeah. I like that. Good. So I'm going to use another... Five, five to get over to, to get over, And I guess oh, that puts me in can, range. Can you move uh, your character? Yeah. Center him on a square. Yeah, so all through, all eight of those squares around him are touching. Can you move your character to touch him? Because you don't have reach. Yeah. Okay, I wasn't sure how big he was. He ostensibly takes up a single space. He's a large-sized creature. So okay. He's only large. And uh, as penitence for hitting me with what was essentially a, a water The bidness. The bidness end of a water cannon. Um, I'm going to fuck up his day. Right. So yeah. let's going to do... So roll the attack, and then I'm going to land... Fury of those. Just roll it all, dude. Okay. Uh, if you're going to Fury and extra punish, just throw it all. And add a d4 to all of those. Hold on. The fuck fell off the table. Anybody got one more d4? Yep. Sweetness. Now. d4 for my food. I'm, yeah, I'm going <laughs> to accord those to the dice. I like that. Yeah. Okay. So, 20 total. Hit. 18 total. Hit. 15 total, Hit. and that wasn't even including my bonuses. Yeah, no, that's all hits. So, yeah. God, those good. Thank you, everyone. Jeez. Monks, man. Uh, yep, it's, and it's, it's small damage. D4 dice, but it's, it's lots of. Fuck, I need D4s again. <laughs> Sorry. I forgot. <laughs> I have to roll damage with D4s. Really? Yeah, uh, D4 for punch damage. They, so, monks don't get the ability to make it lethal damage with their fist? No, it's lethal damage, yeah. it's just a D4. Huh. But I get and that die yeah. grows to a d6 and to a d8 later in level. Yeah, and oh, it's all well, plus three, shit. so yeah. it's six, four, five damage. Plus your dex. No, that that was including my dex. Okay, I, so I calculated total is what? Six, four, so t that's twelve. No, that's eleven. And this is high school. Man. Fifteen. Sorry. Listening. Yeah, I'm sorry. I wasn't it's great at math. Time? Fifteen total. Okay. I'm not great at math, so you know. So if you're listening at home, please feel free to check my math. Right. Yeah. Just Since they can't see the dice. Send, send, put a comment on this web zone, and I'll send you a pizza roll amount equal to the math that you were correct while you were wrong. I will send you a pizza roll for the difference. Retroactively, that they didn't do enough damage and the monster's still alive, and we'll revisit it. No. Hashtag Frodo can't need, count. I probably can't. I need to play a handbook again. Hashtag math is hard. Flurry of blows has some interesting side effects. So, yeah. So hashtag go. it's a pound sign. I'm going to pound the next person who says hashtag. Right. <laughs> I ignore hashtags. Yeah. 
Instagram. I'm agnostic towards them. They may exist, but I don't. I do not. I'm agnostic care that they to do. hashtags. That's fucking great. Uh, on movement key, flurry blows. Try to keep the hashtags on my Instagram posts under ten. Do. Ten uh, still a lot. Must see it on a dexterity. Yeah, kind of ridiculous. Or ten characters. Ten hashtags. Boo. Mm. Uh, oh my gosh. I said keep it under. Okay, because I hit with both flurries, I can actually take bo- uh, two of them because each one has its own effect. But you did flurry of blows them twice. You no, but each blow of my flurry of blows connected. Right, but not all three of those attacks uh, are from flurry, flurry of blows. Only one of them is. Uh, uh, you can play when whenever you hit a creature with one of your attacks granted by a flurry of blows. Right, I think that doesn't. What scale. I'm saying is that you have your attack from your attack action. Yeah. Your bonus attack from unarmed combat. For, or whatever it's called from being a monk. Yeah. Whatever that feature's called. And then a third punch from Fury of Blows. No, Flur- Fury of Blow- Flurry of Blows is the bonus action. So yes. instead of taking... So you're hitting once with Flurry of Blows. He's the DM, man. He's been doing this longer than you. It's just wording so strange. Another well, book you, came out, guys. Yeah. Just so you know. Uh, I'm fairly certain that you get extra Flurry of Blow punches later, which is why it's worded that way. I don't... No, because the way it works is that I can make the extra attack as my bonus action, or I can take the bonus action, spend the key point, and make two attacks instead for a total of three. Oh, while this uh, argument's going on, Ogden takes out his ale and starts drinking. Hold on, pause. We have to figure out the rules of combat here, people. Well, if you're yeah. taking an ale, can I take another swing at this thing? Sure. <laughs> so Actually, the wording of it, it sounds I like I can put oh, two so effects. You, you're actually attacking him four times. But I made this statement last time, and you said no. It's only going to be either two or three. I hope that's honey that I'm petting down there. Yeah. So okay. when you so from martial arts, when well, you use the attack action, maybe an unarmed strike or a monk weapon on your yeah, turn, she's right in you can take, you can make one yep. unarmed strike as a bonus action. Right. But and I can either use that bonus. Check me out. And then flurry of blows under the key says immediately after you take the attack action, you can spend one key point to make two unarmed attacks. Uh, unarmed strikes as a bonus. So, if you used a key point, you made two attacks with flurry blows. Right. So it's oh. two, not three. Right. I didn't take the bonus attack. I took flurry blows instead. Right. Mm-hmm. So we're both you, wrong. You get two flurry blows triggers, not three or one. Right. No, that's what I was saying. For each hit from flurry of blows, so because it hit twice. I understand. How many times did you I thought you were saying three. three. Okay. No. 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 Then he rolled. So I get yeah. two effects from Flurry Blows because they both hit. Right. Huh. So uh, he Look needs to make a uh, dexterity oh, saving throw right. against uh, plus five proficiency bonus plus one modifier. Fat fish person's not So against a total of twelve. Yeah. He failed it. What's it happened? Uh, he is knocked prone and against a strength of the same amount. Failed it. He goes back 15 feet and is knocked prone. What okay. did you do that for? Because now he's knocked prone 15 feet away from me. In I'm about water. to pile drive this. No, he goes that way. Oh, okay. So he goes there. Good yeah. girl. Because he's moving across me, do I get an attack of opportunity? No. No. That's not a thing. But keep in mind, I just sent this Wait, that's pretty awesome. large fish it's person thing, but flying. Because he's been, he's been sent <laughs> Okay, you have to choose. Or, yeah. Okay. So... Have you ever tried to hit somebody who's been not physically propelled past you and not just running past you? It's so now probably not easy. There's Tenchi there with this very angry look in his eyes. 
with like a bruise on his chest that's already purple and just standing there with an open palm and going it's a little bit of like covered in water so it's like yeah kind of like, oh, <laughs> like I'm just raging hot yeah. Mugs my friend Thanks. Try Eldritch Blast again. Get him, Jay. Try. Also, anybody want popcorn? I'm actually pretty good from the. Uh, I'm good for now. Yeah. yeah. I'll pop it later then. Because uh, I got. After I got a bit more whiskey in me, I'm sure I'll want some. You'll want anything after 13. some more whiskey. Absolutely. Yeah, oh, thank God. Okay. Ooh, put you, put you, put you, put you. This thing has an impressively low AC considering. How intimidating it looks. It's a caster, not a melee person. Uh, well, it hasn't died yet, so. <laughs> nah, not after what I just did to it. I mean, bear in mind, it also just one shot somebody. True, but he was within, like, you know, groping distance. I was him. groping distancing him. I was going to rip him down. Yeah! Whoa! God damn! Nice! Max damage on an Elder's Blast. Yeah. Plus bonus. Make a perception check. Oh, what? You were just so needy. By the way, talking to the dog, not the player. Although, sometimes they can be too. One or the other? Four. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm you, far away. Yeah, you, put a, you put a hole in it for a second. Look cool. Cool. You're like, man, that's awesome. And I was like, ew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Q loses a second level spell now. Initiative spell. gets reset. What? Oh. I know, honey. You love We're me very, very much, but I don't have anything for well, you. Well, right no, no, you're not re-rolling. Just oh. the order is oh. is exhausted. We're going back to the top. You know, there's a variable to re-roll initiative every yep. single round, which is just way too much bookkeeping. Yep. It's not just way too much bookkeeping. It's not fair. True. That that's one of the downsides I don't like about Shadowrun is after every so often you have to re-roll initiative. Every so often is one thing or another, but every single round, round? Yeah. no. That's, that's think, not uh, fun. Yeah. I think. Uh, oh, fuck it. What is it? Uh, all flesh must be eaten, so like that. Mm-hmm. Alright, so is it its turn or Ogden's turn first? It is its turn. Yep, and then your turn, then my turn. Mm-hmm. We're actually going this way. It's a yeah. little funky. It's it's kind of cool. I dig yeah. It. It's a little oh. funky. Around the table was the gesture made. Yeah, right. clockwise, uh, no yeah. less. Because <laughs> we're perfectionists. Yeah, yes, right. we are. <laughs> it is going to take both of its finny hands and put them together and point it towards Bork and just... Gout this jet of water. Make a dexterity yes. saving throw. Whoops. It's just your dexterity yeah. modifier bonus. It's doing it from prone? Does it take a disadvantage to that? Uh, no, but the DC has been adjusted. Oh, okay. Alright. Don't let me down, dice. You let, let me down. down, dice. <laughs> What's, What's the total? Three. Ah. <laughs> You don't I have a dex bonus, do I you? I don't have a dex bonus. Oof. 66 it is. You might be able to survive this. Mm. Just saying. I know if your I hit point pool. 66. Well, she has 32 hit points. Okay, that's, that's 20. No, I just need you to roll 4 6s again. How the hell do you have more hit points than I do? I don't know. <laughs> so I may be dead? 21 damage. Oh, I'm not dead. So maybe you rolled low. Possible. Or not 20 feet away and prone. Oof, that's I mean, I hurt. 15, 20. But you pretty much made me really pissed. <laughs> whatever doesn't kill, whatever no. doesn't kill me, only it better run. God. How far right. am I actually to him now? It's 20 10. feet away. Or, well, actually, 25 no, now. Yeah, well, 25? More than 25. Yeah. He knocked it's it, like, 10 feet past us. 15. So. So it'd, be it'd be 10, 5, 25... 
Our diagonal tree is five feet sure. in this game. Okay, great. 30. So each one's each one's five. 40, 45 above, 45 feet away from them. Your movement speed, I think, I think is, is, more, is normal. It's, it's a little bit off, though, because it's not directly like that. So, unlike in 3-5, uh -huh. every square, even if it's diagonal movement, counts as five feet. Oh, well, that's so handy. So, I count, let's see, five, I have 25 of them, I'm going to stick 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. I am 30 feet away from this. You're literally one movement square away. Is charge still a thing? Yeah, seriously. Uh, I want to charge the thing with my great axe. No. Damn. You can charge it with your great axe, but you will not get it, gain any benefits for that. All right. Well, just, you know, increase your movement speed and, you know, hustle. Hmm. Um, so it's forward. going to then right itself right. And, and draw a trident from its right. back. It's not going to be good. Actually, it'd be pretty cool if it just kind of like pulled it out of itself. Yeah, sure. Let's go with that. that you should be a DM. No. Uh, so you want to DM my campaign? Hey. <laughs> no, because I already know my secret. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, who's up next? Me? Yep. Okay. And um, is it still prone? No. Okay. It's still. All right. Uh, screw it. Living large. Uh, first off, spiritual weapon attack. That's going to hit. So, <laughs> nice. Let's, uh, let's do the damage. Uh, grand total hit? for anyone who's interested is going to be a 22. Yeah. Uh, seven spirit weapon damage total. And I'm going to run up and clobber it with my... I'd probably favor my war, more hammer, so bash it with the warhammer. Okay. And hit that with a... Nope, definitely not. That's going to be a six. So, spirit hammer hits, warhammer whips. An attack roll? Yes. Plus um, four. Oh, yeah, plus a d4. Not that it's really Ten. that much. Well, it, you know. Oh, right here. Yeah, thanks. Sorry. It's so tasty. It yeah, looks so no. cute. It's yeah. real cute. Cute. Super cool. It tastes like papaya. Oh, neat. No idea. Yeah, I'm not going to hit with that. What's its total? Seven. Seven. <laughs> Sorry, bro. All right, so but the spiritual weapon did have a damage? What did I say? Nine? Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, okay. Sounds about right. No, I still. I think you rolled to hit, but I don't know if you ever rolled damage. I'm pretty sure I rolled damage. Shit. Uh, we'll we review it on the archives later. Let's go with nine for now. Yeah, no, that's fine. I might have yeah. rolled something else. Uh, like we said, if you can check on that. It's over here, send, and it was on an eight. Send it to my pizza right. zone, and I'll send you a web roll. <laughs> red letter media is funny stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah my D8 was... <laughs> eight was face up, so I'm pretty sure I did not roll that. Right. Okay. Um, it is now Bork's turn. I'm gonna Hunter's Mark this, this thing. Oh, okay. shit. So... Yeah, you should have done that a while ago. I should have done that a while ago. <laughs> gonna Alright, and then I'm going to... Run it down. Run this thing down so into the ground. So you've got advantage in Hunter's Mark. Yep. Go for it. Yep. I want a dice that's a little bit more lucky than mine. Thank you. Don't forget your D4s. Well, fine. You stole. I think you stole it. Over here. There you go. Do I actually roll two d fours? Yeah, oh, no, one for one each. One for each. Oh, okay. All right. Well, the red goes to the red, and orange goes to the orange. That's a shit. Um, that's a nineteen for one. I'm pretty sure that's a that's a crit. Nope. No, that's a twenty-one. On a for a 
Great exit. You have to crit on 20. Uh, Everything in this game kit. Okay. Right, there's no crit right, range there's anymore. There's no crit range. There's no crit range anymore. The crit, you get a crit range if you are a fighter and you go down like a specific, I think it's the champion path. Oh, that's right. And they get improved critical stuff. Nice. But nice. Yeah, right. critical so good. Yes, it is. I just wish right. it's attacked with other things. So it's twenty-one to hit. Yeah, you definitely All got right. him. Okay, so then. Roll your Dimaggio. Roll. I'm gonna go with the antler. It's funny because that's what Grandfather's last name. Is it really? Yes. That's hilarious. My grandfather's Joe Dimaggio. Oh my god, he's, he's, that's his name. So good. That is an eight. That's a ten. And then that is a thirteen. Uh, fuck him up. <laughs> yep. Pretty much. Alright, you want to make another perception check? You're yeah. Just her or Ogden too? Um, everyone in melee range. Mm. Make All right. What's the red thing for? That's, that's my spirit weapon. Oh, okay. So that I remember it's there. Nope. Perception, you said? Yeah. Based off of wisdom? Right? Correct. I wouldn't because I'm not in melee range. Nope, I'm not even going to make it. I am I'm fuming mad. I don't notice anything. Fifteen. Okay. You see a blue face. Like a, like a blue-skinned face with, that is obviously, like, there's more to it than that, but that's all you can see. Oh, my God, it ain't Princess Rudo! Who? No, no Who? one. No, I got the <laughs> reference, but just, if you're shouting that in characters... No, who? no, I'm, I'm saying, uh, there's a face in there. Yeah, you See, I told you being swallowed was a good idea. Still don't think so. Clearly worked once. She doesn't look alive. It oh. worked? The guy... Goodness. All he said, there's a face. He never said it was alive. Tenchi, you're up. Um. You know, I made the salt grenades, and they're probably completely useless at this point. They're probably also probably a little wet. Yeah, I did get the shit kicked out of me. So I'm going to move up and around over here. Surround it and kick it to death. Flanking. This actually gives flanking bonus? No. Can you move all the way around it? Yeah. There you go. I mean, my movement speed is 40. Right. Uh, nope, just one. Yeah, no. No, advantage for one. I'm going to take that nat 20 now. <laughs> nat 20. <laughs> uh, roll damage with attack and bonus attack. Do do. Do do. Sorry, what was that first d20 for then? Advantage from flanking. Attack. The actual attack. Okay, so your regular attack Wait, critical. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, so you got multiple hits. Yeah. So you should probably roll to see if all of those hit. Yeah. Well, it was a 14 and a 20. No, but you, you have rolled advantage for your more. first attack. Yes. That was a critical. Okay. Now roll advantage with the rest of your attacks. Okay. No, no, no. Advantage. Two death. Yeah. And also the d4 from each physical attack. Well, the 20 hits automatically, and this totals yes. out to 14 plus, plus your 18. Sorry, all right, so you're just so one and martial arts. One and martial art, right. I'm yeah. saving that so extra key. Yeah, yeah. So a hit, a crit, and a hit. Crit and a hit. Nice. So the crit maximizes at 1d4 plus 3, so that's 7. Uh, so yes. 7 plus your die roll of a d4 and 3. Uh, plus another 4. Okay, I love the damage. This thing looks looking like it's starting to feel these blows. Hopefully you can't hydro pump from the other end. <laughs> <laughs> that 
<laughs> I don't know. It ate a lot last night, dude. It might. It drank a lot. Have you ever you had the beer right shits? You are right behind it and hitting its ass, essentially. So. Have you ever had the beer shits? <laughs> <laughs> nah, because I don't drink beer. Anyway. <laughs> yes, we are adults. Are we? No. Then you're I have a job. Okay. I have a job. <laughs> I'm going to hit it with... I can do Witch Bolt. Yeah, yeah, now that there's not water around us, you won't yeah. shock the hell out of everybody. I know, I was like, let me not. I wonder if that would have actually happened. No. So, at least as far as I know for 3-5, three, uh, three, the physics for electric Plus. damage in water yeah, is right. weird. Yeah, alright. Mm-hmm. So roll your d12. It's a d12, right, okay. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Wah, <laughs> wah, wah. But you get to add your charisma to that because of your invocation, right? And what? Her Eldritch invocation, she gets to add her charisma roll to Eldritch To Eldritch Blast. Eldritch Blast. I, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I keep forgetting that. But you do establish your link. Okay. And you do one damage. One damage? Two. Or she rolled a two? Yep. Okay. Oh, Ooh. it has resistance to... Fuck. To lightning? Mm-hmm. Well, okay. that was nice of the DM um, to tell us. <laughs> that was actually pretty nice. Okay. I mean, now we're just going to be pinging it for less damage. Let's, uh, I gave you two out of three of its resistance. So let's get let's uh, get him more whiskey. No, now we, know, gives up. now we know acid, coal, and electricity. <laughs> yep. So. Or well, poison, she, coal, well, and electricity. Well, thin nose. Yeah. Like, hmm. <laughs> it's not having the punch that it should. Huh. Then it should resets. Yeet. The mayor will make a trident attack on its two frontal assailants. So oh I'm going to each attack. Alright. Stab, stab. Mm-hmm. We both have an AC of 19, right? No, you have a... How do you... Oh, you don't have shield. Right. Mm-hmm. You both got hit. Bummer. Sorry. 29, 27. That's good. Yes. <laughs> Fuck. Just gotta clarify. I can probably solve this. Ten. Two. Alive. Ten work. Nope. Fifteen. Oh, lovely. Uh, are are you down? Piercing. No, I'm not down. But you have one hit point. I have one hit point left. Damn. Did you use your feature, or was just math awesome? Math. No, it was my feature. Okay, so you because, can tell me that because um, it would have gone to thirty three, and I've got thirty two. Okay, so she's using close. half work resilience to yeah. so stay at one HP. All right. All right, so you would go to zero, but you're at one. I yeah. I'm resilient. Gosh darn it! Yeah. Uh, and that's its turn. Okay, great. Yeah. How you know you... what? Screw this. Drop the warhammer, and I assume it's my turn, right? Uh, pretty yep. sure it is. Okay, great. Drop the warhammer. Take out the weapon as a bonus. Uh, have the spirit weapon attack, and that's going to hit with a twenty-two. Yeah, that's going to so, work. Plus my intelligence. That's going to be an eight damage from the spirit weapon. Okay. I'm going to swing and try and hit with my regular weapon. Nope. No, actually, yeah, that's going to oh, hit. That's okay, a yeah. seventeen, and I'm going to already automatically use a bonus attack from my uh, my uh, cleric of war feature. To do another one, not not the channel divinity. That's okay. it gives me a plus ten to hit. That's gonna hit with another twenty two. So I'm doing two two weapon damage. Two weapon damage plus my strength on each. So 
He got hurt. So, 8 there, plus 4, 12 damage as I whack, whack. Oh, and this is the longsword, so plus 1d4 per hit, is it what? No. Oh, not on this this assumption. You told me last time that it did a 1d4 when I attacked the undead. Oh, damn it. Son of a bitch! <laughs> um, <sighs> oops. Yeah, so, how, what was the total damage? Uh, what did I say? Um, you said something that I did not pay attention to. It looks like I have the numbers right there. Uh, 7 plus 4, 11 it looks like. Alright, and the second one? Total. Oh. 11 total. Okay. From both hits. I'm going to use my feature. Dude, you got to spend some time analyzing your weapon. I, I tried. I'll I don't take a look at it. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Someone who's more knowledgeable in the arcane should look at it, not me. We also have an entire town full of elves that would probably help. Alright. Yeah, <laughs> Apologize for my noobishness, but... Can I do the lay on hands to myself and attack it in this turn? I'm pretty sure lay on hands is a standard. Yeah, I think or, or laying, an action. Laying, laying hands upon is a action. I, I've always loved that about paladins. They touch themselves and heal themselves. I mean, well, I don't know if they necessarily <laughs> have to lay their hands on themselves. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> As an action, you touch a creature and draw a power from the pool to restore a point to So, yes, you can heal yourself. Okay, and attack. No. Same. Nope. Okay, so I can heal myself or I can attack. Yes. How bad off does this thing look? I'm not just clobbered. that bad. Okay, great. <sighs> so... Did it take your was... weapon then? What was it? That itself was like an 8, I think. So yes. grand total yeah, of 19. Yeah, yeah, okay. I took that and that. Alright. So it's not really looking that dead. If I had to super seriously ballpark it, let's say 50%. You might want to heal up, but it's yeah. doing a lot of damage per hit. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't Correct, really know it if... can do a lot of damage per hit. Eat. I like how I put it down 30 up instead. Just... To be extra intimidating. Yeah. No, it was just random. It was just like, I'm just put this down. We are representing the Merid on the battle map with a D30, because I have a D30. Fuck it. Right. And it's now at 15, because it's at half. <laughs> Roughly. Hey, it makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. Sure. No, I'm yes. okay with that. Okay, so... I'm going to... Okay. I'm going to attack it, because I feel like even if I did heal myself, it would probably... If it hit me, then it would just bring me right back down to one again. So... I'm going to try to take it down. I'm just fuming mad at it. Sure. Want to attack it? Want to kill it? So advantage. Yep. Oh, nice. Dude, that, that is a net 20. Net 20. All right. Are you smiting? Um, Hit. You should smite. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to smite. You should right. smite. I'm so going gonna, gonna to smite. Use a spell slot. All right. Um, All right, I'm out of... Do you want to use one of your modular spell slots or your... Never mind, you've already used two of them. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, this is my last so. spell slot, so... So, max I'm, damage, so that would And be I've easy. also got, what is it, when I crit, I roll an extra weapon dice, so yes. I roll two d12s. You don't roll anything, except for you that d12. Right. I thought it was max damage on the crit. Yeah, I'm fairly certain the way that racial feature from half-orcs reads is that you add a weapon die. Oh! Yes. Ho, ho, ho. Nice. So, so it's two D twelve. It's two D twelve plus two D eight plus one D six maximized. Uh. So you don't roll anything; you just automatically do. So it's twenty four, thirty, 
46. I also get. Damage. I also get the um, oh, hunter's Jesus mark. Jesus! I also get the hunter's mark. I already calculated. You already calculated. Jesus Christ! 12, 12, 24, plus okay. six from hunter's mark. Yeah. Thirty. Plus uh, eight, eight, which is sixteen. Okay. So that's forty-six, that's 46, 46 yeah. plus three for strength, right? Yeah. Forty-nine. Jesus Christ! Like I'm pretty sure it's just like this ray of light <laughs> it shines off the blade as it just arcs through the air. As I said, uh, this thing's pissed me off. Ogden's going to take a free action to say, "Remind me to never piss you off." <laughs> and there we have Ogden's tagline, folks. Yep. At least once per session. Yeah. And then Tenchi's tagline is, what is a dot dot dot? Um, yeah. And this massive uh, being shattering blow. Uh, sorry, I'm doing math. That's fine. A lot of it. Math is hard. <laughs> I appreciate you doing all that You're math. You're going to just like, as if this, as if you picked up a tree and just bumped like its midsection out. <laughs> huge concave in its torso. Is just removed until it reforms. Everyone can see that there is a being inside of it, and it looks like this. It's a mermaid. It's except so chibi. She's, <laughs> except she's unconscious and like limp. Okay. Trapped inside of him. Okay. How quickly is it reforming? Should we like reach in and pull quite, her out? Quite quickly. Okay. Could I use my action to try and pull it out? You could. Now that you know that there's something to go for. Can I do that now? It's not your turn yet. It's your action. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Yes. It's your turn. What do you want to do? I'm going to try and pull whatever the hell is in there out of there. Okay, so make an athletics check. Uh, advantage from flanking or no? No. Okay. But you also get... I don't know. She no, do you that. don't get the plus four plus. Never mind. No, because no, it's not a saving throw or attack. <laughs> but I do have advantage on athletics. Why do you have advantage on athletics? Uh, no, not advantage, uh, proficiency, sorry. <laughs> so, uh, plus strength, so 17 total? Okay, yeah, you grab a humanoid form in the middle of this thing's mass, uh, and begin to pull it out. Um, it is going to resist and succeed. So you pull it somewhat out, you can't, like, see what you're pulling yet yeah. through its body, but and you still have a hand on it, but it's it's body like it's constricting mm-hmm. and preventing you from removing it. No, it's constipated. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then <laughs> uh, uh, from her vantage point, from like what is that twenty feet ish away, does she see this entire thing going down? That Tenji's I mean, pulling a person out. She would have seen the being exposed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But probably not see... You might see Tenchi, like, leaning into this thing. But for all you can tell, it's an attack of some kind. Okay. But I know that there's a being in there, because yes. I saw it earlier. Yeah. If I were to hit this thing, would it hurt Tenchi, too? If, I were oh, to if it's an area it? of attack, no, maybe. No, no, no. Okay. Alright, well, that's a... So, yeah, you want a witch bolt. Yeah. Uh, oh, but it has disadvantage. No, it, it has, has disadvantage. It has resistance. Yeah, resistance. A damage is damage. And you already kind of burned the spell slot to cast it. So. Yeah. But well, her Eldritch Bolt might just do more damage. This yeah, is true. might do more damage. I mean, Now that you know it's resisting, it's like, well, I mean, that. If provided that you hit, you're looking at, what's the damage on the, on the Eldritch Bolt? Plus her... Uh, her D10 plus three. plus three. So you're looking at... D10 or D12? Four to, f- to 13 versus one to 12 guaranteed. 
Wait, is it D10 or D12? It's a D10 for all the last. Okay. Actually, technically, but there's six. A, if I reroll it, there's a chance I won't hit. Right. You know, Elder's mm, Monster looking like your better opportunity right now. Or option. That you might miss, but you will probably do oh, more damage. Yeah, I'll go for it. I'll so dropping the, um, which is... Which bolt? bolt? Which bolt? Yeah. I still got one spell slot left, so... Mm. Yeah, that'll hit. Yeah. hit. Alright, roll your damage. Ten. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Huh. Got late. Uh, Another big old blast. Now there are two holes in this thing? Yeah. Oh. I mean, it certainly makes an impact, like all the other big blows have like, <laughs> of <laughs> being for a moment, but it reforms. Yeah, it's, it's jello all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Beer right. jello. Reset. Um, the merit is going to turn around and face you mm-hmm. and just raise its trident with both hands and make a thrust upon you. Perry. <laughs> yes. Yes. I, the the other turn was gonna be disarmed, but I figured, hey man, if I can pull this thing out, maybe it just dies. Mm-hmm. That's a hit. Okay. So go ahead and roll your parry damage. So it's a d6 plus nine dex, dex right now. Come on, nine. Nine. Right, and um, what, how much hit points do you have? Five left. You go to two. <laughs> I'm alive. Yeah. Superiority dice. Yeah, man. Right. Saving your That's ace. your one use for the day. Hashtag martial adapt. No, for the short rest. Yeah. Short rest. That's true. Hashtag right. martial adapt. It is now Ogden's turn. Okay, Ogden. so just in terms of mechanics, I have my spiritual weapon up, but casting another one of these spells that I want to cast is a bonus action. Can I have my spiritual weapon attack before I use a bonus action to cast another spell, thus dismissing spiritual weapon? Well, what is it? A commanding spirit, the spirit of a weapon to attack is a what action? Uh. Oh, it is a bonus action on my turn. Well, that yeah, answers so that. I kind of feel like. Wait, no, 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 no. Hold on a second. As a bonus action, I can move the weapon up to 20 feet and repeat the attack against a creature within 5 feet of it. Uh. It just says I make a melee spell attack against a creature within 5 feet of the weapon. So the weapon's there. I think making the attack isn't an action. Moving it, though, is a bonus action. It might just be one of those things where it acts on his turn. Yeah. Regardless of... So if that's the case, I want the spirit weapon attack, and then I'm going to dismiss it and cast another spell as a bonus action. And this is why I'm asking, because uh, that's kind of one of those weird gray areas. It, right. I don't think that that's okay. You don't think it's okay? Because, right. I mean, bear in mind, let's compare that ability to the abilities of other classes. All right. Um, you compare the damage kit ability to a ranger who's a beastmaster. Yes. It takes a bonus action to make to command its animal to attack mm-hmm. every round. So... For a spell to be more powerful than that class feature, mm-hmm. a class-defining feature seems not okay. Okay, so then, last turn, I attacked with a spirit weapon and then used a bonus action to attack again. I probably shouldn't have gotten that third attack. Right. So, whoops. So in that case, spirit weapon attack. Okay. That's going to be a 13 total. Okay, that is... I think that's a miss. Yeah. 
Alright, then I'm going to attack it with my uh, sword myself. That's going to be a... That's going to be a 17 total. Alright. That's going to be 7 damage. Okay. And I'm done. Alright, Mork. Okay. I'm going to hit it. Give him the business. Mm. It should probably be afraid of this Oh my one. goodness. What happened to you? Yeah, dog uh, got honey. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. You got honeyed. She, she, she. you like dogs. She's a shatter. I mean, it's kind of hard to dislike right. this one. She's so, so sweet. cute. So that so sweet. is so she's a 22 to hit. You got him. I like your dice. My dice is very lucky. Your dice suck. My dice suck. Your dice suck. Um, plus the, go with the, the horn. That's a 5, that's a 9, so 14 plus 3, so 17 damage. Okay. Anyway, I'm starting to get the uh, feeling that we're just kind of hacking away at a limitless life pool, and all we need to do is yank the person out. What do you think I'm trying to do? Yeah, make yeah, make, make mac and cheese? Titchy, it's your initiative. Uh, I'm going to pull again. Okay. <laughs> it's another athletics check, right? Yeah. Eight plus uh, da, 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 so twelve total. Nah. Mm. Oh, damn. He actually pulls you into his body. <laughs> so you got what you always wanted. I got what I wanted. I'm inside. <laughs> well, I mean, like you're like arm deep now. I don't mean like you're okay. submerged. You're like oh, like, shit, oh shit, oh shit. You oh, were shit. pulling her out, and you were entirely out of him, and you could like have her like little blue wrists outside of him. Yeah. And then he like retracted, and you're now like this deep. In. So your nose is up against his skin. You smell alcohol. Oh, it's brutal, man. Oh god, is that ever clear? Oh god, it's everywhere. Or maybe elfin clear at that. What does it feel like on the inside? Um, like Thank if you, you stomach your arm in a cake. <laughs> So it's actually just like, it feels like liquid on the inside. Yeah. Oh, okay. Then you're. Okay. I'm gonna do the same thing that I always do. Sure. Fortune of Blast for Day. Blast is Blasty. Mmm. Uh, 12. To hit. Nice. Eight. Now. Anything else? Um, what did you do to him? Damn my non-combat spells. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, utility spells have their use. Um, anybody need some languages understood? <laughs> <laughs> how, about, how about just start one of those sweet rituals you have? Ritual 10 minute long casting time spells? Chances are we're going to be here for a while. I don't have any of those. You should have two rituals from your invocation. I don't think so. You took the Elder's invocation with the Pact of the Book thing, right? Yeah, I don't. but I don't have anything in my Pact of the Book. Okay, so you didn't look them up. Oh, no. Um, well, so the thing was... <laughs> uh, we'll talk about it after the fight. <laughs> no, I didn't. That's fine. I don't have a book. Yeah. Uh, Only can, the that, internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can, yeah, I can send you the PDFs that we have. Um, so 
So it's, I it's found one PDF, but the pages were out of order. That sucks. Like legitimately out of order, or yeah. they were just numbered off because it was a PDF. Yeah. No, the pages were out of order. Um, Oof. Stuff. So the merit is going to make two strikes um, with one hand, uh, one at Hayden's character, and it's going to dispel his spirit weapon. So that's just too happy. He missed. Both oh, of them? Oh, boy. No, the, the spell can't miss. Oh, okay. But he missed him. Oh, okay. He'll be happy. Sort of. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. It's, it's like, also, wait, what do you mean my spirit hammer's gone? It's also his initiative, so. Yeah. So, we're down to spirit hammer. I'm up to my shoulders in alcoholic fish. Um, can I help somebody um, and heal myself at the same time? Can you heal at a bonus action speed? No, it's a standard action, so no. Okay. But you could roll the other side of the mirror and use the help action and give him advantage on his advantage. Yeah, that's what I'm I'm planning on doing, so I'm going to help you. There. Am I the yeah. only one that has health potions? No, you don't bring me over. No, well, I stay over there, and you basically bring me over Is that a bonus action to okay. take health potions? Uh, I think it's an action to drink or administer. To drink something? Have you ever tried to what? chug a drink before? While doing anything else. That's the right. only thing. Yes. I call for a demonstration. No. You, you got <laughs> stabbed at? I did what? You got stabbed oh, at. Oh, bummer me. And he missed. Oh, good. I said at. Oh, okay. And then he dispelled magic to your uh, weapon. Oh, good. The magic now hammer. I'm really going to fuck him up. Yeah. The magic hammer, yeah. yeah. And then, he's gone. Uh, Bork took initiative before you because you weren't present. I moved over and made the help action to help him with his next check. Oh, hey, that's what I was about to do. Great. Okay, and? It's your turn now. Oh, do you want to assist him? Can we both help? No. No. Can you heal me? Triple advantage. (laughs) Actually. No, you can't go above two dice of advantage or disadvantage. Yeah. Because getting multiple disadvantages would really suck. Yeah. Anyway, um, you... Are in desperate need of healing? Did you yell that out? It's like, I need assistance! Medic! I hurt! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Please sure. heal me! Okay, well, at Anybody that point, got some healing spells? I'm a little bit preoccupied right now. I move and smack uh, Bork on the back and hit him with a cure wounds for. One. Wow! So plus my wisdom. So four HP. Yeah. Well, that was a waste of my turn. Oh well. I'm so sorry, but so you know waste. what? Health is health. Your right? girlfriend is now a little bit healthier, so. Me. At the same time, it probably didn't do a whole lot. Because this thing can hit 12s. Yeah. Right. You can take that hit once. Tenchi, your initiative. All right. I'm going to roll to get myself back out of this with athletics. Okay. I'm gonna take that 18. Should have done. Okay. Um, and I'm Should've still trying to pull her out. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so 18 plus oh, 22 total. You bested it. So I just rip this thing. Pull the being out of his body. Okay. And he is going to scream and move away. Which way? Yes. <laughs> no, you guys are helping. Well, no. She's helping. Not him. Not, not Ogden. It doesn't matter. <laughs> okay, so how far away am I going? Just, just a little, just going up in a way. Okay, so, so yeah, like, whatever. 
Okay, so let's say he's, he's like He's going to be screaming in terror. Because after merely moments that that mermaid-like figure is no longer in his body, she is going to open her eyes, materialize that water trident that you saw in the picture, Yeah. and look at him sternly. With those cute little anime eyes. Yes. Hey, man. Sorry. Those it's anime eyes best, can get pretty scary. It's the best picture I could find. No, there's nothing more terrifying than that cute anime girl who's just, like, all of a sudden mad. And she's going to... Holding, fan? Yeah. Holding the trident with one hand and pointing it at him and holding her other hand up. She's going to cough and then, cl- like, clench her fist. And he is going to explode into an explosion of water. And Tenchi just kind of, like, covers her from the explosion. She pushes you off. <laughs> okay. Like, Sorry, wife who's not impressed. Your actions have been denied. Try again later. <laughs> and she's going to, like, rest out of your grasp and, like, uh, sort of float five, like a few feet above the, above the ground. So and, like, hack and cough for a moment or two. You guys are no longer on initiative. I, I ask Here's if she's D30. okay and if she needs magical healing. There is no magical healing that a mere man like you ha- possesses that could help me with what ails and does not ail me. Well, fine then. But what does ail you? Nothing, now that I'm outside of that corrupted beast's belly. He had been told you swallowing would work. <laughs> I don't know that you know that for sure. Uh, she explains he had been poisoning me into sleep with alcohol. That he filled his body with. Oh, that's why he didn't get drunk. Mm-hmm. And you were conked out. Mm-hmm. I am Undyne, spirit of water. Great name, of course. Water spirit, by the way. Right. Who are you people? Just a bunch of adventurers. Hi, I'm Tenchi. Bunch of adventurers that were asked to come here and aid the elves of this land. Aid you have, and probably in a greater way than you could ever fathom. The world is at danger. You might want to wait till you come back to uh, continue that, because I don't think the mic is picking up on what you're saying from in there. All right. So, for those of you listening, our DM just walked into the kitchen. He's coming up presently. There we are. With pizza. The 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 world is at peril, (laughs) and assisting me has set you all on the path to save it. Should you be brave enough. We are. I guess we're a team now. I'm in. <laughs> what peril does the world face? What do you all know of the crystals? Crystals? There's four of them. One to each element. And spread out throughout the world, I assume. Other than that, not a whole lot. Should we like be making knowledge or history or religion check on this? I mean, if you wish, it would be yeah, history. Nope. 16 on history. Oh, wow. Hey, uh, I have uh, times two proficiency bonus to stones. Are crystals considered stones? No. Damn it. That's <laughs> worth a shot. Worth a shot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um... Yeah, all of you are familiar of the crystals that bind this world and maintain order. 
It's a widespread religion that fills every corner of the world. Phrasing these crystals as if they were gods. Is this something Tenchi would know given his seclusion? or How long has your seclusion been? His whole life. Probably not. I mean, he had basic education from at least one of his parents. Okay, did they were they also native to that island? One or of them was not. Then you absolutely would have heard of it. Okay. Because around that point in time would have been when the world was saved by purifying the crystals. Okay. So that would have been, like, fresh shit. Like, okay. So, so you know, crystals would resonate with even someone as backroads as you. Like, that this is a big deal... And this being who claims to be Undine, Undine, spirit of water, is claim, tells you that she is that the, that all four of the crystals have been shattered, and that the two halves of each crystal have been manifested into eight spirits, and I am half of the spirit of water, or the crystal of water. So how, the, uh, how did he? In- how was he able to entrap you? And uh, what was he, more importantly? A merit, nice and simply. Mm-hmm. A gin of water. I trusted him in my naive, freshly removed state. Understand that me and my sister Dryad are two halves of the crystal of water. Neither of us is complete without the other. So... Freshly alone, lose, without half of myself. I only was trusting of what came about, and one of the first things I encountered was this Merid, who told me that he knew of who I was and knew of my plight and would care for me. And so he took care of me for some time in the lake. And then I let my guard down via my negativity, and he engulfed me in his body and fed himself alcohol until I went into a deep slumber. And being removed from that prison has awoken me and naturally I destroyed him. (laughs) Him and his link to the plane of here and of water is severed. He will never exist again. Well, good. He was a nuisance. And he smells the other crystals have all been severed. Who or what has severed them? Why? That I do not know. Not even your own crystal? Okay, so you only came into existence after the crystal. Your crystal was severed. I am half of the result. I see. Of that crystal, of the crystal being destroyed. Do you know where your other half is? I do not. I need to go find her and reunite you two. What happens to you if you two are reunited? I imagine that the two of us will become one again and be the crystal of water and restore order. So, I think this was the uh, quest that my deity was giving me visions about, and uh, I'm all in 100%. Thank you, Bork. Justice! Chances to aid the world don't come along very often. You should all take this. The greater good is is bigger than all of you. Father said see the world, so the crystals are potentially all over the world. Yeah, hey. Bonus, travel. (laughs) 
Um, so, with these gold coins at the very least, can you tell us where the other crystals were located? And that would give us kind of a point of reference to start searching. Yes. On the coast... I'm sorry, let me pull up the map because I'm not entirely... What was the name of this town? It was the lake town of what? Of, um, uh, Varday? Yeah, I would just call, just be like, the the, the 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 crystal of water is at the bottom of the lake, the great lake of Verday. Verday to you, sir. <laughs> the lake of green. It's pretty funny, uh, just kind of as an aside before we actually started this entire adventure, since I was the only dwarf uh, Kenny let me pick the name of the town that I came from, and I decided to call it Pueblo Verde, based on the name of the street that I lived in in New Mexico. And it just so happens to perfectly align with the rest of the continent of Verde. <laughs> Del Verde. Del Verde, I'm sorry. And it's just, it's like, how, what, what are the fucking odds? Of green, house of green. <laughs> A plateau of green. Yeah, exactly. Lake uh, green. Yeah. It's very brown country, though. It's a little weird. Yeah, well, you, it only looks brown because you've been inside the wagon for the last week. Well, and Iceland is green, well, I mean, and Greenland is full of ice, so, you know. Thank you, Mighty Ducks. <laughs> Let's see, Lake of Verde, Water Crystal. So, I know that the, the crystal of Earth lies upon the eastern border of the mountains of Betwinst Yarda. All right. The stone, the crystal of air, lies in the wilds of the tundra of North Yazar Majora. Hold on one second. The crystal of water lies in the bottom of the lake of Verde. Which is where we are now. Mm -hmm. And the crystal of fire is hidden beneath the deep sands of southern Yalzar Majora. So do the shards of the crystal still exist, or are you the shard? I am half of the crystal. Wait, so you said the tundra of north Yalzar Majora, or minor? Majora. Majora. So there are two crystals on the continent of Yalzar Majora. Yes, one of the, one oh, okay. the north and one in the south. Deep sand of what Yalzar Majora? Yeah. The south? They were, they were in the south of Yalzar Majora? I'm taking notes. The fire crystal is in this desert deep in the sands of Yalzar Majora. And the crystal of the air... Where's the trash can? Under the sink. ...is deep in the northern tundras of Yalzar Majora. Alright. I do not know where my brothers and sisters would have wandered now that they have become alone. But I could imagine that they will be quite amiss without their other half. So, you said your name is Undine, which has water connotations, obviously. And you said your sister's name was Dryad. Yes. Does that imply uh, forest and wood connotations? She, would she, maybe she, is, she would represent what the water feeds, which is life in the form of plants. So our best option might be looking nearby for a force where she might have fled to, I assume. Does that sound reasonable? I mean, you probably Perhaps, I do not know. Alright then. So, 
We're going to go find these things. We're going to go free them from anything that might be corrupting them, including themselves, I assume, right? And yeah, and restore like the crystals, restore balance. Mm -hmm. All right, I'm down. And um, she will grace each of you um, with, a, with a personal blessing. Oh, boy. She will... Uh, sort of run her hands along Tenshi's arms. Arm massage. Coating them in water. Jesus Christ, people. <laughs> keep it PG, guys. Keep it fucking PG. We, we've saying, already ruined Keep it in your pants when a goddess is touching you. I don't know. It depends <laughs> on the goddess, dude. If a goddess wants your dick, you let her pull it out. Yes. <laughs> I guess it would kind of be rude to imply that you just pull it out beforehand. Yeah, no. A god will take what she wants. This is how I show my loyalty and appreciation in my country. Really? You know, it's awfully small considering how tall you are. Ooh. <laughs> Woo. Lads. <laughs> W-E-W-Woo. Um, for my, for my personal savior, I will give you a blessing of the water. Your skin gains a gentle blue hue. Hmm. Like, like not like the people who live in that town who drink, like, nickel-infused water or whatever it is. <laughs> who are, like, blueberry skin-colored. Like, you're very faintly blue. And Just a shimmer. Yeah. And you... Your move speed in water is the same as move speed on land. Holy shit, stickers! Wow. It's got a, Is this permanent? <laughs> Keep in mind, my move speed goes up. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. So I can, can go up to 60. No, you basically have the equivalent of freedom of movement in water. You're a dolphin. Yeah. I am officially the dolphin. <laughs> yes, <a> We're dolphin! <laughs> We're dolphin! <laughs> wow, that came full circle. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, For anyone who was listening to that sudden outburst of... Uh, just weird old loudness. <laughs> we apologize. Yeah, I'm not. Fuck and that. And take it back. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Um, Undine will bless you, then, with the ability to control water, as printed once per day. Okay. So check it out. It's a spell of impressive power. So is that create and destroy water, no, or is there control actually control water? Really, is a spell. Neat. It's like a fifth level spell. Okay. Jesus. And it's a so one spell like ability for her? Well, once a day, yeah. That's disgusting. Or an ability like good. spell. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> that's but, um, that's disgusting. Oh, I go and pick up my warhammer that's probably just sure. shunked in the dirt. Bork, you may uh, you may um, alter the nature of your smite to deal cold damage. Ooh. That's cool. And should you choose for it to do cold damage, it does 2d8 plus 2 per spell slot. Hmm? So the more spell slots she has... Per, like, that I have so total or of, that I have less? Instead of smiting with radiant damage, you may smite with cold. Yeah. And if you smite with cold, then you do your 2d8, like normal, plus 2, and every level of spell slot that you go up, you would normally only get 1d8 radiant. You get 1d8 cold plus 1. That's cool. So, so I add on another d8 com, um, with 
however many spell slots I have? Or? Right, so that's normally how you're sacrificing. That's regular. Oh, that that's how smite normally works. Mm-hmm. Is that if you if you forego a higher spell slot yeah. for your smite, you get more d8s. Yes. But now you get more d8s plus one damage. And it's okay. all cold aligned. Yeah. So fire creatures are going to really hate right. you. You're the bane of fire creatures. Yeah. Oh my god, guys, I can part water like Moses. Like. Yeah. What's a Moses? Oh, I'm sorry. I took Tenchi's line. <laughs> no, I think that's fair. That's also, fair. I can do the whirlpool thing. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, shit. Yeah, I can choose from like a list of these, and I cast it once, and it lasts for ten minutes. That's nice. The question is, is friendly I'm, fire yeah. active? I'm still not sure left. why he uh, dispelled his whirlpool when you were starting to drag him down towards the ground. Do you that, have an answer? Still makes, he makes no yeah. sense. He asks because, because if he had been brought into water... His body would be rushed with water, since he is a being of it, and the alcohol would be pulled from him and replaced with water. Oh. So what he was sitting in when we first fought him was a pool of alcohol, not water. He, we just heard liquid. We assumed water. But you know what? It makes perfect sense. Which is, which is why as soon as we got near him, we smelled the alcohol. No, and if we had gotten him to drink the water. Oh God damn it. <laughs> Oh, that's shit-eating grin on <laughs> We should have video at some point for this, because yeah. his facial expressions are great. Yeah, that's the spell stove. <laughs> but you know what? We wouldn't have been able to have this kick-ass fight, so, you right, know. Exactly. Also, I Which, literally for, saved for the princess. Worth, like, you guys were saying at one point or another, like, don't you guys feel like we're just bashing away at a huge health pool? I mean, it has... It, the Merit had 230 hit points. Oh, my God. And he just locked off a fort... Well, I'm sorry... Bork you just locked off a fourth of it yes. in one attack. Yeah. That, that is the awesome. only reason this worked. Well, yeah. no. If, if no, it's I because had a I couple, helped you. I had a couple of things I on assisted. my mind that if you had done, would have immediately ended the fight. That was one of them. Undeem Ex Machina. Mm-hmm. But, uh... Because you guys were not supposed to fight this thing. Like, Oops. fight this thing. Oops. <laughs> uh, you guys are supposed to yeah. try to either pull Undeem out of it or something like that. Uh, but you guys eventually went for that, and that's why it ended. I mean, but we didn't like, know what you was guys happening. noticed. Like, this guy's numbers were just out of your league. Yeah, yeah. they really were. He was doing some pretty well, serious damage to us. Well, think about it. We've overcome something we shouldn't have been able to on paper. Yeah. I <laughs> Row, row, fight the power. If the uh, three of us hadn't severely fucked up our uh, stealth checks and we had gotten uh de Grouse on it, that would have put it down at... Uh, closer. You weren't going to sneak on it. The moment you guys walked within its water, it would have weakened. Oh, yes, which then. is what it happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I didn't botch my dexterity save. Mm-hmm. Wasn't a botch. It was just a fail. Dude, it was a three. <laughs> I'd call that a botch. Mm. So does that use up one of my spell slots? No. That's just a once per day thing that you can do. That just is a once per day. That's a thing that you can do now. Yeah. <laughs> the, one of the eight divines of the elements of this world was like, "I got you, fam. <laughs> Here, have this. Enjoy." Yeah. So, and this shimmer have a is that power on me? That shimmer so, is that constantly on me, or is that so just you're like, not it's shimmering? Just, it's just like your blue, your skin is tinged a little. And bit. that's permanent now. Yeah, that's just a thing now. I'm blue. Dava diva. Dabba die. <laughs> God damn it. Keep on wizarding. Oh, um, 
And she is going to bless you yeah. with oh, the okay. ability to wild shape once per day what? into an aquatic creature. What? Whoa! So what? you really are a were dolphin. What? That's fucking cool. At some point, the I'm going to be allowed. Is I have to be in water in order to sustain myself. Because yeah. let's face it, a dolphin on land kind of an easy target. Well, it Magic says card. aquatic creature. Yeah. Some Magic creatures card. can be on land and water. So shit. You know what? I actually thought something way more thematic to how I want this to play out. I'm yeah. gonna take your benefit away, Bork. Okay. And instead, um, replace it with uh, if you smite. A target. Okay. Everyone within 30 feet of you okay. gains frost magic to their weapons. What? What? And In deals an additional 1d4 for an hour. That includes my hands, right? Yeah. D- is that an add-on to what I already had? No, or? no, no. Okay. It's so, um, all right, so, so if you smite cool. something, yeah, okay, cool. a, like sort of a burst of energy will radiate from you, and your weapon... And everyone's weapon within 30 feet of you will deal an additional 1d4 cold damage for a minute. No concentration. Bala. This does not stack. Okay. <laughs> With abilities like it. Yeah. Or, or, uh. Okay. I'm gonna be helping, guys. I'm gonna help it a lot. So and every single time my, my crit, I'm going to do that smart. Yeah, uh, blessing of the water. Water move equals land move. Yeah. <laughs> and you guys are like, oh man, when am I going to get to use these water-based abilities? On the next... Next time on the adventures of... No, I don't know. Maybe when your token fucking arcane spellcaster casts control water. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh. So it's all synergy. Oh. Oh! Oh man, oh, I'm yes. like I planned it. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> so, that begs the question since our half elf ranger was explicitly, I don't know, napping in the back of the cards, does he get anything? Or? Yes, you'll get a blessing as well. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, uh. Oh, okay. So, normally Wild Shape says I can stay in beast form. For a number of hours equal to half my druid level. Is that just going to be based on my cleric level then? No. It'll be two hours. Flat. Two hours flat. Okay. Yeah, That's for permanent enhancements. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And according to this, I can assume any beast that has a challenge rating of one-fourth or lower, I assume my own uh, uh, hit die or something. Yeah. So at this point, I can transform into probably a uh, one, one HD creature. How many hit die do you have? I have three, so Two. probably gonna be going up to four soon. But max minimum one, I assume. At one, it doesn't matter. We don't need to put a minimum one on it because you guys are gonna level up after this session. Oh, excellent! So yeah, so one will be one, one at a maximum of two. Hmm. Max two. Okay. All right. I can do that. So you might be able to shift into a car now. <laughs> I might be able to. Um. Yeah. Okay. Maybe CR. a little one. <laughs> So, according to this, B-shaped, it explicitly has Crocodile. At fourth level of uh, Druid, you can turn to Crocodile, which has a CR one half. And for some reason, its limitation says explicitly no flying speed. Which, yeah, duh. <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty sure yeah. if I were to throw the Crocodile, it would have a flying well, speed. Well, no, no, no. It means, in general speaking, you cannot wild shape into something that can fly. Huh. 
before you get to a level where flying would be available. Oh, 8th level for a druid. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. Oh, shit, dude. Those druids that we are friends with are apparently very powerful. Or at least she is. Yep. They are greater than us. Speaking of the elves, uh, now that this thing's dead, and I assume Undine is probably returning to her... Yes, she is going to inform you that that you should immediately seek Dryad and uh-huh. save her from whatever bond she is in or, or mm-hmm. set her straight and tell her that I am safe and that if she comes home, I will be there. Okay. And so okay. with that, she jumps into the, the pond that is to her a pond and to you all one of the biggest lakes in the world uh, of the Lake of Del Verde and uh, she will immediately disappear. You guys immediately gain all of your hit points and have the rush of a long rest fall upon you. Yay! Dude, I just discovered beholder zombies. That's, yeah, just, that's terrifying. Yeah, man. Undead beholders are terrifying. Holy crap. Oh, Saving the key point, too. Anyway, yeah. So, we're all healed up. Sweet. The equivalent of long rest. Yeah. Oh, so a D8? Well, I or... said all hit points and the effects of a long rest. Okay, ah. like that. Oh, okay, great. So, so my key point is back, my superiority is back, my yeah. hit points are back, yeah, hit points. Very nice. And Tenchi's just on the shore waving, going, Bye, don't talk to any Mirads. <laughs> yeah, probably. There's just a big smile on his face. Yeah. That's a cute dog. That's a blink dog. It's a very cute dog. Mm-hmm. No, that's a cute dog. Yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. So that was the easy one. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we made it difficult. We're being very difficult. Yeah, especially well, since you guys had barrels of water. Prepared. I, I wanted to. I wanted this to to sort of spotlight a moment in this campaign for you guys that mm-hmm. you guys approach this like a fight. Uh huh. Yeah. Not all of these are going to be fights. Yeah. This was a puzzle. You chose to fight the puzzle. Oh. And it was a lot harder because of that. Hmm. Yeah. And you almost bested it by fighting the puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's respectable. I technically. But at the same time... This could, have, this could have been a lot easier. If we had just fed it the freaking barrel. I mean, honestly, that probably wouldn't have worked. No? No. But me slamming it into the water would have. Yes, yeah. if you guys had pulled it into the water, if you guys had... Uh, done anything like that it, it so that's why it didn't go back point. into the water yep. ever yeah and that should have that should have stung out to all of you yeah that something that is a water creature didn't want to get in the water like i remember well, someone was like yeah that's weird and i was Maybe. like yes it is play on that god damn it <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no, no, no. i just um, want to swing my hammer that's yeah. all <laughs> tension doesn't know any better so all i'm saying is just because you all are hammers not everything's there Okay. And some of these are just going to be fights, and that might be obvious when that happens. Because uh, I think that, like, fighting big bad bosses is awesome. Yeah. But uh, some of these are not going to be fights, and this was one of them. What'd you do? I can wild shape into a giant octopus. Not now. No, I can, because it's challenge rating one, and that's one-fourth of my level. Well, after this session. After this session. It's still... Right, and turning and while shaving into a giant octopus like in a field battle is not exactly No, it's gonna be dumb, <laughs> but if we're anywhere near water Yeah. I'm a little kraken, yay! Yeah. And again, Which can this be will anywhere. synergize with you. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> just a warm pull from nowhere. All of a sudden, there's an octopus just pulling people in. It's a Why is giant seahorse a thing? Why not? Ooh, giant shark. Maybe. Challenge rating five? Son of a bitch. I'm never going to be able to turn to that. It's a shark! It's like fucking 3d8. Oh, so it is. 126 hit points? Holy crap. It's a shark. 3d10 plus six. It's a cube of muscle. Sorry, it's a cylinder of muscle. And teeth. Yeah. And cartilage. Mostly cartilage. Alright, anyway, so. And it can smell blood. You guys are all more more relaxed now. It's, uh, you're refreshed. You're not in fear of death. Um, and, uh, for Paris' benefit, hearing us now, and I'll tell you later, bud. Um, Undine blessed your bow that any arrow loose from this bow deals 1d4 cold damage. Does that stack with my... Hi, Hobbit Karn. Where'd you it come from? It does not stack. No. You notice how I was like, that aura of yours is like 30 feet, and how he's like probably not going to be 30 feet in melee range? Yeah. Because he's a ranger. Also, yeah. he specifically said it does not stack. Yeah, yeah and also this specifically does said it does not stack, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm saying There's a video game that I'm like basing all of this themolo- themology, mm-hmm. themology theme on, and... Some of the video game nerds listening and some of the video games present, video game nerds present, will pick up on it as you guys get a few spirits down and you're like, wait a second. It'll click. <laughs> okay. Maybe. I might know. Tell me later. Okay. Know. And don't tell nobody. Maybe you do. It's a secret. So, as far as wild shaping into aquatic creatures, okay. do they have to have gills? <laughs> Just leave it be, man. <laughs> we'll discover um, this later. Because polar, polar bear? bears can swim. They're not... <laughs> <laughs> For those of you listening, Tanny just face palmed, <laughs> and I just got something thrown at me. This piece of paper for fun. He's got to make it difficult, man. No, polar bear is not an aquatic creature. It has a swim speed. That's fucking. Cool. So do you, and you're a dwarf. I, I have a swim speed. What the fuck's your point? Uh, we could do it quicker then. No, we're done. Stop. It's like a piranha. Stop. I know that. Stop. But you cannot wild shape into a swarm. It specifically says that. Oh, damn. Ooh, but I could do a reef shark right now. Anyway. <laughs> so the what about el- an electric eel? That's true. deal electric damage? I didn't see eel anywhere in this book. I could also turn into a seahorse. <laughs> and just in case like, I want babies or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Cute everyone case. to death. Right. Cute everyone. Yes. <laughs> anyway. So the elves begin to wander back into the village. And, um, I helped their elderly. We did it. Tension uh, just goes about returning the salt. Sure. So well, we didn't need it. So. You were all more than welcomed to a a, a night's rest. Um, and understand that if you have to leave the next morning, um, you will tell them what you are all to do, or do you tell them anything? Do well, we want to alert them? That's the question. We'll probably tell their elder. And probably her translator, and leave it to them to decide whether to yeah. disseminate that information. But as essentially world leaders, they should probably know what's going on. That way, if they see fit, they can spread the word. All right, so you all will want to meet with the elven elders? Yeah, right. at the very least to tell them what we've learned or at least and where we're going to go. Yeah. Or at least what's ahead of us. So that if they see, uh, want to lend aid in some way or another, they can. Or not. Hey, elven scouts, just to start finding them. 
I mean, we know the general continents that they're on, that the crystals are on, and we know that they've each been split into two by some unknown force. Uh, per personally, from uh, Ogden's standpoint, knowing what it was that was powerful enough to sever a crystal, an elemental crystal that sustained the world, would probably go a long way into telling us what we're up against in the long run. Yep. Yeah. So, any sort of... For, forewarned is forearmed, right? Alright, so it's the evening. You guys are fed. It's delicious. Um, no alcohol, though. It's, all right. <laughs> it's okay. Attention doesn't drink, so it's fine. Yeah, uh, Ogden gets out his brewing case. It's going to make some more uh, <laughs> Hiller Light. <laughs> Hiller Light. Uh, new beer brand, by the way, Hiller Light. <laughs> to someday compete with the likes of McGurk's Lurks. <laughs> hey, but at least it's a step above Schlitz. Yeah. <laughs> 80 cents a can. Yeah, no kidding. If that much. <laughs> and that's the market. Anywho, so you guys are brought to the home of the elven elders, a, a couple, uh, male and female. They sit at a double wide long table and welcome you to sit with them post dinner. You are welcomed in to the fine redwood home. By the way, redwood trees are not from this island. No, so these were clearly. Yeah, this is, this is from either this is either from a time where there was redwood trees here in Delver Day, or it's from somewhere else. Yeah, probably the prior. Uh, <laughs> and so you all are welcome to sit with them, uh, and they have a translator because they only speak Elvish, and <coughs> Elvish is so fucking old that even the people in the party that speak Elvish can hardly understand it. Uh, but you can pick up their their meaning. Right. So they welcome you and thank you for for doing what you did for their people and hope that. The boots that they gifted you all suit them. They used to belong to the elders when they were much younger. Should we give them back? No, please. They, they absolutely maintain that that's for you all to keep. Uh, a simple pair of pair of boots is hardly worth risking your lives uh, to save people that you never knew. Glad to do it. I just wanted to swing my hammer into things. I got a what challenge. What a martyr. <laughs> I got a challenge. Yeah. yeah. I almost so during the, uh, the course of the night, I'm going to ask about the uh, wildlife within the lake, if there is any. Oh, absolutely. Well, like what? Oh, God. I'm going to go take a swim. I'm going to test out this new power. <laughs> Hope you get eaten by a shark. If you freshwater could... asshole, <laughs> there are freshwater sharks. Yeah, there are. Oh well, then I'll turn into a freshwater shark. Don't get freshwater with me. <laughs> and gave me this power. I'm I just know that. It. I know that. <laughs> um, I mean, they tell you of this, that, and the other. Just uh, imagine the species of being that you could find in the freshwaters of the earth that we know, mm -hmm. and that's pretty reasonable. Okay. Um, but uh, they, they, after thoroughly thanking you uh, in long-winded uh, compliments and, and graciousnesses, they ask to tell them what happened exactly. They knew that there was that the, the creature was harboring something, but they did not know of what. Well, you knew it was harboring something? Yes, but we simply assumed it was something we had no idea. Oh, it was the... Actual water spirit who was comprised, who was came into being when the water crystal was severed into two. Um, 
at that mention and when it's translated to Elvish, uh, the sort of the male elder will sort of like lean his and nod his head a bit and sort of speak back and it's translated. You can tell there's a lot of sorrow in, in his voice. And the translator tells you our elder could feel the connection between himself and the crystal cut. And that's why when the spirit came, he bent such a deep knee. He knew that something was very wrong and knew that if this had some, if this being had something to do with the crystal's dis, like, disappearance to him, that that would mean that some very powerful forces were at hand. And, and so through that, we decided to do whatever it requested. Maybe it was a lost aspect of the crystal and, and wanted to appease it as best we could. Uh, but now that that turns out that it was just a facade of what the crystal's manifestation was, and that Undine, half of the spirit of the crystal, has been returned to her home, uh, we do not have enough fish nets for what in, I'm sure is to be caught next season. The, the, the lake will know a time of plenty that we have only written stories of. Well, Hope everyone wants hungry. fish. Uh, any other information you want me to share? I mean, it seems obvious now after the fact, but uh, the feeding of alcohol to the creatures what was keeping the actual water spirit um, dormant. Uh, she informed us that giving it, you know, pure water would probably woken her up. Even just not feeding it alcohol. Which at, w- at which point it would have destroyed houses and you know gone on a rampage. Yeah, it, they the elders tell you that they resisted at first, mm-hmm. uh, uh, or rather ran out mm-hmm. of alcohol at one point, and the creatures simply drew the water from all of their crops and killed which is okay. and killed all of their agriculture. <laughs> An entire year's worth of farming was destroyed. So. If it, if it not for us to gain some substantial bounty from the lake this season, we will know starvation this, this winter. Even still, despite what has happened. So hopefully we can lean on our neighbors for help uh, to see us through this hard time. Thinking maybe the brothers can spare some seeds? It might be a little late in the season to plant, but they might be able to share crops and trade. And uh, if you put in a good word to the uh, mayors, the twin mayors of uh, Hartsfeld, Hartschild? Middleheart. Middleheart, thank you. Uh, the brother's heart would probably be willing to... Yeah. Well, isn't there a cousin in the town? We were supposed to talk to him. A cousin? Oh, um, you were talking about the elf's cousin and how she went hunting. No, no, we were supposed to talk to the heart's cousins. Cousin? Cousin? Heart's cousin. Right. Cards. In this town? Heart- yeah, we were supposed to get paid. Oh, I thought we were supposed to get back before we got paid. Uh, yeah, let's go find this guy. <laughs> I mean, he's giving us stuff. I don't know what it's for. But... You guys are tripping over each other a little bit. You're they making... are. Well, the, the cousin of the hearts is the banker of the lake town on the lake of Verdag. That's right. Not okay. this town. Not here. Right. This is the elf town. Okay. But the, the big city that is on the lake has a banker who is the cousin of the brothers. Right, okay. Alright. 
So we'd have to go across the lake to get to that town. And, and if I'm not mistaken, you've sent out uh, an envoy to that town very recently? Yes, and uh, the elder sort of very graciously nods, and you guys get approval from his meeting. Uh, he will absolutely supply you with a, with, a, with a vessel to get to the lake town quickly. Sounds good to me. I mean, I might be able to swim faster, but okay. Well, I mean, at this point, so could I, but at the same time, I'm not going to turn down a free uh, ride on a boat. I mean, being a dwarf from the mountains, boats are kind of a commodity to me. I've only ever been on a boat once. Yeah, once to get to the mainland, right? Right. Mm. You get on the boat. Do you guys like Oh, are we going right now, tonight? No, probably oh, no. tomorrow. No, it's going to be in the morning. All right, well, then at that point. So, is there anything else that you wanted to sell him? Tell the elders. Uh, so, I tell him that we are. The. Uh, uh, I have a question, though. Sure. Where do you find dryads around here? Dryads are a layman's term for spirits of the forest, I think. Which is the second half of the crystal that was said. She of your water it crystal. As that which feeds. That which the water feeds on? Uh, yeah. Fed on water? Yeah, yeah it seems very likely that when the crystal was seven to two, it became both Undine, the water spirit, and her sister, who she only designated as Dryad. Most likely, being uh, what's fed from the water, she's most likely some sort of plant. Mm -hmm. uh, just what's the word I'm looking for? I'm looking for just creature, spirit, kind of amalgamation. Just plant and thing. being being is a good one. Yeah, vegetative so being. She's most likely gone to like the nearest forest or a place of heavy well, crops. There is the great forest to the east, past Middleheart. That. Wait, 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 so backwards have, and then Have there been any the uh, no, records the of east, strange occurrences the there? No. Well, been, to the west. If, yeah, if, exactly. if there was events to happen to the east in the forest of Verde, we would not know since we've been so preoccupied with what's happened here. So okay. the forest is further east from where we are now. Sorry, I mean west. Thank you. Oh, okay, yeah, we're yeah, confused. I was like, first, we're already you guys kind of like coast. Okay, east. so we'll go, we're going back to Millhart to get to the other place, most yeah, likely. because... If I remember correctly... Um, so that's going to be a major hub for a while. Mm -hmm. So it's at least a week travel to get back to Millhart. And that's assuming... Longer, we... because we're going to another town first. We're going well, that's across the lake. the lake, so we'll go across the lake to get to that town to talk to their uh, to their cousin. Possibly then stay there. Then possibly probably. return to Millhart on our way back to the forest, which is further west. Right, but in that point, we either go back across the lake or we go around the lake. Either way, it's extra time traveled. Yes, indeed. So, but those are the only two locations on yeah. this continent. See, you guys started here uh -huh. at the, the end of the river. Ah. And that's Middleheart. Okay. And then travel east to here. Lake, yeah. On Delverde's Lake. And we need to go back east, or back west. Towards so, that wooded area. That's the only great forest uh, other than the northern one there. Well, we would hope that it's not the northern one since it was created in this physical location. She would have gone that Well, far. it doesn't give any indication of where they started. We know that the crystal was housed here. Yeah, yes, but that doesn't mean that's where the spirits appear. That's true. This is very true. We are jumping on a leap of faith. So, yeah, um, going back to that force seems like our next logical yeah. um, destination. I would think so. Is there any way that we could have some sort of communication with the uh, this town in, in general? 
at a distance, like sending stones or anything along those lines. With the elders? Yeah. So if they learn anything, they can what? inform us. I mean, do the, the druids want to come with us and be our envoys? messengers? The envoys? That's not a bad idea. Uh, I mean, they I can turn into probably, birds. They're probably exhausted and they want to, you know, take a break from adventuring. There, yeah, there's, there's been many things happened to our town and every hand will be help, will be needed to set us straight. All right. Are messenger so birds even a thing in this game? Yeah, Just yeah. Okay. there's actually a spell called uh, Animal Messenger where you literally give a message to a creature. Now, as I mentioned before, like teleportation magic is mm-hmm. like super unheard of. Yeah. But um, that being said, um, something of interest would... Pro- uh, who wants to make a history check real quick? I can make a history. I got a plus three. Sure. That's an 18. Mm, I'm not beating that. I got a 10 because I have a minus one because of my intelligence. I'm wise, not smart. 19. Sure. Ooh, Oof. nice. 19 and what? 18. Okay, so... Enough. I've got, uh, like, the scholar background, so I got yeah. you. Yeah, it's gay. You hear, like, blah, 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 Olgrim, blah, 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 and it's like a, a cautionary approval sort of feeling for the two of you. Um, and when translated, it, it basically comes out to, well, we will send a message to the great human wizard, Olgrim. And to you two, you're like, Algrim. Wait. The great hero Algrim? The one that saved the crystals 85 years ago? And... When I was but a wee lad. Right, like, that would that would <laughs> I wasn't even born yet. Ping. Mm-hmm. And also you're like, a human that's over 90 years old? Fuck. Um, and, uh, and so for this elder to be like, yeah, he's alive and I'm gonna fucking call him up, <laughs> uh, that would stick to you. That, that, that someone... As important as, like, the Avengers from 30, 40, 50 years, so 60 years ago, would be contacted about this. So and this has to do... Some, some serious shit. This, this is, has to do... This is some big world shit. This has to do yeah. with the previous Crystal Conflict? Yes. Okay. The last campaign that took place in Yalzar happened about 60 years ago, and it was when something was trying to corrupt the crystals, and one of the four heroes that stopped it was, was a man named Olgrim, okay. a very powerful wizard. Um, who, who maybe you might remember his sort of crowning achievement was that he figured out the deck of many things. Okay. He stacked the deck. Wow. (laughs) I, as a player, know that that's impossible. Damn. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He manipulated the cards in the deck so that he only drew good ones. (laughs) Thus... Obviously, giving him a massive advantage every time he drew from it. Yeah, kind of, kind of like how some weird coincidental occasion that about 60, 55 years ago, the Great Kingdom of Detroit was founded <laughs> by the four heroes that saved the world. <laughs> Detroit is the thing here. Detroit. <laughs> not Detroit. It's not French. It's Detroit. Well, hopefully, they have a little bit better. Probably. Who knows? I mean, how how much worse than Detroit can you go? Flint. Ooh. Ouch. Topical. Rip. <laughs> I'm missing. I know. Do you want to watch? Are you terribly political? I have cable. Yes, if you want to watch. Yes, I am. Can you can can attest? Yes. Was unaware. Uh. No, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm I got honest. invited. I made a friend, and he invited me to his place to watch the debate. And I turned him down because D&D. 
Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Also, you can just watch that shit. So I guess you really yeah. want to fit in with the group, but, don't you? Oh, oh, and he even was like, we can crack jokes about how sexist Trump is. And I was like, I may or may not be the... No, no, it's not a problem unless you hurt somebody. No, no. One of the guys was like, did you notice that all the pronouns in this book are male? And I was like, I didn't even notice at all. (laughs) And your eye is twitching over there off to the side. (laughs) Fast enough that it's creating a... You just had to read a book written in the 70s. That explains it. Yeah. Um, So how much further are you guys willing to go for tonight? What time is it now? I mean, it's only... Barely eight o'clock. I was say, it's, yeah. it's like not even oh, Wow, Jesus. It's not even eight. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get the shit out of here. Assuming we were going to rest here for the night, uh, Ogden's really wanting to test out this new power, so he might just turn to a fish and go for a swim. So, um. <laughs> it's so tempting. I've never been able to wild shape before. As any of my characters. I say, I say <laughs> let's take a fiber, uh-huh. refresh beverages, maybe mm-hmm. get food or snack or whatever. Mm-hmm. Come back. And uh, we'll get the Lake Town stuff handled tonight. Okay. Okay. All right. Shall we pause? All right. Be back, viewers. See you in a moment. Go. All right. Hello. Welcome back. Uh, Just got a real real good refresher, and the party is ready. Next morning, or is there any other things, questions, inquiries, concerns, comments? Going for a swim because I can, and then returning to to go. To the elder. Oh. (laughs) Before you break for the night. Would he or she like to join me? For a swim? <laughs> uh, they, the elf sort of translates confused uh, to the elders, and the, the female elder sort of chuckles a little bit to herself, and and it gets translated that uh, she has not gone for a swim in many a year. Fair enough. And thanks you for the opportunity. <laughs> While he's going for a swim, I go down with him to the water's edge, but I don't... I don't go for a swim. I just kind of sit and meditate for a little while, get my head clear. Break your pen? Well, by the way, those are really good. On it. Oh, whoops. I stirred my drink with it. Ah. <laughs> well, there's a problem. Now you gotta suck all the alcohol out of it? No. I'm trying to pop the bottom off. Anyway. So. So, anyone else doing anything else tonight before we just go to tomorrow and you guys get on the boat? Sounds good. I assume I don't find anything down in Nothing of interest. Okay, cool. You you learn what it's like to be a fish. Yeah, exactly. I've never been a fish before. I don't think any dwarfs have ever been a fish before. <laughs> this is going to become the story of the Incredible Mr. Olympic, by the way. And if you're not familiar with that movie, it's an old movie from probably about the 50s or 60s that's half live action, half cartoon, and it's funny as hell. Alright, I'll add that to my Netflix queue. Uh, <laughs> gonna want to find it somewhere else because it's not on Netflix. But no. anyway... Hulu. Story side to side. I've got a Hulu button too. And a voodoo. Voodoo who? Who the hell uses voodoo anymore? I don't know, but it came with my TV. Does it say Santorians? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's racist, but I'm pretty sure against it. But I'm not sure against who. Who was that racist to? Santorians are like. Alright. <laughs> I know Santorians. Oh, who are we offending? Bad. The fucking Nazis. <laughs> alright, alright. So, he's a fish. I meditate. Then he comes back. Specifically a reef shark. I pray to my God. Because I can. <laughs> tell him about my success. Tell him about my findings. Pray for more victories. 
Oh yeah, prayer after him builds home. Oh yeah, you know that's yeah. Nice that, 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 that. You are slowly going to turn into a clean, worshiper. Poseidon. Clean and, and and polish my weapon. If he exists in this uh, setting, the water gods. There's, is Poseidon a thing? There's gods of water, I'm sure. We just met one. No, you she's met a, a spirit. She's a spirit. I mean, I I go on par with God here. Spirit. Think about what she just did to something we had been trying to kill it's for the last two hours. Okay. Yes. Fair. Deity of incredible power. Can we go with that? Yeah. Fair. Anyway. Uh, so. You all set off. You guys are welcomed onto a... Basically, it's a fishing vessel manned by six elves. And uh, instead of, you know, obviously it would be like two or four of them rowing, all six of them are rowing at the same time. And you guys are expected to be at the great city on the lake of Day in a couple of days. Like, literally two days. I volunteer my muscle to help yeah. me to row if anyone gets tired. Yep, same. Yep. I, mean, I volunteer I got... my badass spell to help jet us across. Would you like to cast Control Water? Oh gosh, you can you change the that. water current. You can make it. Yeah, so that but you could surf faster. us all the way there. Uh, it only lasts ten minutes. So think you about ten, it. You, you surf us ten minutes closer. Yeah. Per day. I wouldn't even say surf. I say change the current of water so it's just acting as a or highway, rather, or rather, create a current because yeah. it's a lake. This is true. That's fair. I mean, lakes depending on the size of them. They sometimes have their currents. Their currents action. are more like a tide. Yeah. I mean, this. They're, they're, I assume this lake has an inlet somewhere. No. It's not fed from anything. It just lies out. Okay. No, because usually when a lake the crystal water fell here, if you would have followed the archaic creation myth of the Alzar, and it was like, there's water here now. (laughs) I'll believe it. What am I gonna do? Question. You mean grab me a fork? No. She's got this. She's grown ass lady. She's got this. You enjoy that molten cheese. cheese (laughs) Chocolate and caramel, however you can. Okay. Um. Side note, I'm not yeah. using her dice anymore. They're going to be <laughs> sticky as fuck. It's going to be coated in 10,000 calories of sugar in various forms. Oh, gosh, yeah, like that single bite is so yeah. fucking rich. No, dude, I took a bite and I was like, oh, this is so good. I'm never going to eat another bite. And I can feel my arteries closing. Oh, <laughs> what a sweet death. <laughs> Literally death by chocolate in that little box right yeah, there. It's very good, though. <laughs> Please. No, uh, <laughs> Back so, on yeah, topic. It's, it's an incredibly uneventful and fast trek. Um, you guys travel to there in a day and a half. It is the next, it is that second day's morning. Excuse me. When you all arrive, the elves are exhausted despite the assistance of the martially inclined and the magically inclined to expedite the trip. Um, you guys get to the massive uh, perimeter sized pier of the city of Delverde. Before you move on a little bit further, do the the, the elves deal with gold, don't they? Yes? What? Gold? gold. Oh, gold. For for their time, I'm going to go ahead and and give them... They um, refuse. Alright, fine. You saved our people. They're paying us at this point. Yeah. They're they're thankful. Well, they're exhausted. So, but yeah. nothing says they have to rush back. Exactly. They can take their time getting yeah. back. They just want to make sure we got here. As they a, as they ask if you will, all will want to ride back tomorrow. I don't well, know how long we're going to be I here. assume we're probably going to head straight back. Actually, would it be quicker to go back from your village 
or to head straight west from here to get back to Millhart. It also determines how, it's also determined by how long we're going to be here. This is true. Yeah. We'll figure out something. We will else. be here a day. Okay. okay. Let us know what you want to do when we tomorrow morning. Okay. We'll be staying at that inn and they port to point to one of the salty inns on the pier. Okay. All right. If we're not back here by midday tomorrow, at the latest, absolute latest, assume we're not coming back. Very good, we will. All right. <laughs> and you all are all welcomed into the great uh, city of Verde. Cool. Yay! So, as far as I'm aware, the only uh, objective we have here is to meet up with the Hart's cousin. Is there any el- other thing that's leading us here? Well, we don't... So far, that's our objective, yes, but he might have something else for us. This is true. So, we should probably track him down, so... um, And this is all making Tenchi's head spin, because he's never been in a city this big. Sure, absolutely. Um, (laughs) You all would notice that there is a warship, dare say galleon, boarding a military force. In the middle of the lake? Okay, yeah. Ogden's definitely interested in this. He's like, ooh, what's going on over there? And he gets sidetracked right away from the group. I just look at the ship and go, <laughs> Yeah, it's what? the biggest ship what? you've ever seen, and probably the ship that what? most of the what? rest what? of you have ever seen. What? Uh, Even me with my military background? Probably. Maybe. I mean, at least, this this thing looks like the size of a ship you'd see used in open water battles. Okay. It is pr- undeniably the largest ship on this lake. Okay. And there's probably a reason for that. Yeah. I want to know the reason, so I'm... I'm with him okay. going towards it. That's a landlocked lake. Why yeah. on earth would there be a ship of why that is it size a, on it? Why is it a war thing? If all of them are friendly and trading with each other. <laughs> so, coast guard? Coast guard. <laughs> the entire 360 degrees of the coast. Yeah. Just in the middle of the lake. Oh, so, okay. you guys walk upon the pier towards this massive vessel and you see in common upon its side is assumably the name of this vessel, and it's the Coast's Fist. Coast's Fist. And uh, and you can see that there's clearly like a quartermaster sort of individual like counting people as they walk on to the ship that are all like dressed in like uniformed armor and weapons, and they're marching like they're clearly a part of a mo- like organized onto militia a, to a army onto the ship. Uh, and there is a very finely dressed, very uh, very military sort of individual standing next to the quartermaster listening to him rattle people off. They are both human. If they acknowledge us in any way, I'm going to take the opportunity to talk to them. Otherwise, I'm going to let. I'm not going to disturb what they're no. doing. I'm going to go up and stand next to him. And just kind of military. like... Military. Right, so. probably got his arms crossed. Just look at him. all the people. It's just in yeah. wonder. Yeah. Like starstruck it's, it's like It's like 200 men. Tenshi's just uh, probably where we noticed the galleon. I probably just stopped and I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, and like just three posts of sails. Like this thing is a Spanish galleon from like the Pirates of the Caribbean era of mm. of the of our world. Like this thing is a big ship, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and so at the moment that the two of you sort of. Clearly respecting the process of loading a small army onto a boat, uh, the sort of officer sort of individual that's standing next to the man who's taking names as the infantry walk onto the ship sort of is watching, like ignoring you for a moment. You there. Yes. Looks to you if you're taller. <laughs> What's your business, half-orc? 
wondering what's going on with this uh, galley and why. admiration. Yeah. <laughs> well, as the great city of Del Verde or the, of Verde, the great city of Verde understands. One of the coastal cities or towns is under duress, and therefore the entire might of this city is coming to its aid. Oh, oh you, um, you don't mean to that elven village that we just came from and helped out, do you? The same. Yeah, so, <laughs> they should be fine now. In fact, we got a bunch of people who wrote us over here as thanks for helping them out. But they might actually need some aid with food, though. You said you have people from the village? Yeah, they're staying at that salty inn back there that they just... Waste no more of my time with your potential lies and bring me something I can trust. Turn back around and go with my short little dwarven legs start stomping off towards the... Uh, and, I, and I follow behind I'm him going, I'm kind of taken aback by his, his abruptness just because I'm from a military background, too. What, what is? Can I tell what his rank is? Um, clearly uh, of some officer level. Okay. He's not a grunt or an organizer of grunts. He's he's clearly someone of renown. He's probably the ship uh, captain. He has, you know, the fancy shit on his chest. He's got the, the pads on his shoulders. He, uh-huh. So he's more decadent yeah. than... Well, he's decadent. That doesn't... He's decadent, but he's not... Like, you can he's immediately not... assess that he's not some son of a prince. Okay. Like He's not a pompous general that no, just got his job from... he has seen a fight. Okay. He's earned his rank, is what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Alright, well, All right. I kind of, I get annoyed a little bit, but at the same time I respect it. And right, I, I mean, you, you would probably very much understand the logistics of putting 200 men on a boat and being yeah. like, we're going to solve a problem. Yeah. To, like, alright, well, I'm trying to tell this guy that he's wasted his morning. Yeah. You know, I could probably give him some more than that. Yeah, okay. Uh, so, Honey. He, he is being short and rude, but it, 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 you it, get it when you yeah. think about it. So, he's being a dwarf. For a human. <laughs> all right. So, all right. Yeah, so we, we go... Well, I'm tagging along behind him, because he goes trotting off. I'm like, oh, he's got to go somewhere. I should go with him. <laughs> all right. He might need me to punch somebody. We it's a hold bar, off so maybe. setting sail until we get back. I promise we will be back within... How long did it take us to get here? Well, I imagine that Thirty we'll seconds. sail until about midday. Okay, we will be back before then. We're going to the be back in the better minutes. if there's truly concern. Will do. And he immediately turns back to his duties as manager. Yep. And I How does hustling overland work? Maybe. Uh, I, I'm kind of. Well, actually, I'm probably far too far away to hear that. So never mind. I'm just gonna go trotting off. I mean, to the it's end, all the. All we're not in an initiative right now, so really, you're, yeah. it's all fluff at this point. Yeah. Hurriedly walk over to the inn. Okay. I mean, the, the elves are not even, like, off the... In the boat, yeah. They're, well, they're off the boat, but they're, like, not even in the tavern yet. Like, you easily could walk back right over to them, like, hey. Yeah. Can you come talk to this guy for us, please? Who? Uh, there's a general that's actually supposed, uh, getting ready to give your town aid, uh, military aid to be exact, and oh. since the problem has already been resolved, it may be in your best interest to tell him yeah. we don't need it, And but if you want to give us food... And other supplies. He sort of, like, sort of limply slaps the chest of one of the others. Like, (laughs) (laughs) not at all interested or concerned. Well, go talk to the grumpy pants over there. Like, nobody wants to do that. Yeah. So, uh, one of the the six elves, um, you know, joins you all back to go speak to this man. Okay. Um, And in a moment, uh, once you all approach... The sort of distinguished officer type fellow like stamps his foot 
like louder than you think a normal man should be able to stamp his foot on a plank and make noise. Uh, and like the soldiers stop. Okay. And he looks to you and looks to the elf and go, "You have exactly one minute of my time. What has happened?" The elf quickly explains, "You know, this group of adventurers has helped us with the issue. There was a great problem, and we were we were under stress for weeks, and." And, and this half-orc came to us from you all and, you know, sort of he looks to you for some sort of distinguished, like... I have an um, insignia of my rank. I'm a cavalry. Exactly. So you brandish your, you know, essential badge yeah. of, like, that you work for the mayor or governor of, of the, the city of day And he goes, okay, respects that, and looks back to the elf for more information. And, you know, it's like, she came, and we were hoping that you all would come, and you clearly were going to, and we came here as soon as the problem was handled. And, uh, then he goes, sort of nods gently, not interrupting, not being able to sort of listen to all the information, and he goes, Quartermaster. Yes, sir. Go to the last page. Yes. Give every man that woke up and was on time for service... Two weeks' food and pay for his time of being responsive. We'll do, sir. Soldiers, fall back in line. Reverse order. Dismissed. And there's like a what? Like amongst the the soldiers of varying race and gender yeah. and creed. Like, what the fuck is going on? But follow orders. Yep. Turn around. Walk back. And as each soldier passes by, as this conversation continues between the amongst of you. The quartermaster like rips the slip, hands rips the slip, hands rips the slip, hands, and there's like m- m- mumbles, mumbles about what's going on. Being from a uh, being a cleric of war, I kind of stand erect and just kind of put my uh, hand to my head and just salute them as all the soldiers file off of the boat, showing my own respect. Sure, 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 and and some of them certainly respect, and the occasional dwarf is like, and <laughs> <laughs> she's just still staring at the boat. Yeah, just uh, and so kind of continuing on, um, the, the the general or the admiral looks to you and goes, "So, cavalryman, what's your name?" Why am I looking at paper for that? Pork. <laughs> <laughs> this is the this is the point of the story where the players are drunk enough that they're forgetting their own names. Bork, sir. Cavalryman Bork, would you and your friends join me on an escort to speak with the governor. I'm sure he will wish to know that this has already been resolved without his aid. Absolutely. And whatever potential aid might be requested by the town. Absolutely. Very good. Elf. Man. Man. Sir. (laughs) (laughs) Unsure. Uh, Question mark? How long will you be in town? Tells him. At least till tomorrow. Very good. Where are you staying? Points to the end. I'll have message sent with, with what will be sent with you all and maybe even a side vessel escorting whatever goods may be requested by the town. I no longer need you, thank you. Malcolm is like, oh, that was easy. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, the Admiral looks to the group of you and so goes, well, I assume this is it? Yeah, this the, is the, the entire party. The four plus the invisible half. I assume it. that there's nothing more pressing on your plates for the day. Well, we wanted to meet the uh, Hart's cousin, who we believe is a banker, but other than that, uh, yeah, meeting the governor sounds good. The mayors of Middleheart? Yes. Mm-hmm. Are they, you in their employ? They sent Where us to the Elven Village to help out with the situation uh, about a week ago? Well, I will have a message sent to them immediately. Quartermaster, thank you. 
<laughs> quartermaster's already like writing the note, you know. Like he's on it. Mm, he's a quartermaster. It's what he uh, does. Already writing a letter. Like, Thank you. <laughs> I'll have a message sent to the bank, and I'm sure they'll be glad to hear your message. I'm sure they will expect you for dinner. Wonderful. To the governor. Then. All right. To the governor. Uh, he sort of turns very, you know, a very professional. Like on the heel, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. That practiced on the heel turn. Yeah. Have to impress you. Half he probably would do it if no one was there, you know, sort of thing. Uh, turns and oh, sorry, huh? <laughs> kicked your dog in the face by accident. It's fine. I, I do, do it, it all the time. time. Uh, <laughs> turns and there is, you know, he sort of snaps his fingers a carriage. <laughs> I mean, it was there. It's not like out of yeah. thin air. Like, <laughs> Let's be real here. Oh, so it wouldn't be out of the question. Mount and vehicle. Right. <laughs> right. But uh, you know, a carriage pulls up that he was probably going to get back onto after the. Vessel was filled, um, and he gestures for you all to enter. Uh, and I let of, my party members enter first. I'm just like, oh, this is cushy. Yes, wonderfully nice seats uh, on sturdy wood. It's it's a good ride. I'm a, I'm a little hunched, but like the seats are so plush, yeah. I don't mind. Right. Ogden uh, grunts a little bit as he lifts his body weight into the uh, carriage and then sits down. Yeah. It's like, hey, yeah, attention's right. This is comfy. Yeah. <laughs> and, and both the, oh. the two booths are like you know three wide, so like okay. three of you and then <laughs> a couple of you. And the, the general, the admiral, sits on one in the middle, and uh, leans over to the as you are, sir. Carries on, and so there's a uh, that little wild drive between here and the governor, and so now that the pressure of the outside world, the admiral just pulls out a cig- cigar, smoke. Sure. Hands <laughs> you each one and snuffs his or cuts his and lights it. Is, is there like a window to crack by any chance? Yeah. Like, like <laughs> can't you just go? <coughs> hands his matchbox over to the two of you and just starts. Likewise, cigar yeah. and his. Roast down the window. I some take more. out my Probably own gonna matchbox. Probably going to take out the. Uh, well, you have your own matchbox. Pretty sure. I got nothing to cut it with, so I'm just like, if you don't mind, take out a bit of this work, then put it back. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> I'm sorry for your more. troubles. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate uh, the aid that you were going to, to give in response to, I'm assuming, my letter. Well, our, we have no fields to grow grain, so pe- towns like that keep us alive as much as we keep them alive. Agreed. That's going to be a problem. <clears throat> a lot of their grains and crops were destroyed by the water uh, thing. Yes, please. Uh, tell, me, tell me what happened. So I go into the whole detail about mm-hmm. how the crystal itself was severed and spawned two entities. One, we assume a uh, land creature, probably a wood nymph of some sort, maybe even a dryad, by the name of dryad, and a water elemental who was ingested by a... Uh, merit? Merit? Merit. What is a merit? Uh, basically just a, a grotesque fish, fish person from what we saw. Jin. Uh, hmm. She would know as a jinn yeah. because, you know, she's arcane and whatnot. But yeah, so the thing just essentially took advantage of her uh, naivete and then consumed her and then took her place Mm. and essentially extorted the town for alcohol. Mm. Alcohol, you say? What would a genie need that for? Oh, funny story about that. uh, Yes, please, Tenshi, go right ahead. From what I understood is that the alcohol kept, uh, what was her name again? Quinn? Undine. Undine. Kept Undine asleep while he was, while she was... Trapped inside. Basically in an alcoholic coma. Hmm. And he acted as the prison. Who would think that all it took was a copious amount of alcohol to subdue the gods? I hesitate to call her a god. She's just 
of embodiment of half of the uh, crystal of water. Well, as I understand the stories, my friend, it wasn't hardly 50 years ago that four stones called crystals decided the fate of the world. And if she's half of one of them, I haven't met many gods. I'd willingly call her one. You have a good point. And I was awfully young when that happened, so... I was hard not even alive, much less my parents. Mm. Sorry. I'm a hill dwarf. I lived under a rock. Understood. I lived on a lake my whole life. <laughs> uh, <laughs> jokes. jokes. <laughs> so, what brings a ragtag group of impressive, varied walks of life and different gates, even? Well, Spirit of adventure. Hmm. And without even thinking, I hold up my warhammer in my hand. Ooh, 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 put that away. <laughs> the spirit of adventure. I hold up my purse. <laughs> <laughs> purse. I was sent over towards the town to check it out from this city. And along my travels, I met these people. And they, they've proven their worth. What about you, Tall Order? I was told to walk the world. Just as an aside, Hamakar is probably in one of these seats off to the side. He's in the trunk. I wanted answers. <laughs> He's in the trunk. I'm just here. <laughs> I wanted answers. <laughs> Hi. It's I, not I, wrong. I actually probably take it more as uh, Hamakar is sitting there and be like, I'll talk to cops. <laughs> <laughs> That's racist. I'm not sure against you. <laughs> This is going to become, like, the tagline really for this entire it. campaign. I'm okay with it being a thing, because it's non-specific. <laughs> um, oh, anywho, so the, the, the banter goes back and forth. You guys have filtered it pretty thoroughly to the extent you're willing to go to about what happened. Well, I mean, it's How kind of the extent this? that we know, so... <laughs> I mean, Ogden, recognizing his rank and uh, obvious, you know, stature... He's willing to answer any questions posed. It's just Ogden himself might not know everything. Right. So. <laughs> so, the carriage ride is ultimately peaceful. The uh, Admiral smokes the majority of his cigar on the ride. Clearly, it's not his first time. <laughs> uh, and the carriage, you know, comes to a halt. Galvanez! Thank you. I don't know why I imagine that this fucking town on the Lake of Verdae is like Great Britain. It works. Like, it's, like, I just feel like this is London in my mind. Like, it's just London. Uh, Anywho, um... Why not? Oh, it's because I watched Penny Dreadful recently. Oh, is it good? really good. Okay. I saw the first season, it's good. Watch the whole thing. You will enjoy it and be so disappointed in the end. Good to know. <laughs> so sad, but it's worth it. I'll uh, add it to the list. Alright. Right. So we get to Governor's Place. So, you get to the Governor's Place, um, the Admiral says... Cameraman, rank aside. I will do the talking until we're before the governor himself. Ogden raises a hand to his head. <laughs> kind of gives you like a... Oh. Where the heart is landing. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, steps out of the carriage. Um, and, uh, you all you know, pile out, and mm -hmm. there's these big iron rod gates, and guards with halibirds. Admiral! You know, gates open. You guys are welcomed in. Uh, walk up this nice uh, wood pathway. I mean, everything's, everything's founded on wood. Wood. Stone's too heavy. Uh, and are led into... I mean, it's nice. It's a wonderful home. 
but it is a home. It's not a mansion. Okay. Like, no matter who you are in this town, you only get so much property to live on. It's, you know, every 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 block of city is a year of building posts mm-hmm. down to the bottom so of this, the lake. So this, this city is actually literally on the water? Yes. Okay. Is this Lake Town? Yes. Goddamn. Lake you made that home. analogy before you got yeah. here, so yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lake, it's, it's good on you. <laughs> lake town, but nicer. Lake town, but not on the lake. Yeah. It's it's like posted. Yeah. Like to the base, so it's stable. Yeah. No yeah. dragon problems, I would hope. Less at least. <laughs> no smog. Snake. God, you know I. Mm, you know what? No. That's our rant for a different day. Yeah. Continue. My opinions of the Hobbit movies don't need to be brought up tonight. <laughs> <laughs> that would fill the next four hours. At least we wouldn't get minutes. very far. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, you are welcomed to the door. There is a very finely dressed man. Uh, he, you know, notes the admiral, looks to the rest of you with, you know, less less uh, approval, but approval. Uh, if you're walking with the Admiral, you're obviously people of some importance. And he opens the large white wooden doors that lead inside. Uh, you are appointed to meet with the governor in his sitting room. And as you enter, there is a, uh, a female half-orc sitting in the most lavish chair of the room. Friend of yours? Racist. And know we know to who. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, and she sort of stands up, swirling a brandy, uh, and welcomes you all. And says, "Ah, Admiral Calvaryman, Bork, was it? Yes. And I assume friends. Please have a seat. I assume there are chairs there, right? Yes. Okay. It's a I take a chair. It's a sitting room. <laughs> I was just about to plop down on the ground. Uh, Can't she would, though. Yeah, so, right. you know, he does. She takes her seat back in the sitting room, and uh, the admiral says, Governor, it is my understanding that Calvaryman Bork was successful on her mission to the Nova Elven Village, and that these individuals were key keystroke members in resolving the conflict that befell upon them for weeks. I feel that they have shared some information with me, but ultimately I imagine they could stand a better story, and I trust them enough to tell that story without my presence. So, if I may be excused to organize the somewhat disrupted men and women that were taken from their military march this morning, the governor sort of nods her head and excuses the admiral, and he fucks off. (laughs) And so... You know, kind of the moment after he leaves, you can hear the door close, and the servant man who met you at the door sort of walks back to the sitting room and gives the governor, the governor a nod to sort of indicate that you are all alone. And she looks to you and says, "So, I will start with you, Calvaryman Bork. Tell me of your mission, and then I will gladly hear from your friends." All right. Well, I traveled as I was instructed over to the Elven City and found that they were indeed in distress, and it was due to a djinn that had encaptured a spirit. In fact, the spirit of the crystal. As we found out, the crystal has been split in half, and each half is formed into, I guess, a um, spirit-type creature. And we were able to free the creature from her 
imprisonment from the jinn, and in fact, and therefore have freed the the city from the jinn's control. That is troubling, but good to hear. Uh, Brent, and sort of Superman, perks up a moment. Yes, Governor. Fetch the book on the crystals, please. Nods and bits himself to you, and comes back a moment later after never continuing to listen to the rest of what you had to say, uh, and brings back a sort of dusty tone, and she sort of flips through some pages, and uh, and holds sort of turns it to Waller Jewel, mm-hmm. and it's a map of Yalzar, easily recognized, mm-hmm. and she sort of points to these uh, like sort of notations on the map, and points out, and I'll 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 have the image posted on the Facebook group between sessions. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just as a and, point. and it'll be the same thing as the Yalzar map, except it'll say with crystals. Okay. And she points to on each of the four locations where the crystals are known to be. Okay. And she says, so you, you're telling me that beneath us, which I know, and she sort of points to under, like, on the lake. Uh, so the water crystal remains here in the lake of Verdag. Half of it. Well, at the time okay. of this map making the entire thing. Okay. Sort of points to the other locations. That's where the fire or center is located. And a gin was able to manipulate one half of the crystal after it split. You say? Well, correct. It wasn't it, a gin. It was a myriad. Uh, myriad. Which is a myriad. type of gin. So basically, in their newly awakened state, they're naive and over trusting of vulnerable. things around them. They're vulnerable. That's make, a very good word for it. Makes sense. To me, that that would explain quite truthfully how quickly we, we, and I assume by the the four of you, must act to assist with these spirits. That is our our task. It sounds like you all have quite the trek ahead of you. Which begs the question, what is powerful enough to sever the crystal clean in half? Well, she sort of turns it back, back to herself and flips some pages... According to these texts, 75 years ago, when the four heroes saved the world and restored the crystals to their former glory, they bested a being that referred to itself as chaos, much like the concept, I understand. And through destroying its form and its connection to our realm, sending it back to whatever place it came from, was able to... sort of purify the crystals. And so I could only imagine that if something that powerful as a god of another realm must be to corrupt the crystals, you must be of similar grandeur, mm-hmm. maybe even more so, to destroy them or sever them. So while I am merely a woman, I am immortal at that. I couldn't imagine some of the players that play would be involved that would have to, you know, dismantle this situation. But if Undine, the spirit you spoke of, is so highly in favor of the four of you, clearly you have quite the quest ahead of you. It seems so. <laughs> Five? The half elf. <laughs> we, sorry, we can't forget about him. He's just very, very quiet. Right. Sorry, Paris. <laughs> uh, very much so, then. 
<laughs> you know, on a personal level, I think Ogden's a little bit more intimidated by just this woman's presence and stature than he was of the Admiral, <laughs> who was more physically intimidating. And this woman is just so refined, so authoritative. He's just like, That's what happens when you command what is basically a yeah. city. Remind energy. me not to piss her off, either. <laughs> Damn it! You're <laughs> trying to make it a thing. It's not going to be... Quit thing. trying to make it a thing. It's not going to come back. I mean, you can make it a thing. Like, you got to want it, and you clearly do. <laughs> Quit trying to bring Fetch back. It's not coming back. <laughs> uh, this is how we dance. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, so, to the rest of you, do you have any additional insight that Calvaryman Bork was not able to help with? Uh, well, she rewarded us with some... She, she conferred some powers onto us. I can turn to a fish. <laughs> how wonderful. <laughs> I don't think she cares. No, but I think it's cool. Uh, could I have the opportunity to study your book further? I think it would provide some valuable information for our quest. Brent, is this the only copy we have? Then how about you keep it? And she sort of closes it in hand to yourself. Yeah. How much does this book weigh in relation to the halfling? I would, I would probably say that it's. It weighs about what like an average college textbook weighs, oh. but it's like, twice as wide because it, you know yeah. binding is not yeah. that refined. But yeah, <laughs> she's like bending over backwards to hold. That's pretty much her <laughs> five ten pounds. That's pretty much most of her carrying capacity. That's, that is a good one fourth of her carrying weight or of her weight in general. Who needs food? Right, books. Books. <laughs> or you could have one of the pack mule carries. That's why I got a horse. Yeah. <laughs> no, had a horse. Yeah, had a horse. Oh, yeah, it didn't make the uh, trek across the water with us and shit. We should have sold them to the orcs. <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna return them. Yeah. Were, but now they're stuck in the elf village. Maybe it would be worthwhile to go back to the elf village to get the horses back. <laughs> I think they can afford Wait. horses. Anyway, <laughs> you had horses to return. They belong to the, to the mares of, of You, you better Arc. return those darn horses. Anyway, anyway, anyway. They, they are not yours. Us. They didn't so leave behind. This in front of the governor. No, not most of them. <laughs> <laughs> Let's reel it in. Okay. All right. I'm going to thank her for her generous gift. I should thank you. You protected some of my citizens. Well, on that note, their crops were absolutely destroyed. They could really use some food if you have any to spare. Our people will feel that, but they will feel it more. And we will certainly send them aid. Other than food, what could you fathom they would require? Well, since we uh, rescued Undine, uh, the elf said that it's likely that there's going to be a good bounty from the lake. So maybe more fishing vessels would be prudent mm. to try and capitalize on that. Brent. Yes, ma'am. What's the name of that magician that lives on Coral Lane? Uh, Elliot. Yes, have Elliot come by tonight. Elliot is a magician that works down in uh, Coral Lane. You see, he has spent his time and magical energies on focusing on spells that produce food. He tends to do a lot of charity work with the children. I will have him sent to that village and make sure that no one goes hungry. Hmm. They will very much appreciate that, I'm sure. Cool. Well, I'm sure that that sort of magic is quite mundane to some of the older elves that I know live there, but still, an extra pair of... Wizards 
or the next wizard is never unwelcome amongst the elves, as far as I know. It, Especially until they start being able to harvest more fish. It changes up from uh, casting of good berries every day. Yep. So, what else is that there that you all can tell me or that I may be able to request of you or give you? Uh, Where do we find dryads? That was going to be my next question. We have a suspicion that she's probably gone west to the forest beyond Middleheart. Hmm. However, we have no confirmation of that. This is going purely on hunch. That would make geographical sense. It's the closest forest to here. Mm-hmm. But that is only one of two forests of Delverday. Yes. Hmm. Nice to the book back. Sort of oh, Packs back, <laughs> back to the page where there's the map. Hmm. Well, the Ella Rail goes straight out of this city and goes all the way to the North Forest. I'm sorry, the what now? Ella Rail. Ella Rail? Is this yeah. like a train? Well, you. I think you that. guys would know yeah, what this you, is, you but me. Yeah. Okay. All right. You, you did mention that. So. But me, just. Just sort of looks at him. He's not from this continent, and this is new information to him. I'm not from any mainland. I hate to be the rudest I could imaginably be. Is he? Are you, are you simple? Sometimes well, I mean, I, I used to live in a hut. Well, I'm sure many of us did. But I, I'm still uh, fairly new to what, most what, of this. What is your name? Tenchi. Uh, Hama Tenchi. Hama Tenchi. Well, welcome. The El Rail is an establishment that has come to be about 70... Well, I suppose more than more than a hundred years ago now, and it connects some of the greatest cities in the world to each other in sort of a system of cars or carriages that you might imagine. Like what we rode in? Yes, much like that, except dra- dragged instead of by horses, but by the elements or elementals. That sounds dangerous. Uh, there's some debate to it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So that's what the Ella Rail is. And you could get on the Ella Rail from here and get to the other side of Delver Day from here in merely a week or two. Well, a week's travel to the north, or a week's travel back to, heart, to, to Middle Heart. Well, there I have a couple of advisors who study the crystals since the occasions of chaos mm-hmm. uh, about 70 years ago. And or 60, 50 years ago. And I imagine that they may have more insight to this dryad that you're searching for. Mm-hmm. My limited understanding outside of the state of affairs of running a city, uh, when it comes to dryads, I believe they're some sort of fey being that reside in forests. So as far as my understanding could tell you, I would imagine they would, it would be in one of those two places if it's still on Delver Day at all. Yeah. Can I do a knowledge check? Absolutely. Go ahead and make it with advantage since you are connected to the Archfey. Wow. What was it, like a four and a one? Four and a one, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, oh, shit. The Fey is not interested in helping All you. Right. We might also want to consider the, op- the potential that any smaller forest nearby could also be an applicable candidate for where this thing is seeking refuge. True. So... Knowledge Arcana or knowledge what what do you think would be applicable? Uh, I will go ahead and say 
that since you're you're working sort of your you you would be tapping like almost exactly the kind of knowledge that the Archfey would be would have taught you in your pact that you could use your proficiency and whatever stat and your charisma stat modifier. So no need to call it a skill of any type. Okay. But just immediately be proficient in this type of knowledge and gain your stat in it. So the four plus all that would be what? Nine? For my... Proficiency plus charisma. Proficiency... Yeah. Okay. So, unfortunately you don't have any additional insight to this. Right. But dryads are beings of the forest. Um, they, they literally live in trees. And anywhere there's a tree, there could be a dryad. But the more trees in one place, the more likely there's a dryad. So, uh, I mean, the only insight to be garnered here that hasn't already been outrightly said, like, because as it stands, you guys are aware, it's probably in the West Forest or the North Forest. Right. But it would sort of stand a reason to you that a dryad of power comparable to what we've already witnessed in Undyne, a dryad, the spirit, could probably just make a forest. Oh. So have any forests randomly popped up in the near vicinity? And that would be something to look into. Okay. Go to the local lumberjack. Darn, if only I could turn into a flying fish. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hey, look, there's a forest over there. Blub, blub. Club. Yeah. <laughs> they don't fly that high. Yeah, I know. Boy. <laughs> hey, so it made sense. That's the, the only time. thing you could recall that would be pertinent okay. information. That uh, a dryad of immense power could just make a forest. Alright. Do you tell yeah, me? Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> share that knowledge. Okay. Well. Well, you know, a dryad. Right. Well, again, I, I love su- your smug attitude there, Ben. Right. I would suggest that you all speak to my sages tonight. Uh, do you all have anything that would bind you from being able to stay here for the day? Apparently, we need to go see a banker. We need to go see a man about a bank. Yeah. Um, oh, specifically um, by the name of Hart. Yes, Mr. Hart, yes. master of coin of the nearby bank. Absolutely. Master of coin, huh? He's, he runs the bank. Boy, that is a very prestigious family that he comes from. I don't know how much you know about the heart bloodline, my friend. A little, to be fair. If they are not holding the coin purse, they have their hand in it from here to the northern tip of Delverde. So good people to be on good terms with. I would certainly say so. Okay, wonderful. We're on our way there. Well, shall I set a table for you all this evening, or will you come by afterwards? Food? We might be joining uh, Mr. Hart, or Mrs. Hart, I don't assume to know, for dinner at uh, at his leisure. Oh, Mr. Mr. Wonderful. Good to know. Yes. No, I will uh, I will set a round of brandy and make sure that the sages stay after their bellies are full tonight. And they will be here to listen to and perhaps guide you however they best can when you return tonight. Wonderful. Well, if there's nothing else that I can help you with at this present time, I should see you on your way. Uh, I'll have Brent call the carriage for you. Thank you for your hospitality. Very good. Carriage ride! <laughs>
side. You guys turn to stand up to be like, what's Brent up to? And he's gone already. Uh, <laughs> They're very well trained in this town. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> the dude's a professional. More disciplined than an army. <laughs> than uh, any of us. So he like, comes back a moment after right you guys have like, stood up and were like, making your way to the door. You, he opens the door and he's like, Madam Sirs. And there's a carriage at the gate. I don't know. <laughs> Bye. Um, so, uh, in, a, in, in a carriage pulled by two white ponies, you guys are pulled to... Uh, it's a uh, to a different part of town, hard for you to tell, at least to make ups or downs of where you've gone or how many left turns were involved. Tenshi's just looking out the window like yeah, a kid in a new city for the first time, because that's it's, what it's it is. A, it's a nice town. You guys can actually, instead of talking to the Admiral the whole time, you guys can kind of breathe in uh, what the, 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 the Isle city of Del Verde, or Verde, rather, uh, is exactly like. It's, it's not without its poverty, of course, no cities, but... It is a nice town. People seem to be uh, pretty diverse, pretty pretty welcoming. You don't see anyone get murdered. Uh, <laughs> Out in the open. Right. But uh, you certainly can tell for those that are looking for it that this place probably has an underbelly. It's small. It's probably fit. Wet. It's a fit underbelly. <laughs> probably wet. Right. Uh, but it's present. Like, you can see people who are con artists on the street, and they're probably nicer than your average con artist, but they're still <laughs> con artists. Uh, you know, I, I lean over to attention and I say, don't buy any magic beans. <laughs> Hold on, wait. You see if I believe them. Like, be what? Wisdom check? Sure. Insight. Uh... Hold on. So it's a total of 15, so I'll probably look at him and go... Such thing as magic beans. Exactly. So don't buy them. So, but it not long of a trick before you, the carriage stops and goes at the bank. Oh boy! Throw open the door, hop down in his little dwarf stubby legs. So, yeah. she just kind of has to, like, before you stands a, a quite uh, fancy establishment. Clearly a store of some kind from the looks good on the outside. Uh, very fancy front. Very functional core of a building. And uh, there is a locked door at the front of it with a very broad-shouldered man uh, standing there saying, Good midday to you. What's your business at the Bank of Verde? Good midday, sir. We are affiliated with the Brothers Hart from Middle Hearts, and they've told us to contact their cousin, Mr. Hart, here at the bank. Don't let me stand in your way, then. Turns around, takes the key off of his neck. Unlocks the door, puts it back on his neck, opens the door this time. Hmm? So it's a good thing you're not a rogue this time. Yeah. Yeah, right? Right. Mission, I... steal everything that's not nailed down. Right. <laughs> sort of what you in. Have a nice day. Thank Susan you, has. sir. Closes the door behind you. Boy, he sounds Slide so enthused by his job. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I know that job. Open the door, close the door. Yeah. Lock the door, unlock the door. Hold the door. Repeat. Ah. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. oh, so guys, too soon. Yeah. <laughs> the is fresh. Yeah. All right. You guys walk in, and it's a pretty um, modest foyer of a, a lobby. Even. There's a, a line of chairs um, and a broad desktop, and a couple of people sitting behind it. And uh, there is two halflings, both female, sitting there. And 
one of them looks at the other and, you know, and goes, go for it. And the one who got winked at says, Sirs and madams, what can I do for you all today? Mr. Hart, please. Greetings. Oh, of course. And so she looks back to them and goes, well, it's your turn. <laughs> so she, like, hops down and disappears from sight and uh, walks over to a side office door that is is quite small. And, and I just kind of look down at Knocks being, on it. It's like, there are more of you? And, and walks in, closes the door behind you, and uh, a moment later, she comes back out and sort of nods her head as a gnome walks out the same small service, service door. And uh, you can tell by the shape of his chin... The uh, the shape of his hairline and his very impressed with himself stature or stance for a man of his stature is undeniably a member of the Hart family. <laughs> Vegeta, <laughs> and he sort of walks out with his hands sort of graced like limply on the side, very very common, and sort of walks forward and as he sort of is able to take all the four of you in, get five of you in, goes. Uh, Ah, uh, yes, the people that I heard about. Uh, well, I suppose most, well, all of the people that I heard about, and someone new, from my cousins. Uh, what can I do for you all today? Greetings, Mr. Hart. The <laughs> Brothers Hart from Middle Hart told us to seek out the heart of this town. Ah, uh, very clever, and I can appreciate the terms. Uh, <laughs> would you all join me in my office, please? Absolutely. Certainly. Wonderful. Uh, take the larger door. <laughs> I'll take the tiny door. <laughs> <laughs> he sort of smiles and uh, walks over to his do- uh, the small door and the big door right next to it and sort of opens it for you. And walks in behind you. I jiggle the door handle. Is it unlocked? I open okay, it. I open the door. <laughs> I open it for him. Um, there's an array of chairs for you all to sit in. And he sort of takes his chair of appropriate size to his desk of appropriate size and sort of Aww. looks up at the majority of you. Cooking uh, me square. In the we ass. are the most diverse D and D group I've ever played in. This is amazing. I, I can't it's sit anywhere since my last campaign. It's, my campaigns are always super diverse. <laughs> the last couple of campaigns I played in, everyone was human because of the bonus feat at first level. So yeah. <laughs> so he sort of looks to the group and he goes, "So, I got the letter from my cousins, and they say that you are all quite a substantial and obviously capable group." and that I owe you all the sum of a thousand coins. Is that right? Mm-hmm. That's what they told us. Are, is that going to be an issue? or? Oh, good lord, not the slightest. Oh, well, yes, that's exactly what they told us, too. <laughs> he pull, you know, pulls out a drawer and just like grabs the pre-bundled like, five bags of 200 coins and pushes it uh, towards a lot of you. And uh, you know, please asks that you, you take the coin as you would. So uh, is this two hundred coins per person or one thousand per person? Oh, sorry, it's it's two hundred and fifty coins a pouch. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bork, you're not being paid. You kind of weren't with the group when we. Started. You were not part of the deal. I did help out as a fair. And, um, and 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 if you want to go back in character, I'm sure you could try to negotiate with him on that. But he prepared. Actually, he prepared four payments and is making those payments. Don't worry, buddy. I'll buy you a nail. Um, so the three no. of you and and Harem Karn is all you know all receive your two hundred fifty gold. Paris, I, make sure you put that two hundred fifty gold on your character sheet. Remember, that's two fifty. I believe you're 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 missing one one bag, so. Oh, I don't think that you are any less deserved, but uh, I was not. 
prepared, um, much less contracted, to pay you. Um, I understand that given by your badge of cavalrymen that you are working for the governor, is that correct? Yes. Has the governor decided that she would pay you coin? I assume that you did this not on your own vocation. I kind of pipe up and I say, it would have been impossible for us to succeed without him. Oh, and not a doubt. And so, I don't mean for this being to walk out of my office without giving coin. <laughs> but if you ever take the privilege of me tongue-twisting with people again, I will have your tongue sucked. It's one of my greatest joys in life. And so he pulls a smaller pouch out and says, this is a hundred gold. Thank you for what you've done for people. At this point, Tenshi has, like, two sacks of coins on him, and he's just like, so, what am I supposed to do with these? You spend them on ale, and food, and other things. I don't like ale, it tastes funny. Well, uh, don't spend them on magic beans. I think that's a perfectly valid question. If you don't like coin, what do you like? I don't know, nobody's ever asked me that before. Well, think on it, and if you're still in town tomorrow and you think of something that you like, you bring that coin back to me and I will make sure that you get it. Is that how this world works? So, that represents a value that can be exchanged for something of material worth. Oh. Okay. He's learning. I mean, this sort of ties us back on the Did you the concept of money? <laughs> yes, I did. That represents uh, a value for something else. <laughs> Mainlanders are so weird. Oh, Mainlanders, that's a fun term. Where do you hail from? My island. Well, does it have a name? Dad never said it had a name. Neither did Mom. If I showed you a map of the world, could you show me where it is? Maybe you could buy it. Did you say that? You probably shouldn't. That's not the matter, is it? <laughs> I'm kind of salty about getting getting less than everybody else, so I kind of mutter it underneath my breath. Roll to see if you say it out loud. Oh, no, no, she said it under her breath. I uh, quickly jingle my coins and hold open the bag. I'm like, here, take 50. <laughs> uh, could you? Keep your gold. I think so. <laughs> I will not take the gold. Sort of opens the thinner, wider drawer of his desk and sort of pulls out this parchment and rolls it out. It's a map of Yalzar. And t- dabs his uh, quill and, and hands it up to you. I, I take it and it's very, almost like a three-year-old with crayons because writing right, is really like, not yeah. something Tenshi's really used to doing. Right. But he understands the concept of, you know, ink, quill, parchment, write. Yeah. So I'm just, it's going to be like this little tiny dot like off the southwest shore away from Middleheart because Middleheart is where he he right. made landfall right. I guess is the best way of wording it like so his island would be maybe a nautical mile or two off the coast of that right down the river out to the open ocean and a mile or so off of right. the, the southeast southwestern coast of Delverdale right gotcha. so I make this tiny little mark and I just put Tenshi's Island he sort of, sort of smiles a little bit. And, just, and the handwriting is horrific. That's fine. Um, that is amazing. Thank you. 
uh, a new island has not been discovered to have anyone living on it at least in years. That is quite a wonderful discovery you've given. I'm the twelfth generation head of my family. That's fantastic. How many people live on the island when you last knew? Just my sister. So one? Zero now. One. Well. I don't get what you just said. Yeah, right. <laughs> Two if I go home. He's proud of himself because he did the do, math. Do you all have a home there? Like a house? Yeah, it's been in my family since we got there. Have you seen anything since you've come to Delver Day that you would think that that would be nice to have at your home? Well, I, he goes into his bag and he pulls out all the clothes that he picked out from the vampire's lair. And they're just, they're, it's, a, it's a mishmash of fancy clothes that look like they might fit. So he just kind of grabbed them because they're clothes and they look pretty. So it's just, well, these are the only things that I've ever taken since I've gotten here. Well, Tenshi would. Yes. My name is, is Elliot Hart. And I have to be very careful not to, like, crush his tiny, itty-bitty hand. His hand is strong. He a businessman. Stronger. <laughs> he, probably, but his hand is, like... Despite the fact his, that it's a gnome, it's like, yeah, wow, that's pretty strong. It's like grabbing the paw of a dog, and you're like, man, this dog has a good handshake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, and, and, and so he goes, would you give me permission to send more clothes like that to your sister on your island? You know, I think she would like having nice clothes. Mom had a bunch of really nice clothes. Do you know how to write? I know how to write my name. At least. Okay. Do you think your sister would recognize that? Yes. Okay. I'm going to write a letter, and I want you to write your name on it, so she knows that it comes from you. Okay. So that when I have my friends go to the island and bring the nice clothing, that your sister isn't scared or upset. Okay. I'm going to throw things at you. So he says, we'll talk about that later. What? She's doing the nervous thing. For what? Because she's like that. I really want to whisper something to him, but I'm not going to do it in the presence of Yeah, Mr. question Hart. out of character, though. Sure. Can your sister read? Yes, my sister's actually the one that got a more formal education from my mother. Instead of me, who took the formal martial arts training for my father. Oh, so you were taught how to hit things, and she was taught how to read things. Correct. She's the smarter <laughs> one. No <Okay>. offense. <laughs> okay. so I can punch things real good. So, um, Mr. Hart uh, goes back to the rest of your home. And sort of, after his brief uh, enthusiasm to your foreign friend. So, uh, is there anything that you all can tell me, or anything that I can help you all with, since you all have done the Island of Rite Quiet Service? Well, we're not done yet. We've got at least seven other spirits to track down and help. So any aid in locating them that you can provide will be just of the utmost use. What do you mean by spirits? Seven spirits? <laughs> Did we not mention this already? Okay, How so... How many times are we <laughs> Yeah, so... The crystal got severed into two. Right. One half of the crystal became Undine, the water spirit. Right, yes. The other half became... The dryad. Oh, one just up the or, uh, I'm sorry, her name is Dryad. We name. assume she's a wood spirit. Right, it has to do with uh, the life. And Something has severed the three other crystals in half as well. And it stands to reason that each of them has a spirit associated with each half. 
hmm. that needs to be somehow rescued and returned to its former state. So we know the location of the crystals. You've, in fact, pointed us out uh, where they are on the map. It seems Not that... Not him. That was the governor. Sorry, that's the alcohol talking. Uh, well, you haven't had anything to drink since we got here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Funny, the voice inside my head has had something to drink, though. Internet character. <laughs> it's hard to balance. Yes, exactly. So, we intend to go and track down these things and liberate them, return them to their uh, former state, and, you know, restore balance to the world as is needed. Hmm. So, that's what we're going to do. And any way you can help is. Wonderful. Well, I heard a most interesting story from a friend of mine. Yes. I'm expecting to have wine with him this evening. The moon's at the top. And uh, we'll be meeting at a, at a bar. It sort of slips you all a small wrapped envelope. We'll be, don't open that here. There you hold it. We'll be meeting there at the top of the moon tonight. If you all would join us, I'm sure he would love to tell you what he knows. Hmm. But we also have plans with the mayor tonight. Should we split? Looks like we're going to have to split. Hmm. Perhaps. Well, I know that the mayor's nap time is pretty close to when we would begin our meeting. So I doubt that there will be a conflict. Okay. Split party would be a pretty good idea. Then we have to actually get together and explain it. I mean... It seems fun in narrative for me. Yeah, don't worry. Considering what I have planned for the next week and the week after that, there will be plenty of time for you all to act rather independently. So, shall I expect you all? Yes. At the place and time, therefore mentioned in what was supposed to be a sealed envelope? Yes. Hogden's <laughs> a dummy. Nah, he's just brash. Hard to tell him. Hard to know where we're supposed to go if we don't know where we're supposed to go. Yes, well, I suppose you should find that sort of... You're starting to sound a lot like me. Now. Well, I will see you all then. Farewell. Okay. He gets up and walks over and opens the short door and sort of, like... I was to have you leave. I take the short door. <laughs> and um, you all walk out. The um, the the two halfling sort of teller women, as it were, sort of you know wish you all a good day. Thank you for coming. And um, just I I wink at the one that got winked at earlier because <laughs> that seems to be the thing with her. Sure. <laughs> um, Does she spoon? She might fork, who knows? Hey! Uh. <laughs> so you guys come to the door, it's locked. Knock, knock. And, uh, and you hear the door, like, tumble. The Wait, door. the door to the mayor's? Or? No, no, the door, out. door to get out of the mayor's. Remember, there's a, uh, yeah. what was he, an orc or a half orc? There's a human. Oh, he's a human. Yeah. Really big human. Just a big, broad human. Right. It's locked. Okay. It's, it's like you've never seen one it. before. <laughs> Tumble, tumbles the lock and opens and doesn't really open it very much. You all done, then? Yes. Very well. Opens the door. Let's see what the carriage is still there. Mm hmm. 
Close that reflects it enough. Yep. You, you all get in the carriage. Okay, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Governor says them to take you where you will all day. Where's it go? Mayor's. Shopping. Sorry, Governor. Oh. Governor. Unless we have more time, and then I guess shopping. But it's evening. It's evening. Yeah. We can go to the governor's. Okay. Very good. I turn over to you before you sign anything. Have somebody who can actually read read it. I can read. Kind of. Have somebody who can read better read it. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. So she's not scared. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, man. (laughs) You don't just just become the head of, like, a bank by being the nicest guy. I know. And that's why I'm telling him to have somebody who can read. Read it before he signs it. All right. So, you all uh, come to the... The, the governor's home again and are welcomed inside. Uh, you're a little early for dinner, mm-hmm. uh, but the, the governor, uh, rather Brent, meets you at the door and says, Ah, very good. I shall have four more plates of dinner prepared. I apologize. Hmm? We thought we were going to be a bit later at the other guy's house. Oh, never. The bankers. The bankers. Uh... And, you know, welcomes you all in, asks if you will all make yourselves at home in the sitting room for a mere moment before I have someone summon for you. Do you have any brandy? Well, we have... We have an aged cask of McGurk's Lower Spinings. We have a case of brandy from the Ironwood Forest, tapped with the sap from those trees, if you wish. We have fine silver wine from the nomadic dwarven people of the desert, if you wish. And also, should you even desire something more exotic, we have uh, 17-year-old, I believe, uh, ice wine from the northern tundras of Majora. I will have the brandy, please. We'll be in the red bottle, second from the left. Thank you. You said silver wine from the dwarves? Yes. Uh, the, the, the rust dwarves of the desert have a silver wine that sounds amazing. I would love to sample that. Uh, perhaps with ice. Perhaps with ice. Sort of gives you like a, I've drank it before, it's damn good, but... It's rough. Okay. Sort of says that with Ice dwarf. sounds good. He sort of says that with... I am a dwarf. With a look. And, uh, I will judge how good this dwarven uh, ale is, and maybe try to discern wine. wine. How good it is, and try to discern there. We right? normally describe it as Everclear. <laughs> so he 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 walks away and comes back to you all in the sitting room a moment later with a platter of uh, wine cups and uh, brandy snifters and uh, sort of short cups with ice in them, and offers you all whatever cups you would desire. And uh, you all make your drinks, and yeah. he pops off. Sounds good. Tenchi's actually just. I, I assume like there's like, like when he describes it. A very dignified person just leaving the room, and they fuck off. <laughs> right. yeah. Exactly. Tenchi's actually paying no, no mind to the trips no at all. nonsense and around here. I assume there's like artwork and stuff around the sitting room. Um, not in the sitting room, but everywhere else. It, 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 you could probably pick up on the fact that the sitting, this sitting room, is meant to meet with people, 
and therefore there is very little in the way of distractions. Tenchi just walks off then. Yeah. There's nothing keeping him here, and there's no social cue for him to stay here, so he just he just well, goes and walks off. As Tenchi leaves, oh, you're you're stopping him. <laughs> I don't think he should be wandering. He may Possibly get into not. Trouble. Um, on a completely you know personal level, I've gotten two very nice items on this journey. You've gotten nothing. Would you like these boots of Elvenkind? Ooh. Um. I'm. Maybe. I'm. Sure. In this world, do magic items automatically resize or do they have to have the sizing property? Yeah, they're fine. Okay, great. So if you want them, they're yours, otherwise, I'm going to keep wearing them. I would say that specifically with something like shoes, that like as you wear them, they meet your size. Okay, that sounds. So they're kind of uncomfortable for the first couple of days. Yeah, and then they shrink. <laughs> I like or, that. Or, or expand. That you just have nice. to wear a lot of socks. <laughs> yeah. I say if you want them, they're we'll yours. Otherwise, I'll I'll keep using them and keep you know not we'll being as stealthy as anyone else. <laughs> Why do you you need them the most? Why don't you keep them for now and then, you know, we can. Sounds good. Sounds good. Uh, Alright. Okay. Um, all the players that received a uh, initial, the, the, the 250 pouch from the heart cousin, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> you will have noticed if you have fussed with those coins at all, that one of the coins is very out of place. I mean, I've I'm so the one that are we with this a like earlier, a, uh, a search check or something? Well, you guys seem to be sort of like, well, we have a minute right now. Let's assess our inventory. So you probably yeah. like say, let's take this 250 gold coins and put them in the rest of my gold coins, mm-hmm. and etc. Mm-hmm. You would notice that one of these coins, instead of looking like a regular gold coin, uh-huh. has it, it looks almost more like a golden wreath of leaves hmm. with, that is solid in the center, but like sort of just is a gold wreath, but is a coin. Hmm. Uh, Must be an Elven Electrum or something like no. that. <laughs> it uh, it says heart on it along the lanes. Oh, that's cool. Can I roll a knowledge check to see if I know what that is? Sure. Damn. Yeah. Um, 18. Okay. To, I don't know, investigation or... In, uh, History? Would that be more appropriate or local? Wait, no, local's, local's not, a not a thing. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> It might just be a general intelligence check. Or insight. Either one, 19. So, what? tell me what you want. What, uh, what skill do you want to put to this? Because I'm going to gauge my answer based I mean, on I want, like, a knowledge local. So, like, a. have I heard anything let's go about... With history, because that's history. an actual thing. History. Um, <laughs> so, the best thing that you can think of, which it oh, probably is... Which it probably was, <laughs> is... Um, there is a thing amongst uh, bank owners and procedures families where amongst their wealth they will have iconic coins that are worth to a layman just as much as any other gold coin. No one really care. But to a member of that family or to that organization means a lot. So you could probably infer that this coin is not just valued at one gold. It's probably valued at one favor. Okay. Hmm. But I did not give one. So, 
I'm going to have four favors. explain this to my, my yeah, fellow. Let's just go ahead and give it a simple colloquialism of a favor coin. Favor coin. I, so that means we have one less gold than normal, and then... Oh my goodness. What? I'm, I'm making sure my notes are right. <laughs> I mean, it's not a bad idea. I mean, that puts me in even 490. I didn't spend, I didn't buy any weapons. So what, you still have like a thousand? Yeah. Yeah, I'm probably behind you at like just under 500. How did you guys get so much? Because I got a I magic didn't... item, but then I haven't been spending money on anything. Because I'm a monk, I don't provide. I bought a shield. <laughs> A really nice shield. I haven't bought anything. There's your problem. Well, no, he also I gave don't... you a, a, a brooch of uh, wound code closure. Or a priot. Yeah. Yeah. Is that how that's... But, but you guys have like a I, thousand I assume... gold? Did, sure. Did you I guys get a no, reward? No, that's way better than I've ever tried to get. Yeah, that was just starting. Yeah. You start with... You started with... I mean, you've already rolled your starting gold. That's why you have 250. I, I, I told that the starting players started with either a thousand gold or a minor magical item. And so, okay. because you sort of joined late, yeah, I've gifted you a magical item, okay. and you're just starting with your starting goal. Also, okay. we did get paid for the very, very first job. Right. Yes. Okay. Which is the only reason I have as much as I do right now. And then we kind of raided that vampire lair. Okay. Right. So you're not poor in the traditional sense. You're just poor in the comparative Relative sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to make sure that I didn't, I didn't forget so, some. Nope. I didn't get any uh, magical items. You did not. That's why I offered you my boots, but you didn't want them. No, no, no. I meant in the beginning. Yeah. Well, you have a thousand gold, right? Yeah. That's, That's why. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. You either could take a thousand gold or you could get... You could buy something very nice now. Yeah. You buy buy that magic. Or you can now. save up another four thousand gold and get something uh, rare or something. Which is nice. Good luck finding it. It's rare. Good luck finding it. <laughs> no. Think about the people you guys know. Yeah. yeah. We know some pretty big movers and shakers. We, we rub shoulders I already some got some magical people. stuff because we found stuff in the vampire lair. That's true. The alchemy jug and... Oh, I'm sorry. We're not supposed to know what that is. That's fine. The jug of corks and the... Uh, lantern that has an eyeball. That. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, shit. That was it. Wait, did we also get a wand? No, no. that was in my campaign. Sorry. No. We're uh, mixing campaigns here. <laughs> the streams are crossing. Yeah, exactly. Good lord. All right, so uh, a month it? later, the, 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 the governor thing. joins you all and says, Oh, hello. It's good to see you all join us for dinner tonight. Mm. Hello. The, the sages are present, but uh, I told them that I would see if you all would want to bother with them. They can get a control. I have a high fortitude for boring things. Well, they are very wise individuals, and I'm sure if there's anything that you would need help with, they would. Oh shit! It's a will save. <laughs> I will. I will have them come right in. Okay. Oh, the silver wine. Good choice. Thank you. You can always drink until it becomes interesting. Yes. That is kind of the intention. Yeah. So she. So she. She walks out and comes back with uh, three, um, not necessarily much older than her, but a a half elf man. A, a gnomish man uh, and a, a another half orc woman, but the half orc woman is definitely a woman. Uh, what's cracks? Just no, the neck one. That one oh, always gets. Oh, have I ever shown you this one? Yes. <laughs> she hasn't been indoctrinated for yet. The, for the listeners, uh, Hayden just cracked his nose both directions, and uh, our warlock could not handle it. 
<laughs> she could not even. Despite peering into the abyss knowledge pools of the My arch shoulder fairy. really cracks. Um, so yeah, the, yeah. The, these three sages come in and they, there are plenty <laughs> of seats for everybody present. Um, and so the, 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 the gnomish sage man, uh, man sort of looks to you and goes, So, uh, Archibaldi, what, what is it that you all have for us? Some information. Some silver wine is amazing. Do you just have a bottle at this point? I assume they just gave me a glass. Yeah. But apparently I'm well, still they, drinking it here. They gave you a glass of yeah. bottles on the bar. Like, you can serve yourself, but you have... I, I keep going back, then. Now, is it silver and gold, or is it just called golden? You keep going back? I probably keep going back. Yeah. <laughs> How many is... What it's probably safe right to now? say that we're at three right now, so should I do a fort yes. save? Yes. <laughs> a constitution oh, save, and I have a plus two against poison. So or resistance versus advantage. poison. You also have an advantage. Advantage versus poison. Yeah, that'd be twenty. Is that a dwarf thing? Yes. Dwarfs have advantage against being poisoned, including alcohol. And, and it is uh, a constitution to poison damage. Uh, my highest one's a fifteen right now. Okay. You pass, but you recognize that if you keep on this path for the night, you are gonna be sleepy. <laughs> you gonna be sorry, son. This is some of the highest toxicity wine you've ever drank, and it's heavy liquid. My question, it, it begs the question, is it colored silver at all, or is it just a red wine? It's, it's, a, it's a red it's a wine, wine with flakes of silver in it. So it's like the wine version of Goldschlager? Yes. Oh! Damn. Gets That's it straight fancy. into your bloodstream. That's cool. Yeah. But yeah, I said, every I cup think this is my last one, but, oh, this stuff is good. This stuff is so good. Every cup is at least five silver. <laughs> Good thing we have all I, the I'm not going to make the, yeah. the obvious joke there. Anyway, and then I'm going to continue drinking. <laughs> what? The obvious joke? That there's an electrum in every cup? Yes. I was going to say that uh, I ship more valuable than you do, but... <laughs> so, yes. So the, the gnome sage asks, other than the goings-on that the governor has told us about, Undine, the spirit of water, and the crystal business, is there anything else that we might be able to help you out with? I could use better armor. I was taking, I was getting hit an awful lot in that fight. I don't, I don't think that's them. Well, we're not blacksmiths. Yeah, <laughs> but we also have sages. connections. They're, they're well, that's certainly true. What mm-hmm. is it you're looking for? So I'm wearing a chainmail right now. If I could As you can see, upgrade it's a to crafted chainmail. Scale mail, or even further to uh, full plate. That'd be nice. Well, I can pay for the scale mail. I can't pay for the full plate just yet. Well, um, what would you be willing to pay for plate mail? I have a grand total of 454 gold and this uh, interesting little wreath token that I have here. May I see that? Sure. You know, if you took this to Mm -hmm. the Master of Coin, uh, Mr. Hart, Mm -hmm. I'm sure he could turn that single token into a pseudo plate man. That's who we got I stuck that right back into my belt pouch and said, <laughs> that just, is good to know. Tenshi's I'm just, like tying it in a knot and locking it down as fast as I could. I would never speak ill of Mr. Hart, but a favor coin from that family is worth much more than you might think. Okay. Hopefully. <laughs> First thing in the morning. 
It's gonna come out that as like a paper's burning a hole in your pocket. Yeah. It's, it certainly now is, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I'm set. <laughs> Anyone else want anything? Any of the rest of you? Um, I would like to ask about um, what forests they think more likely to dryad. have dryad, or if they've heard of any unusual... Um, Unique and new forests? Yeah. Any, any unusual occurrences with plant life, forests springing up? Well, if you ride the L-Rail about two days out of town, heading north, there is a stop that the rail hits, uh, a town called Havadad. And in Havadad, there uh, is a, a druid connection of mine. Uh, the druid goes by the name of Silvertongue. You might have to find out where he lives, but Silvertongue lives around that area, and um, you probably find out at the local bar. And uh, Silvertongue would... Well, what was it he's speaking to the other sage? What was it that, 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 that we heard about recently? Yeah, so Silvertongue sent a message not too long ago that a grove had sprung up recently. Something that would that would resonate with maybe a unicorn coming through that part of the world, where a sort of magical grove of plants and, and wildlife thrives for a brief amount of time. But it's probably just something like that. A wonderful place to see, I'm sure, once in a lifetime opportunity. Definitely. Uh, would love to, to, to visit that, that grove. But but Silvertongue is a old druid and, and would certainly know the parts. And if there's anything in the ley lines of land, uh, he would know about it. Good to know. Thank you. That seems to be our next goal. Now, I do have a concern on a personal level about returning the horses that the Hearts Brothers from Middleheart gifted to us that are now currently in Elven Village off the far end of the lake. If we're going there, it doesn't sound like we're going to be able to return the horses personally, so could we get, like, a group of people to do that for us? Well, it sounds like that those elven folk are in quite the debt to you all people, so I'm sure that it would hardly be much of a request for them They may to, even need them. To, ...to send those horses back to Middleheart. All right, that's fair enough. It's like quite a small thing. Okay. I'm going to get a fork so we don't have to keep dealing with this knife. <laughs> yeah, we've gotten two forks this entire time, and we keep uh, putting them away. God, that death by chocolate brownie is amazing. I know, it's really good. It's going to be the end of my Make it finger stickies. I want them clean. That's not Or honey will. Wait, what? No, <laughs> honey will not. Yeah, I'm going to say that would probably kill a dog. Yep. I've already had to, to do enough chocolate pumping from dogs before, so, you yes. know. Yeah. You know, let's not go down that road at all. Yeah, let's uh, let's go down the road of D and D. Yeah, sounds like a much better road. So, is there anything else that we would be able to help you with? Where's the nearest blacksmith? Yeah, there's several blacksmiths in town. Blah 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 blah. blah, blah. Tells you about the blacksmith. Okay, great. Um, I don't know if this is uh, below you or anything, but we had some magical items that um, we were unable to identify, if you would, wouldn't mind taking a look at them. Oh, absolutely. Sort of looks to the half-orc sage and says, uh, do you have that monocle still? And she sort of nods and pulls it out of one of the pockets, and I guess rests it upon her eye. 
Yes, uh, what is it that you wanted to see? Um, so I'm going to show them the jug with all the corks. Sort of sets it on her lap and studies it a moment. <laughs> what? Strong drink, apparently. <laughs> And then, uh, yeah, and yeah. then I just, the face that I made, yeah, made it. I keep seeing you win. It's great. I heard it. <laughs> As well. Yeah, that, that's about how much alcohol well, I, I think I put in there. That I, I actually have seen one of these before. This is um, commonly referred to in certain circles of magic studiers as a uh, alchemy jar, I believe. Uh, and this is most useful to wizards who find their magic in transmutation because this container is a host to a multitude of substances. Uh, and she sort of just systematically pops the corpse off of the different sides in the top and says, you like pull the cork and goes, if you poured it from this cork, it will produce six ounces, eight ounces of acid every day from here. Uh, a, a simple poison, about half an ounce of it. Another part. Four gallons of beer. <laughs> here, a gallon of honey. From the top one, two gallons of mayonnaise. <laughs> oh, it's all It's not. Okay. It's the alchemy jug? <laughs> yeah, she's talking about what it's in it. I don't Why know what mayonnaise? It is. Well, mayonnaise does stem from egg. And oil. Which, egg and oil, which are sources of life. So I understand that some magical spells require these components. Uh, a quart of oil from here, uh, two gallons of vinegar, a uh, eight gallons of fresh water, and this bottom one, uh, twelve gallons of salt water, and in case it's a lonely night, a bottle of wine from here. By the way, it produces beer and wine. And so obviously the magic involved with this container is the fact that it just magically produces these substances on a daily basis and does not weigh uh, 50 pounds of liquid. My uh, brewer's kit is starting to look horribly inadequate. Yeah, but you can make finely crafted beer. The beer that comes out of there, I'm pretty sure, is piss water. But I'm making color light right now. At least have, it's not I, have you anything else that you all would uh, be interested in? Yes, I want to present the uh, other magical items. That's usually like, working out for deep. Uh, the five grand. The lantern. The lantern with the eyeball. Yeah. Oh, and she doesn't yeah, even, she puts so her mouth cool. away. I know what this is. This is a lantern a that can show you things that really can't be seen. Uh, <laughs> I remember that it produced, that it goes through mundane oil like an average lantern does. I think you get something like eight hours of light out of it for a pint of oil, which you could get from your alchemy jug. Uh, oh, and that could be it. Right. It's like you planned it. <laughs> and uh, anything within the 30 feet or so of this light, when with the hood open, with the, with the eye in full view, uh, any it, it will show you anything invisible. Maybe someone trying to be invisible, something that is naturally invisible. Uh, simply cannot remain hidden from the pure light this thing emits. And it, and it also produces light up to 60 feet ahead of you, and so it's a regular lantern otherwise, but uh, in close proximity, nothing could sneak up on you that's invisible. Okay. Sounds like good for using at night when people are on the watch. <laughs> I have one more thing. Sure. And I'm going to write this down that you not forget about. Um, I pull out a small wooden knight figurine 
What? And what? Oh, it's from a long time ago. I think I remember. But I haven't in my notes anyway. Um, I was uh, given this by a uh, alchemist. Alchemist make potions by an alchemist with no explanations. I was just wondering if you could. This is what she bought her potions. If it is bespelled. DM the DM, DM to play. This is from. The yeah. guy in Middle Heart who was uh-huh. selling potions, and he just mm-hmm. sort of gave this to you in addition yeah, to that. Yeah, and I was like, what is this? And he was like, oh. yeah. <laughs> we'll enjoy it. Yeah. And uh, she sort of looks at it and goes, hmm, I actually don't recognize this. And puts her sort of monocle back up to her eye and sort of studies it a moment. Flips it. Hmm. Well, what's most beguiling is that I honestly couldn't tell you exactly what this thing does if you were to activate it. Although I could tell you how. And that enhancement magic and necromancy magic are involved. Quite weird. It, it, it resembles to me... Uh, are you familiar with, with, with the animal statues? Well, there's a series of magical items that float around the world, and, and they're, they're, they're statues of animals, and she... Yeah. <laughs> she, she hands you back the wooden knife. Okay. Uh, there's a series of, of items that I've heard of, and that are quite commonplace amongst adventurers, where these statues sort of come to life and perform different deeds for their wielder. And it's, it, it feels very similar to those, I, those idols to me, although I have never experienced a wooden knife statue before. Is it actually a knight, or is it just like the horse head of the the knight from a chess piece? Not like a knight chess piece, like like a like a sort of you know visored salad. Like some sort of like sort of sort of humanoid with a shield and a sword. So like almost an actual little knight wooden figurine that a kid might play with. Yeah, yeah, but okay. like really sim- detailed, simple. Oh, simple. Okay, I don't know. okay. okay. Yeah, it was actually it was kind of funny. I was just pointing out the griffin in one of those, and I was yeah. like. I want you to be find a gr- it and you buy it. <laughs> I want to be a gray ward. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I imagine okay. that it's something similar to that. And how would you activate it? Uh, well, I would simply... Well, I don't believe there's a command word of any sort. Just simply hold it and wish it to take its form. Okay. I would suggest probably not doing it in this house. <laughs> Noted. And I'll just put it back in my bag. Sure. Anybody else? Any Where other? are we again? We're sorry, in the, I was upstairs. The, the governor's sitting room, and oh. the sages are basically fielding any inquiries or questions. Getting them, them to look at our magic stuff. You have a have sword that ever, we don't know what it does. Yeah, so we have some ideas about what this sword does, and I kind of just uh, mo- motion to it on my hip. Um, we know that the orcish runes spell out blood-sucking beast. We know it has some ni- slight necromatic magic to it, and it works pretty well against a vampire? Vampire. But hasn't worked since. So could you maybe give me some insight? Well, and you unsheath it and hands it to you, uh, Hilton, first. So the, the, the half-orc sage, you know, has her monocle still on, sort of looks back through it exclusively, mm-hmm. and holds it and says, Well... The necromantic, necromantic magic is strong in this blade, that's for sure. Uh, even a hedge mage could detect it. Uh, 
But I see that the magic is most powerful in its hilt here, and you all can clearly see it's it's emitting a very faint light. Aura. Uh, and and did you? Sorry to be barbaric, but have you killed anyone with this weapon before? I struck a vampire with it. It didn't kill him, mm-hmm. but it did definitely do damage. Have you struck anything else with this? I struck the uh, the um the mirrored. The, thank you, the Merit, uh, the, the um, corrupted water spirit from the Elven Town. Well, that makes sense to me. Because as I sort of look upon this blade, it seems to me that it almost echoes a word to my mind and says, feed. Now, bear in mind, if you think about it really thoroughly, mm-hmm. the word feed has two uses. Mm-hmm. It means, well, I imagine that you probably heard it and probably thought to feed the blade. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you can, as you probably noticed, when you struck the vampire with mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. it glowed after that. Yes. Yes. So is it still glowing? It's still glowing. Oh, okay. Well, that's good job. So you fed it, mm-hmm. but it still wants to feed. Now I'm thinking of the other usage of the word feed to feed others. Huh? So, uh, if if I may, she sort of grabs the sword with both hands. And sort of closes both of her eyes for a moment. And like a gentle burst of energy almost like like from the weapon a little bit. Mm-hmm. And the hilt stops glowing. And she sort of, hmm. Yes. And she sort of puts her monocle away and goes, that's exactly what I thought. And she holds the blade back to you. I feel that if you were to strike living beings with that, you would draw from them their own essence and, and upon... Asking the weapon for it, it would give you the essence it's drawn. But living vampires aren't say, living. Hmm. But it got the enhancement from an undead. Well, oh, vampires. That's a very gross misunderstanding of the vampiric understanding of living. They have their own life essence. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. I and whereas a elemental, while they have their own life essence, it cannot be drawn from them while they're not on their own plane, you see. Uh-huh. Okay. And so if you in- interacted with an elemental on our plane, it would not be affected by the sort of soul-sucking, to be you know, really layman about it, mm-hmm. the soul-sucking properties of your sword there. Okay. So I imagine that if you struck multiple living beings or the same being multiple times with that sword, it would retain that life force and, and at some point you could draw that out of it to, to mm-hmm. sort of mend yourself. That's interesting. Can the life force do anything else? Well, it says feed, so I imagine that he could either feed himself or he could feed others with that life energy. Oh my gosh, I just got a lay on hands weapon. As long as I kill something else, I can uh, transfer the uh, healing to anything else. One would assume. Yeah. yeah. Do we? Do you have any idea how much can be stored into the uh, blade? Well, just s- sort of judging by its felt capacity, mm-hmm. by what was already in there. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much you drew from the vampire, but it seemed to be somewhat full. Uh, so I, I, I would stand to guess that this would be something that you could use that you should use repeatedly uh-huh. rather than try and store some great bank of life force. Okay. Alright. 
Interesting. So mechanically, let's say that every time you strike something with this mm -hmm. sword, mm -hmm. you deal one negative energy damage to it. Oh, nice. And and it stores one negative energy, or stores one energy of hit points in it. Oh. And you can store up to six. Okay. okay that's and cool. then, as a bonus action, you can expel all of the energy into yourself or something else. It kind of is. You said it was a bonus action or is a uh, standard action? Bonus. bonus. But you have to touch Did some. Did I read about sword. those animals? Yeah, they're pretty cool. Check out the three goats, dude. They're on the next page over. <laughs> dude, that's cute! That one? Yeah, they're super cute. The stacking goats? Yeah. The three goats are on the next page on the left. They're all really cool. Uh, so I suppose, is there anything else? So is this just the, an item? Yeah. The back, well, it's the dungeon the back, master's yeah, guide. The, board, the back part of the the DM's guide is treasure. I don't have any magical items to. And we already know what the boots of Elvkind do. Yep. Um, do we want to talk at all about the gifts that Undine gave us? I think those should be kept private. Right then. They were gifted to us by somebody who's. Plus we already know what they do. Realm of influence, yeah. Plus we already know what they do. Yes, true. Right. Well, I believe it's almost time for dinner. Dinner. Very nice. Very, very, very tasty. So post dinner, do you guys want to sit and continue to chat with the governor slash sages, or will you go and see the heart cousin? I feel like. All three of them are riding goats. For various sizes? No, they're all large goats that you can ride. Same statistics on the riding horse. Yeah. Sorry, they're awesome. I love them. <laughs> I am the prince of all goats! So, what do you all want to do? Personally, I feel like I would sit and chat, you know, <laughs> politely <laughs> with them after dinner, but I don't really have much else to say uh, to them. Can I make so. a, uh, a stealth check to see if I can, like, slip away from the party? Sure. Nope, that's not gonna work. He, you basically just see Tenchi stand up and start to walk out of the room. Ogden's probably drunk enough at this point from the three bottles of the silver wine. That three bottles? Would, I'm sorry, the three glasses. The three, three drinks Jeez. of silver wine. Bottles? You would be dead. <laughs> Even as a dwarf. Do you remember Thunderdome Night? <laughs> no. No, because there we he go. wasn't really there. No, I wasn't. I keep telling you this. I was not present for right. more than about two Well, he wasn't was the consciously one present. Right. Anyway. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think uh, Ogden's probably uh, feeling tipsy enough to, at this point to stay and talk to them until he falls asleep or they kick him out. Okay. Anyone else? Anyone inclined to go in with The backpack boat. There's so much cool stuff in there. Well, it's a magic item guide. They're all cool. Yeah. It's just whether or not we have a use for them. Or the cash for it, because an uncommon items are roughly about up to 500 gold. Yeah. Oh, no. I have so, 450. I'm kind of looking at things now. Might be so able to haggle something. Where, uh, where would you all like to spend your night? Well, we did agree to um, go talk to, to Mr. Hart, so... And... 
Oh, he's got some sort of informant that's going to be there. Yes, that's what he said. This yeah. is true. So I guess going over there, I have the letter that was given to him. To me. Um, so I guess on my way um, to when I get into the carriage, that is when I open the letter okay. to figure out where... It's an address. Okay. Um, carriage Where to? And I blissed off the, the address. Sort of turned over. Not my business. Sort of goes on. No, 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 no. What are you thinking? Not all the lights come on around those parts at night. Well, we have a lantern. Somebody has a lantern. It sounds like... I will bring my axe then. It sounds like somebody's gone off on their own. Well, it, uh, you guys can can come with me, but I don't even like the guy. But I'm gonna go find him. I mean, his we business agreed to go is technically with us. Yeah. So I it, have to. It would behoove of you guys. I to have come to help the drunk dwarf into the carriage. That was good wine. It's a good lad. <laughs> Mark, can I get me a bottle of this? As I'm being drugged by the ears out. Yeah, doorway. No, I'm like doing my best the, to help the carry you. But sort of it just laughs a little bit. <laughs> Brent! And uh, he sort of walks with you. He goes, Speak to a man by the name of Rustboro. He walks with the nomadic tribes of the Rustlers. He knows the best places and that's where we get ours. Wonderful. Yes, he can remember this in the morning. <laughs> this is why I'm writing it down. A bottle or something. He slips in the flask. <laughs> <laughs> if he slips in that flask in the wine, man. that's true <laughs> that's true I mean right now I have like 4,900 silver so I mean, right so you know can't possibly be that much it's a couple bottles <laughs> I have 490 gold uh. oh shit oh shit it's like 100 should drink more alright so I guess um, as we get, I, I tell the driver to tell me when we get close. And then once we get close, I'm kind of holding, you know, not really brandishing my axe, but at the same time, it's out. It is out if I mean, we it's get a great disturbed. Axe, it's kind of hard to store anywhere. So bear in mind, you guys are riding in quite a uh, reaper carriage. I know, and that is what concerns me. <laughs> uh, and so you all, almost there, Mom. So with a four constitution, I think Ogden passes out <laughs> seeing the carriage. No, but you are definitely drunk. Yup. So um, just stay as you are. Hey, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Why does he keep talking like he's somebody from another plane of reality? Ah, not. <laughs> so you all arrive at your destination, and uh, the carriageman tells you and says, "Should I wait for you?" Um, wait, but wait a, in a safer place. We will. Um, tell me where you are going, and then we will meet you there. Mom, do you know whose insignia is on the side of this carriage? Yes, I do, and I also know that you say that there are some unsavory people here. Right, but you're on foot. I'm on this carriage. Huh? Do you not see my great axe? No, go ahead. This is probably the safest place in this neighborhood. All right, then we'll meet you here. We'll be, I will be here, Mom. <laughs> so, you all walk out, you're standing in front of a... I mean, it's not a shit house no. of a shack, but it's there's no there's no door on the street. 
So we have to go behind the back to get to Yeah, there's an alleyway. Right. I definitely have my, my axe kind of over my shoulder. I'm helping Ogden walk. Uh, Where are we going, Thunder? It's okay. There's a sort of kobold uh, on the corner entrance of the alley and uh, has like a stack of cards and he goes, fancy a game? Cards aren't my game. You have dice, though. I like games. Of course. Fucking puts the cards away and dice out in the same gesture. Rather us use my dice if we're actually going to play. No offense. Shall we take turns then with dice? Sure. Alright, you first then. A silver play. And you want me about things. Even I know this is not a good idea. <laughs> How light is it here in this alleyway? We're on the streets still, so... Okay. Odd that a kobold, a kobold of all things, would just be sitting here. Do you want to play a game? Please, you know, try to make a Hello, play. Sarah. I would like to play a game. <laughs> would you like to play a game? <laughs> you're sort of rattling the dice away to see if you're down. I don't have any silver. Yeah, you do. I have gold. You, you got silver. That's multiple silvers. Yeah, but that is a gold, and I, can I split up the gold? So I will... I get it. I get that, like, if this was a video game or if this was, like, real life, that, yeah, you'd be like, sorry, I'm just too rich. <laughs> uh, all I got is gold. <laughs> but I, this is fine. This is a, this is a game. And all right, what's the conversion from, from silver to ten gold? To one. Ten, ten to, to one. one. Okay, so. This is the only time you want to go How ten to one. How many silver do you think you drank? Right. Oh, I'm going to take a shit of at least 15 silver tomorrow. <laughs> Literally shitting silver bricks. All right. I will. I'll fuck it. We probably have some time. So I'll put down a silver. So he puts his die in his pocket and asks for one, of course. Because in this game, you will. So in this game, you roll against each other. D20 versus D20. Proficiency versus proficiency slash stat versus stat. Oh, this is a charisma game. Okay. Oh, well, okay. So, he's got a 12. I've got a 19. Alright, he, um, he pays you a silver. You've gambled, can we go now? What a start, what a start, another round. Mm -hmm. So, wait, so I just won my silver back, or no, I got No, you two. go up you one silver. You both put a silver on the ground, All right. and you take both. Alright. So you go up one silver. He puts another silver on the boards. Yeah, fuck it. Gets a 12. Shit. All right, hold on. Wait, before you say anything. All right, so that's a... That's 12 right there. And then you said, um... Charisma. The, the pr proficiency, too? Because I've actually got I've actually got a proficiency yeah. in dice playing, so yeah. that is a 14. All right, you beat him. You take both silver. There he goes. One more. Nah. I'm good. Fair, fair, fair. <coughs> I'll find you later. Yeah, I'll give you a copper. A copper for good spirits. All right, thank you. Looks at the rest of you. Game, game, dice. Cards. I'm still holding on to a very drunk dwarf. Right. My hands are cold. So you guys sort of walk into the alleyway with a single pair, or rather, a pair of taunches on the wall. Mm -hmm. Is the only light in the alleyway. And uh, about halfway down the alleyway, you can see in the dark, right? Yeah. Good. So can I. About halfway down the alleyway, not drunk. Yeah. 
uh, you can see the two beings standing by this door with the two taunches on the wall. Okay. And it's uh, two actually quite short people. Okay. Hard to tell from a distance, maybe their race. Uh, but as you get closer, one of them stands and puts his back on the door, crosses arms. The other one walks up. He's a dwarf. Hands at the side, not aggressive. He's good evening. What brings you to this establishment tonight? And this is clearly a very different tone from the uh, the whatever it was that we just ran into, the cobalt. Like he's, yeah. like he's actually speaking like he had an education at some point. Speaking like I spoke to you. Okay, yeah. Just told to, to meet somebody here. You got a name for that person? You got a lot of people in there tonight. I say, yeah. in Dwarven, I say, hello, we've actually been instructed to come here. Well, and then okay. I kind of nudge you. Give him the paper. <laughs> I refuse to read this. Would you read this for me, please? That's, a, that's a letter that says the address mm-hmm. at the request of Mr. Hart. They just say that. Okay, I just... Yeah. Yes. Oh, What's of course. Common? Hmm? Common. Okay. Yes, of course. Sorry, the light gets the best of my eyes at this time of night. Wait, I don't have dark vision. I know. Okay. Wait, can I make a roll this to see if he's... This is clearly a lie. Okay. Because okay. um, yes. he's oh, a dwarf. Oh, of course. This is where you all are currently standing, and you're here to speak to Mr. Hart. What oh if... my gosh, he's illiterate. He's a barbarian. What a tragedy for me to prevent you all from speaking to him. Brother, let them in. They're here to see Mr. Hart. I think it's just what happens when you're dealing in clandestine businesses. Mm -hmm. Or when you read a letter before and it exploded. Read a letter and it exploded? He's not saying that to you. Oh, oh, exploding runes. Yeah, that's a a spell in D&D. Yes, it is. You read the the words and it explodes. I'm quite familiar with that spell. Is that the case? (laughs) The Last Unicorn's a great book. Okay. That's in seventh grade. Yeah. Are any of you guys familiar with the last unit? I've seen it once or twice. I've got the uh, 25th anniversary edition on my shelf right there. Awesome. It is great. Uh, I made her watch it a couple times. Do you guys know Do you guys remember Schmendrick? I played Schmendrick. I can't wait to do that in one of my campaigns. <laughs> in a campaign that Lauren was present for. I played Schmendrick, who was touring the world, mm-hmm. selling his written copy of the story, The Last Unicorn. <laughs> he, he maintained that he was not a wizard. Yes. <laughs> I'm not a wizard. Here's my book. I'm an author. I'm an author. <laughs> oh. to, to the people that don't know, look it up. <laughs> oh, that's uh, too good. It's very good. Uh, so, so, so he doesn't trust to read things that are here. Um, Makes sense. Tells his brother, open up, it's fine. They're here to see Mr. Hart. So he sort of steps aside and sort of just if you to step in. His brother, apparently, uh, another dwarf upon a look-see, uh, opens the door for you and sort of gently nods his head and just just feels... It's very like, awkward oh. to get the two of us in through the doorway. I thank them both in Dwarven. There you go! <laughs> you hear, like you hear a muttering in Dwarven. Jeez. <laughs> How stereotypical. Mm-hmm. I guess it's the first time out of the mountain. Probably. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Welcomed inside. The hell, thank you. <laughs> uh, and uh, you guys, you know, you walk in, and it's, a, it's seedy, but expensive. Okay. So, 
an unfortunate amount of red velvet everywhere, <laughs> gold on everything that it doesn't really need to be on, just for showiness. The gilded a toilet paper. A little tacky side, but like you walk in, you're like, this place doesn't attract gutter slime. Mm-hmm. Here the I people am. People that are here. It attracts rich people acting like gutter slime. <laughs> yeah, in uh, gutter slime business. Yes. Right. So you know, this is where the rich people of this town probably come to spend their money in uncouth manners. Right. I say, Tenchi, you should probably let me hold your gold for you. <laughs> he looks down at Not in hip. your current state. <laughs> he looks down at his hip and goes, no, I'm okay. You guys <laughs> walk in. It seems like a rather simple state of affairs until you see something most peculiar serving drinks behind the bar. It's a spectator. Oh, what? A what? A floating eye with four eye stalks serving drinks with a big maw. Don't see that every day. He just drops Ogden's plump. Yeah, at this point, Ogden's kind of picking himself off the ground going, Am I seeing that right? Yeah, no, that's right. No, that's wrong, but that's what you're saying. Uh, I don't have detect evil. Knowledge, arcana. <laughs> you're detect evil as a paladin. Because it's not a free thing to take. Okay. Like Twenty-one. Okay. So like, I can. What, I have divine sense. Spectators are mine. Are basically minor versions of beholders. Um, and beholders are scared. And they're yeah. intelligent, but they're aberrations, so they're not necessarily this realm. And generally, spectators are tasked with watching a vault or protecting a place of, of interest. Um, Makes sense. So they're not generally good or bad. They just they sometimes do, do their thing. job. So while you've never heard of or seen a a spectator being a bartender before, <laughs> you think about it and go, "That's fucking weird." But that's kind of smart. <laughs> <laughs> it's like having a golem be a doorman. You'd never expect it, but. Or Cerberus really bringing your watchdog. Right. Yeah. Like, you, you wouldn't expect to see it when you walk up to a place, but you see it, you think about it, and you're like, that makes sense. That's weird, but fucking clever. I'll give him, I'll give him that. My question so is because this. Because I, I grew, well, I'm not, I didn't grow up here, but I worked and was employed mm-hmm. in this town. Would I have gone to this establishment before? Would I have actually... You would have heard of this place. You would have expected something like that. Okay. But you've probably never been here. Okay. I was about to say, you've probably never been acquainted with any dealings there, considering you no. know, what you are and your I don't your like job. this place. I don't like what it's associated with, probably, if it's associated well, it's, with... It's seedy. Yeah. yeah. So, therefore, I don't like And you like are it. a man of law. I'm just drinking all your vodka, but that's perfectly fine. I'm I don't not. drink it. <laughs> And yet I drink have whiskey. It. I have it because Howell gives it to me. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, please, I don't want to take this home with me. Somebody else take it. I go, I'll take all I, the I things. I never take his stuff, but let's leave our personal lives out of yeah. this session. True. <laughs> um, so, uh, it's not long before you guys sort of walk into this place a little bit, and uh, you can hear a, hey! and look over towards the boys, and mm-hmm. there is Mr. Hart, sitting in a very pleasure, uh, pleasurably-looking uh, booth with a couple of people on either side of him, uh, and there's easily space for the group of you. Make my way over there. Not going to be rude. 
Can you make your way over there? Yes. Clunk, 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 clunk. He's going to feel it in the morning, and he is drunk, but he is certainly still capable. Okay. I almost want to say that my character's a little bit too on edge being in here just because of the fact that it's seating to sit down. So he's just going to politely stand. stand. Sure. And have, um, you know, he still so has his axe out, but he's not, you know, brandishing it anyway. He's just kind of leaning on it. So you guys walk up to where Mr. Hart is sitting, and uh, he sort of, like, gestures, like, waves off. And the pretty girl to his left and the, uh, the, the silver-tongued gentleman to his right, you know, bug off. And, uh, and, and sit still at his one side is a, a uh, goblin man sitting there and about two-thirds through his drink sort of welcomes you all and says, Ah, yes, of course. What a, what a distinct pleasure it is for me to meet such, well, I suppose I should say well-traveled friends of Mr. Hart. My name is Radcliffe. It is an honor to meet all of you. And thank you for what you've done for the people of the area. That actually cannot be understated. You're welcome. And I am Bork of the cavalry in this city. So, nice to meet you as well. I understand that you may have some insight that you can give us on a few things or whatnot. Well, I'm sure that by the end of our discussion tonight that we will be a drink or so in and I will have learned things and you all will have learned things. And that's all I really ever want. So, I understand maybe some unease here, but please, I own this place. Make yourself comfortable. There's no harm that could call to anyone that I would sit with here. Ogden sits at the table. Funk. I feel like there should yeah. be a sense motive check for that one. He says, this is a surprisingly diverse uh, locale for just something I was not expecting to see here. Well, you see, good bastard dwarf, I, a goblin, as you can tell, mm -hmm. have not always fit in everywhere. My people are not discriminated against, much like they used to be in the olden years. But we don't exactly have ease everywhere we try and run business. So, I've taken a comforting wing to outcasts and weirdos, <laughs> such as our barkeeper. I saw you all ogle him on the way in, and I'm sure he noticed. It'll be fine. Don't worry about it. It's not a common thing that you see. Brilliant, but not common. Not at all. It's the exact reason why I hired him, you see. Hmm. He was serving a wizard from Yalzar Minor, and being a touch mistreated, if I'm to understand his words correctly. So? What language does he speak? About all of them. Oh, okay. Another great feature to have in a bartender. This is a very, very valid and true. Hearing this, I kind of look over at him and just kind of give him another look over. Who? The, the, the bartender. One of his eyes is looking at you. One of his eyes. I thought he was just a he floating four. eye. Oh, he's got four? He's got, he's four, got four eye stocks and a main eye. He's yeah. basically a baby beholder. Okay. Yeah, which a is beholder with only four stocks, essentially. Which is well, I nodded freaking him. awesome. I thought there was yeah, one on just the, didn't on acknowledge the front page of like the him looking at me and the fact that I'm not going to look away just because he's looking at me, but at the same yeah, time... The eye stock that's clearly looking right at you sort of, like, dips. Okay. As if a gesture... Are you and pulling us up a picture? Yeah, I'll pull up a picture. Pretty visionary, man. Clever. <laughs> I got it! 
Since she just yeah. feels really out of place. There's so many vision points we can make here. Like having 2020 vision, hindsight. I see what you're trying four to do. Eyes. So four eyes, yeah. Five eyes. Before I can, fine because before three I get in for what I can do for you, what is it exactly that I can gain from assisting you all? As I am, well, helpful, but a businessman. Well, what has Mr. Hart told you yet already? We've, we've told the story multiple times tonight. Well, there's sort of chitter-chatter back and forth in Goblin, uh, or at least another language you don't understand. Is Mr. Hart a Goblin, or is he no, a No, he is a gnome. And he's no. sitting with us. Yes. Okay. Uh, and um, the Goblin sort of nods a little bit. Did I give his name already? Uh, I didn't. Thank you, yeah, right, I thought it was Radcliffe, but I wanted to make sure before I started, you know, being wrong. Yeah, no, Radcliffe. Uh, so, Mr. Radcliffe says, he looks back to you and goes, Well, as Mr. Hart has refreshed me, you all are quite the people to know these days for what you've done for the local population of that elven village. And also for what it seems that you all will be doing in saving the world and all that wonderfulness. Well, I mean, that's a tall order. We're just people who happen to be at the right place at the right time to help out with a dire situation. Well, when you're two and a half feet tall, such as myself, you take things as you see them. Valid. My father told me of how four brave souls saved the world by themselves. I don't underestimate the power of a single person. But yes, heroes are stories and legends and all that. What exactly is it that you're hoping to gain from our discussion tonight? Well, I hope to gain the information about what happened. I understand you all spoke to a spirit of some sort. That she has a sister. I'm sure she's gorgeous. Can I roll for hotness? Sure. A one. Brad, you think Radcliffe's probably a pretty strapping dude? <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, that book of erotic fantasy, I know it's the wrong edition. No. But... <laughs> oh, have you not seen this? This fucking book is so goddamn expensive because it's like not official. Uh, D and D canon. It's it's unof- It's a splat. It's unofficially official. It's hard to find that book for under ninety dollars. I happen to find it for like sixty, so I grabbed it. <laughs> for form. Yes. Oh, there's a spell in there called uh, invoke orgasm or something like that, and it literally makes your uh, opponent lose a turn because he's too busy coming. Yeah, that's what a spectator looks like. Oh, nifty. Oh, that's cute. Like a baby beholder. It's just literally a book of sex and more blue in the scales and Mm -hmm. less green. Okay. Nifty. Lonely nerds. Yes. Nerds. The only way we can get action, guys. Dude, nerds are like money. That too. Kind of. Any issue. So, Mr. Radcliffe continues on. I I imagine that you all could tell fill in some specifics. Magical birth control. Yeah, there's actually an entire section on the different races and how they copulate and whether they do interracial stuff. We actually apparently goblins are very truthful to their own race. 
Yeah, we had to look into whether or not somebody Orcs, would be raped however. by a goblin. Yes. Now wasn't it, you guys were asking if I could seduce a goblin or something? Well, you suggested it, oh, I seem oh, to recall. Oh, species crossbreeding. Yeah, there you go. We're not... All right. We're not doing this. <laughs> no, no, we're not. This does not need to be You want to borrow that? That's all you, man. I'll get I, you a PDF. All right. I'm good. So, 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 I do not need so, to know so, any of that information. You seemed awfully interested in it for just a second there. How could you not? It's a, it's a train wreck on fire. <laughs> that explodes at some point. You're like, that doesn't make any sense. Now Can't I have look to watch away. longer. I was petting, honey. I see. Anyway, before this continues to devolve, uh, let's keep on point. Uh, so, you all, um, you know, continue your conversation with Mr. Radcliffe. Yep. He tells you the sort of information that you guys have already told the, the microphone and other NPCs a couple of times now. You fill in the uh, things he doesn't know. And um, he meant, um, Mr. Hart actually mentions so I understand, I believe that you all would probably have come to realization that I accidentally left an extra coin in some of your pouches. Yeah, in some of the pouches. Quite appreciated. Well, yes. well you didn't get a debt of coin is one thing, a debt of favor is another. They did right. my, my family a solid. Okay. So, any idea what uh, those coins are worth? A favor? I heard they're worth a uh, set of full plate for me if I uh, so chose. Hmm, I would easily think so. Do you know where you're staying tonight? I assumed I was going to be staying at the uh, Salty Inn near the uh, docks with the elven folk that brought us here. Oh, yes, the six elves that arrived this morning. With yes, yes. Yes, I know exactly the place. I'll have that plate now delivered in the morning. I take out the coin. Phantom. Perfect. All right. That's one favor now. Any of the rest of you? I'm easy. No, just holding on to it. You did us a great honor with the favor, and I think I will uh, think on it further. Well, if ever you need, let me know. Any of you, you don't have a coin for my family's name, but I understand you helped them, and I do appreciate that. Radcliffe, I think another round, won't you say? Absolutely, Mr. Hart. A round is brought to your table almost as if they said that out loud, <laughs> although they said it merely to each other. And seconds later, a round of drinks is brought. Because bacteria have really good hearing, bacteria. apparently. They see all, man. And they know all. Probably can read lips, too. It's a language. Yeah, they are watching all over the place at the same time. Yep. <laughs> Careful what you do. All right. So, um, conversation otherwise is pretty useful. Um, you got, and so he sort of turns the table onto your all's favor eventually after you guys sort of fill him in. He goes, so, you've all told me some information and I feel that I owe in kind. So what can I, a mere goblin, help you with? Um, we heard about this druid named Silver Tongue, um, who's not that terribly far away. Do you know any more information about him? Well, I know... Sort of smiles and looks down a moment. I understand that he has a bit of a habit at the local bar. Hmm. I understand that he would probably do anything you asked if you paid off his debt. His debt? To the bar. What did he do to the bar? Drink there. <laughs> a lot. And not pay. But doesn't he have money? 
No, he doesn't. I know what we're using your gold for. <laughs> Says the, uh, what are you, a lawful good or a lawful stupid? <laughs> chaotic good, okay. <laughs> the chaotic good paladin yeah, to our... I'm vengeful. True neutral monk. <laughs> um, so, I understand that Mr. Silvertongue has a bit of a tongue for alcohol, and that if you were to go to the bar where he frequents and were to alleviate his nightly or ever tab, he would deeply ingratiate it to you. Okay. I like him already. I also know that he has made a discovery that he is attempting to use to cover up that debt, and that's why I have interest in him. He has taken a hand at being a guide. Apparently some sort of unicorn grove or other magical forest has sprouted up out of nowhere, and he is taken to take tourists from the Ella Rail station in the town he lives near, takes them for a day, they catch the next train, or the next rail, I should say, takes the next rail, he makes some silver or some coin, and they have a wonderful time. So he's been doing it for a couple of weeks now, about three weeks. That's a recent thing that he's been doing. It's such a tragedy he can't pay that debt at that bar that I own. Oh, you How much own. is his debt? Oh. 200 gold. Uh, woof. So... Would you write us a note saying that's paid off? If we were to pay it off to you right now on his behalf. Absolutely. Or would we be able to pay the the bar that he's been frequently frequenting? frequenting? You could do either of those. But I assure you that the man that works that tavern would, well, to put it gently, uh, be most kind to you all if, I, if he received a letter with my name on it. So, and he sort of... In, a very graceful flair, grabs something out of his jacket pocket, flips it on the table, pulls the little box open, it's a stamp of wax and uh, a, ring, a signet ring. And he puts the signet ring on, because shall I warm the wax? Yeah. Arden digs in his pouch and says, gold to spare. Yeah, exactly. Let's take care of this now for a favor from Silver Tongue later. Go to Master Lids at the bar, Master pay him Lid. 200 gold, Mm -hmm. And I will see that, and he will show me that. I can pay 100. I'm definitely sure. willing to throw in some. I can pay 50. Lid, L-I-D? Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. You're willing to pay 100. You're abstaining. You're paying 50. I'll pay 50 as well. 200 even. You're sure that's uh, the final tab? Oh, that would be most adequate. Good enough for me. Okay. Ogden throws down 50. So who's going to go up to the bar and pay Mr. Litz? I vote our cutest one. I'll go. <laughs> Excuse me. Given I kind of walk behind her also just to make sure that nobody messes with her. Oh, the moment she gets up, one of the Dwarven brothers from outside is already standing by her. <laughs> I watch them closely. I am going to skip to the bar. Okay. He sort of follows, <laughs> sort of walks in the wake of your shadow, mm -hmm. and... Uh, 
you're you're watching. I'm watching them. You see one of the guys at the bar sort of look over his shoulder like, oh, look at this little cute thing with all that money in her hand. And the dwarf just gives him a look and goes, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> so as intimidating as you definitely were going to be, this dwarf is just as intimidating. Oh, I nod in approval. Yeah. <laughs> so you walk up and uh, sort of hop onto one of the little stools there. And... Uh, and sort of almost immediately okay. recognizing who you are in relation to everything, the spectator hovers over, sort of slur, sort of slurring, but you don't think he's drunk. It's just the way he speaks. So, small one, what can I get for you? Uh, this is the the spectator. Yeah. Okay. The Master Lid, as you just assumed his name to be. Master Lid. Uh, hello, I am here to uh, settle a bar tab for uh, Mr. Silverton. Ah, Silverton, the druid from North, right? Yep, that's the one. What a shame. He sort of, uh, telekinetically almost, like, a box comes up from under the bar top and he, and it opens and he goes, would you please? I'm going to give him the 200. Sort of just, like, looks to the box to, like, yeah, put yeah, the yeah. I'll put it in the box. Box closes and, like, hovers back. Thank you. Can I get you a drink while you're cater? Uh, sure. <laughs> it's really, you're already there. <laughs> What's your fashion? Mr. Radcliffe has everything. Uh, I will get a pint of ale. <laughs> Finish. And you can see, like, one of his eye stalks, like, turned back to this, like, wall of alcohol. And uh, a bottle of, 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 Ale comes up and sort of like floats down, and a cup comes up and pours very gently. Beautiful pour. Perfect. Head. I'm just saying, like the thinnest head, because he makes the assumption that you're that you don't want no head and you don't want a lot of head. Well, just a little bit in case you might enjoy drinking the head of a beer or an ale. Just a little bit. Perfect pour. Perfect pour. Bottle goes back, slides down. As you're worrying, lady. All right, so I'm gonna covers back to do is the other thirty fucking people at this bar. Okay, um, am I supposed to? Uh, you can probably go back to the table now. I'll go back to the table. Yeah, with your pint. Yes. <laughs> Two hands as big as Two hands. It comes in pints. <laughs> I'm getting one. <laughs> um, Does it come in barrels? <laughs> it's delicious. Not anymore. <laughs> You're right. Nice oaky, full, um, but gentle on the way down. Kind of really a damn order Zazarak. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> that was a hard drink. Without laughing. <laughs> it was spot on, though. Yeah. Uh, so you come back, and, and, and when you return, and you all have witnessed in that interim, uh, Mr. Radcliffe has been writing on a parchment, and sort of uh, Mr. Hart has sort of like held a flame in his hand over, under the, the wax half of this little box. Mm-hmm. So he's creating the flame. Yes. Okay. Clearly magic is involved. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. Sure. And, you know, holds it over to Mr. Radcliffe right? gives a signet, and closes the envelope. Takes the signet off, puts it in the box. Good. And he hands it to the group of you, whoever will take it. Yes, just give that to, give that to the man who runs the bar. Perhaps his wife, actually would be a better person to give it to. Do we have a name? You'll know. Okay. 
The wife of the bartender. Does the bar have a name? It's the only one in town. Oh, well. If there's another one, let me know. I like spent a lot of money for that. Okay. I'll do. So he... Or life. That's a W. That's a V. Leave my, leave my <laughs> hand right here alone. <laughs> At least I'm taking notes. <laughs> Got These are my notes. <laughs> to be fair, yeah, exactly. These are the notes. The, uh, to the yeah. listeners, I'm just gestured to the laptop that's recording our language. <laughs> yeah. Or five. Five. There's a little doohickey there that makes it a W. Ignoring our. Yeah. Our dwarfs and our handwriting. Um, so, uh, Mr. Hart says, well, if you all fancy a ride on the Ella Rail, I can have a bundle of tickets prepared for the group of you. That would be most appreciative. You uh, definitely cut down on our travel time. Thank you. You've done me and my family a service. Wonderful. I will see someone in your employee in the morning. No, you won't. No, I won't. And just to make absolute positivity before we part ways for the night, I'm sure I could long for my own bed tonight sometime soon. No way I could relieve the two of you of those coins? Uh, not presently. I wasn't planning on using the coin, but you did promise a letter. I did, and would you like it? To see it, at least. Yes. He produces a unsealed envelope and hands it to you. I open it up. But is it in fairly easy-to-read writing? Quite. Okay. Other so, than, like, the big capital fancy letter. Right, start. that's right, because that's the only thing I remember from them being writing, so I was like, yeah. am I going to be able to read this? Um, sir? It, it basically says, hello, uh, my name is Mr. Hart. Your brother has done me and my family a service. And while I do not mean to boast, we are a family of some importance. I have heard from your brother that you dwell on a land almost entirely unpopulated. This interests me greatly. I would have my, my people see your land, take nothing from it, only give to it. With your permission, we would like to see the land, mark it on maps, and return to me as presently as possible. Enclosed with this letter is your brother's signature to let you know that it was him that told us we may even approach you on this matter. And he has told us that you, that you are fancy to nice clothing and therefore we have brought some as to sweeten the deal if you would be so kind to it. And there is like a line waiting for you to sign on. And... I'll sign my name on the line, but at the bottom under that, I write in Celestial, Hide Father's Legacy. Okay. So, and she'll know what that means. Sure. But then he rolls it, rolls it up because it doesn't know what the hell the envelope is even for. Right. So he just hands them both back. Thank you. So, before I tread on grounds, your name, your permissions. Yes. No, I would never do anything against. Yes. Very good. Puts it, unravels it, folds it back up, puts it in the envelope, and uh, and sort of wipes his two fingers across it, and you can see the paper singe a little as it, like, burns to it. Okay. Hmm. 
So it's a magically oh. sealed thing now? Right. Okay. So not wax sealed, but like the paper is sort of one. Neat. <laughs> Neat. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. So, Mr. Hart stands up and you could hardly tell and he goes, I think that's the <laughs> night for me. He drops down. Right. <laughs> and just rides and says, Good night, Mr. Hart. Thank you for your friends and their company. Would you all continue to join me or make your ways yourselves? Hawkins says, I don't know. I better stop. I'm starting to feel that silver wine that I just had. Starting to? You hush up, tall man. Oh, that's right. You were with the governor today. It she was fancies amazing. that silver wine. It was good stuff. <laughs> I'm sure she must have been a touch sweet on you. She does like dwarves. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean it truly. I've never known a half orc to fancy silver wine. Not a bad wine, mind you, but... Agreed. <laughs> a touch expensive for those who don't appreciate the company of dwarves. Also agreed. All I would say to the rest of you is that I'm sure his presence was a kinder essence to her niceties. We'll take what we can get. <laughs> You'll never hear it from me otherwise. <laughs> if I could bring a wooden doll and it would improve my relations with a local king, I'd do it. <laughs> so, is there anything else that I could do for you all this evening, or shall I uh, send you off? We're ready to be off. Yeah. I believe so. Well, let me not keep you. I understand your carriage is getting a touch rowdy. Wait, what? Oh? There's a young boy playing with the horses. Well, we can't have that, can we? Let's, uh, let's take our leave, then. Toodaloo. Good night. Thanks for everything. You all leave. It's <laughs> nice and... Try not to make eye contact with the, uh... Spectator? Spectators. That is freaking brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know those were a thing. Um, you all leave. The same two Dwarven brothers are already outside. Mm -hmm. Good evening. I'm going to walk off to your carriage. There is mm -hmm. a small uh, humanoid boy of some race you don't bother with. He's like petting the horses in the carriage. I was like, hey, leave them alone. He's like, but they're pretty. He's like, just bug off. He like flicks a copper at him. He's like, thank you, sir. And fucks off. So this really is uh, just 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 London. Victorian London. Yeah, on the water. On the water. On the water. London is on the water. Yeah. The Thames. Technically, on the Thames River. I'm all of a sudden curious how that goblin knew immediately that something was going on with the horses as we were leaving. It's kind of his business, isn't it? I guess information he knows is a business. Yeah, indeed. All right, so you gotta get your carriage. Carriage brings yourselves back to the you can smell the the fresher water in the air to the governor's estate please no oh, yeah no what what no you aren't invited neither are you <laughs> oh yeah it's point. past our bedtime That's um true. and you're kind of incapacitated Drunk. so i think your presence you heard the goblin she's sweet on me <laughs> come on come on let's just no. get you to Let's get you to bed. Oh, fine. So you all walk in. Um, <laughs> this is the first time I think any of you actually walked into this place. Yes. Yeah. Um, you all walk in. The night's come to a near end. It's pretty late in the night. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, 
there is a green-scaled half-dragon minding the bar. She's a tall woman. And, uh, and is leaning on it pretty heavily. She's tired. She's worked all damn day. She'll fix you a drink, but she's tired of your shit and she doesn't even know you. You know? Sort of look. You can just tell by yes, looking at her. look of working in a restaurant for a living. Right. Uh, and she, she sort of raises a hand to welcome you all as you walk in, but doesn't really say a word. There's maybe ten people in this whole place just nursing their last evening beverage. Some of them maybe look up and most of them don't. I, I walk up to the bar and I ask, how much for an ale to help me get to sleep? Because you need more to get hmm. to sleep. You hush, tall one. What's your name? My name's Ogden. Is that yours? She points to near the end of the bar. There's a big pam- uh, big pa- parcel. Holy shit. Um, I was unaware of a parcel waiting for me, but uh, if you say my name's on it... It's your arm. I imagine it, that's your name. I've never seen a name quite like it. <laughs> he trudges on over. Your name is like on a little like tag on it. Is it like a huge parcel? Is it like about dwarf size parcel? <laughs> it's God the size of you. To use the to use the noun parcel, it's kind of big. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, I it's, suppose this it's, is. It's certainly heavy. Wonderful. Well, now I just need a room. You and your five, four friends are all paid for the night. Oh. Room number? Wait, we have to pay for rooms? No. Oh, that's how that for. works. Oh. We're already, we've already been paid for, right? I'm assuming yes. it's We're by, fine uh, for tonight, but um, typically, it yeah, it requires payment. Mayor, whatever it is. <laughs> Poor Shenshi's just realizing who, that he who didn't put his tab at the last place. Sorry, did you say all of that or just the last place? Who paid our tab? Uh, that was uh, Master Coin, Mr. Hart. Okay, good to know. Thank you. He seems like a really nice guy. I'll get pictures. Keys his are under the armor. Oh yeah. Okay. Ooh, keys. I don't have enough hands. Thank you, big one. <laughs> All right, small one. <laughs> There's two keys. One for uh, three and one for five. Oh, so we have two rooms. Very nice. Okay. Three and five are the numbers. Okay. I was about to say the number of people. Three and five people. No, no, no. We've got room five number. people total. Tenshi <laughs> just takes one of the keys. So we can pay for it. I guess that is uh, the end of the night then. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Have a nice night. Dinner's already in your rooms. Breakfast is already paid for. Come Ooh. down as you will. I'm liking this really hero nice. stuff. Been a hero is before. it gonna be like this all over the you world? You save a village, man. People give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> I helped my friend move in, move some furniture in his house, and he bought me a meal. Like you guys saved a hundred lives. Yeah, they bought you a night at an inn. Like plus favor coins, a suit of armor, <laughs> well, that free was, train rides. That 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 armor was kind of an expense. Kind of. And 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 some just favors were paid. You know. Mm-hmm. So. That was a favorite coin well spent in my book. <laughs> I feel like holding on to mine until like the last possible second is just going to be like, well, you owe me. <laughs> I wonder if the favorite coins accrue interest. <laughs> no, but in dire need, it probably will help. 
<laughs> I don't think it's going to save you if you're about to be breathed on by a black dragon or something. Right. <laughs> save me, save me, goblin person. Or I'm sorry, that's Mr. Another, Hart. The Mr. Hart. Hart. <laughs> like we're evacuating. No, you're staying to fight. <laughs> Yikes. That is a terrifying prospect. Right. Because there's nothing that Tenshi wants. Yeah. He, he knows its value. He knows what it can be used for. And yeah, he's not smart, but he recognizes the value of favor for favor sure. above all else. Right. What's our time? time just hasn't had we hasn't are at five and a half hours. Yeah. What? We're about five and a half hours in. Okay. That's good. I'm probably going to have to lose. Yeah, I mean, it's... Almost yeah, 11 o'clock. Yeah. It's good. I figured we're pretty much at the end here. Yeah. I wanted to try and get this late done done and we see. Yeah. We're pretty much done at this point. Um, so can I go ahead and upgrade to uh, plate mail? <laughs> if you want to, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I'm donning that the first thing in the morning. All right. So the night is must, is very, very restful. The rooms are very nice. No matter how you just split yourselves apart between the two rooms. Um, you could probably sell your own stuff. <laughs> yeah, for like 25 gold. But still, fair than nothing. You guys wake up. Mm -hmm. um, there is a carriage without the governor's signature on it. You notice that. And How is, does that have Mr. Hart's signature on it? No. no it's, it's just, just a an unmarked carriage. carriage. It's just, yeah, it's just a regular carriage. Okay. Um, you would recognize it as just one of the symbols from the town. Okay. So City someone hired the regular carriage servicing. Okay. Uh, which would probably spell to you Mr. Hart's office. Yeah. Um... Uh, you know, you, you guys come outside after a nice breakfast. You guys, are, despite how hard you were partying last night, to whatever degree between you all, uh, after so a nice drink. solid breakfast and a night's rest, pretty much all of you are quite fine. And uh, all right, you walk outside and he goes, Ah, yes, I believe I was suspecting you all. To the rail. To the rail. Absolutely. Train! Sorry. E-Rail! <laughs> you guys tell the elves, by the way, to not like, bring it back. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. We probably saw but I do tell them to take care of the horses. Okay, good, good call. Mm -hmm. And uh, in the carriage, you guys are brought to the Ella-Rail, um, station on the uh, eastern edge of town. There is no pier in this entire section. There is simply every, like, 30 feet a post that goes deep into the lake. And just rails. Uh, and a series of five cars with a, at the front of the sixth car, a huge, like, iron, like, ball of band, bands. And inside of them is just this whirling vortex of elemental energy. Okay. And it's kind of at rest, so it's moving quite slowly. That would mm -hmm. make sense to some of you. Hmm. But to you, it would be quite the dervish. And, uh, you know, you are all welcome to the first car. Hmm. The nice car. And are shown that there is a bunk room for everyone in this car. And then there is the lobby, which is like one-third is bunk rooms. Mm -hmm. And the other two-thirds is a lobby area. Okay. And that you are all informed... If this is your first time in the first car, you all have permissions to go to any of the other cars that you wish, as long as you don't cause any problems. Okay. What other cars are available? Well, 
the second car, the third car, the fourth car, and the fifth car. And as you go back, as I'm sure you're acquainted with, it's kind of more affordable, and therefore we attract different folks to those cars. I've never been on the Ella uh, Rail before. This is going to be fun. Oh, if that's the case, well, um, some folks get sick. Prepare for that. Oh, oh man, that's going to be fun. <laughs> Roll fortitude, everyone. <laughs> and we make a stop every day in a different town as we proceed, and there is a, a listing in your room of where we are stopping, depending upon which direction we are heading. Okay, great. So we are in the Isle of Del Verde, and tomorrow we'll be stopping at Sesden. Okay. The stops are for only three hours. We'll be leaving shortly, so if you have any last-minute preparations, please, you have about 15 minutes. Any super last-minute things before you leave this town? Nope. Nope. Got everything we I'm going to sell my armor at some other place, because uh, 15 minutes is not a lot of time to make so a transaction. So you already did it. Oh, okay. So you get about... Half price? Fourth. A fourth. Oof. That makes that about, what, 15 gold? Yeah. All right. Good enough. I'll take it. Because uh, previously I was at 404 gold, not found. Right. Now I'm at 419. <laughs> uh, so, with the whirl of the elements whirling much more quickly and quickly and quickly and quickly, and with a burst of power, the Ella Rail begins to grind down the railing across the, across the lake, leaving, despite it not touching the water, a gentle splash of water along the sides and from the very visible windows of your first car experience you can easily see yourself just flying along the, the top of the water as gentle fans of uh, wakes splash up in all directions. It's a very lovely show. Spirited <laughs> away? A little bit. <laughs> nice. And, uh, and that's where we'll end it tonight. So thank you Good. for joining us. I know this has been a long session. I'm sure future sessions will not be this long, but we started earlier this Sunday and uh, didn't even run as late as normal. So thank you for joining us, listeners. This is Kenny, your DM, and my players. Hey. Hello, bye. <laughs> Have a good night. <laughs>